welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to Pump of the Show, presented by BTOsports.com. And Fly Racing is coming at you! It's Monday, April 3rd, 6.01 Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Not much happened in St. Louis. Not much to talk about. Nope. Just a regular oh, old supercross. Jake Weimer will be on from the JGR Suzuki team, and Tyler Evans will be on as well. Remember Tyler Evans? Well, he wants to come on the show. Talk about his uh, what he's doing now, what he's doing, what he's doing next, and how his career went. Looking forward to hearing from him. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Patreon, go to patreon.com, uh, contribute a little bit, help out our server costs, help out our co-host uh, costs and things like that, and uh, get a little sneak preview of some podcasts here and there, maybe get some t-shirts, that kind of stuff, some one-time discounts if you, if you so choose. If not, don't, don't worry about it. We appreciate it. You can always go to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com when you're making an Amazon purchase. You go there, you make a, make a purchase on Amazon through the Amazon banner, and we get a small slice of it also, so that all helps. We appreciate it. The app, Publix app, is out. It is working approximately for 84% of the people. And an update is coming soon, and we appreciate that. Stitcher. Stitcher's finally updating the shows. You can always listen to it on Stitcher. And, of course, any podcast app on any smartphone is free. You're also able to listen to it that way. So if you don't want to give us money for the app, you don't want to donate to Patreon, you don't want to go to Stitcher, you don't want to go to the, sh- the website itself. You want to have it on your phone. You can get any app on any phone that plays podcasts, and we are on there as well. Don't forget the Thursday Moto 60 show, uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show, and the uh, also the uh, Steve Mathis show on Racer X that we do each and every week with one-on-one guests and, uh, and uh, race reviews and things like that. We all do that. And, yes, I have a head cold. Yes, I may sound different, but I'm Steve Mathis. And I'm here for you people. As is, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, all on board with us, as well as some two under, the number two, UNDR, the best men's underwear out there. Thanks to those people. Also, we are going to have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. Later, we have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Race Tech Suspension and Engine Email segment. The JGR Suzuki Check-In with Weimer. The um, Truck Hero Question of the Day. And, uh, and much more coming up uh, on the show. Gear Alloy Cold Call as well. Get your truck and gear at GearAlloy.com. Jason Thomas will be on at some point shortly here to discuss St. Louis Supercross. But my rock... My co-pilot, my main man from Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, the Chris Kiefer. Steve. Yeah, you like that? I'm here for you. Thanks, buddy. Straight from the track to Vegas. Yeah, I like the commitment. That's nice. Yeah. I like it. Early mornings, All get some work right. done, yep. head up to Vegas. Now, here uh, for the show. Uh, everything sounds, my sinuses are so jacked up. It sounds weird. Do I sound? It's a little, it's a little muffled. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know. It could be my ears, too. It's like maybe three foot underwater. Not real deep, but just shallow. Um, yeah, so you, keyforinc.com, very busy right now. Very testing, busy. Testing, wide open. You are testing for somebody that we can't talk about. It is, it is confidential testing. But these people, these slave drivers, <laughs> how many days in a row have you ridden a motorcycle right now? I'm on day 11. Straight. Straight. Every day. But most of that is due to Dirt Rider. We're doing a price point gear test as well. So we have like 16 sets of gear. And guess what sizes they are? I don't know. My sizes. Hey, 16 sets of gear. Here you go. So there's a criteria. You got to put so much hour. You got to put at least an hour on each gear. Yep. So do the math. 16 hours. Are you able to combine the entry gear test with the unnamed testing company uh at some times yes okay. but most of the time it's just gear testing so you have to do a separate thing outside of these slave drivers to test the price point gear correct coming out on dirt rider magazine dirtrider.com july issue what are we talking like hundred dollar gear huh sets two hundred dollars or less okay so and fly then, has a couple of lines that sneak in there yes yeah i've worn that right there's a few of them that are pretty tight some would fall off, so I had to zip tie my uh, waist oh, together. Really? Yeah. Huh. But also, you know, doing two, two strokes, two fifty YZ versus KTM. Oh, doing wow. that's shocking. A kit suspension testing. Going to try all the KYB, Showa, WP. Get all those A kits. Try them. See if they're beneficial for the guys buying them. Just doing a lot of stuff. Really busy right now. It's been about two weeks of wide open dirt rider testing and keeper stuff. The the uh, kit suspension test is going to get you in a lot of trouble. Why? Because your ultimate conclusion will be, yeah, just tune your production stuff in. Unless you're Johnny Supercross. Right. And this is a niche test. Yeah. Okay. It's not for everyone. Not everyone has six grand no, to dump on These suspension. guys are going to get mad at you when they read the test. Well. They're going to get upset. We do revalve tests, too. They can read those. Okay. So there's both. Okay. Well. So, so you have a hole in your ass. <laughs> I do have a hole in from my riding. ass. From riding. From riding so much. So Sounds gay. Basically, basically <laughs> between my son wanting to ride on weekends and yep. me having to do all this price point stuff, I'm riding every day. And How's the road to Loretta's? It's on pause right yeah, now. Yeah. I think I'm going to peak early. <laughs> I want to peak a little sounds early. Sounds like it, dude. <laughs> it sounds like it. Don't bro me. Um, taking your calls in the corner. Producing the show, holding things down, 702-586-7857. Oh, by the way, we are going to give away, away two pairs of tickets to Seattle Supercross this weekend, courtesy of the folks at Pivotworks. If it works, it pivots, it pivots, it works. Pivotworks.com. So, call in now. The third caller will win the tickets from Pivotworks. You got to go to them. Don't put them on eBay. Go to Seattle. You got to have a Washington or Oregon address. How's that? Suck it. Washington, Oregon address. Otherwise, you can't go. So, producing the show, holding things down over there. He's on the phone. The Chavis Marks. Hey. What's up, Marks hey. dog? I just wanted to make sure I sounded gay enough. Uh, how's it going? Hey. Uh, good. How are you? Good. Good, good. Thank you for coming hey, we in. we got the normal chat room back up. Yeah. Normal one? Yeah, you did some digging. People you, like that better. Yeah, you did some digging. You yeah. found out. Look, we had an issue with the website. But, yeah. Um, Third, call, third caller, good. 702-586-7857. Breaking news, Kiefer, I don't know if you listened to the show last week. Did you? Uh, no. Rainy Yellow called in and says that until James Stewart speaks, he will not speak. So he's done. We will not be hearing from. So until Monster Cup. Yeah. 
We've got our third caller, everybody. We got our third caller. So stop calling. One pair of tickets, courtesy of Pivot Works. If it pivots, it works. It works. It pivots. Pivot Works. Pivots. Works. Um, before we get to, oh. Yeah, we can hear that in the back. Oh, okay. All right. Before we get to uh, the big topic, Chad Reed, St. Louis Supercross. The Truck Hero question of the day. Truck Hero supplier of premium vehicle accessories made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper. Comprised of worldwide renowned brands like Back Industries, Undercover, NFAP, Bedrug, and Husky Liners. Truck Hero, truck-hero.com, JGR Suzuki. They run Truck Hero. It's a Truck Hero question of the day, uh, Weege. Or Weege. Kiefer. Wow. You may need to run the show if I collapse. Okay. okay. Can I get in your chair? I'm, go ahead. I'm <laughs> digging deep for you jerkies. I am digging deep. Uh, question for you. Yeah. So Tomac won again. Yes. It is four points. Four. The truck hero question of the day is, hmm. is he going to do it? Is Eli Tomac going to do it? Do it as in championship do it. What or you- do it as in I'm going to win next weekend. No. Championship. Because Dungey wrote the best he's ridden in about a month. Right. Before he had an issue that we'll yep. get to. But uh, what do you think? God. Four points. My gut instinct. My, my, I feel like Eli can do it, and, he, and he'll do it. But my gut instinct is telling me Dungey's smart enough. He's good when it's crunch time. And I think he's going to pull it off. He knows how to win a championship. we got some open stadiums. Yes, the dirt's going to be soft, but that also leaves mistakes out there. And I feel like Eli is more prone to the big mistakes versus Ryan. Okay. So now. So I think Dungey's going to remain champion. Wow. And it has nothing to do with Orange Brigade and nothing. That I'm just feeling like Dungey is going to get pissed off. Hot take. He's going to get fired up. And he's going to do it. Okay. All right. Although Eli's killing right now. He's on fire. What do you feel? The last two weeks, though, Eli has not gotten the starts in the heat race. True. So we've seen a little bit of, like, what happens in the main if that happens. But In the mains, he does it. In the mains, he pulls through. But I think he does it. Yes, I think Eli Tomac is your 2017 Monster Energy Supercross champion. I really do. And we also got to think about Vegas last year was a mud race. Well, I don't know if we can ever count on that, Kiefer. I mean, come on. Just saying. You never know. Uh, you don't. Absolutely. Hey, so Chad Reed, the penalties come down. He has been fined $5,000 and five points for not obeying the blue flags uh, that we all saw him in the race. Uh, hold up Ryan Dungey. And Dungey was catching Tomac. Uh, whether or not he would have passed him is another story. But as I said, Dungey's ridden the best he had in about uh, in about a month. And he was catching Tomac. And we were going to be in for perhaps a good race. And then Chad decided, no, no, Ryan. You're not going to pass. Um, and you guys were upset about it. You listeners were upset about it. Here's a sample of some voicemails that we got about the uh, the whole incident. Just a sample. Did and, you tell uh, people to call? They just called on their own. Oh, they just called on their own. Oh, wow. I had, voicemail was full. Holy shit. 67 messages. No way. Yes. In a week? Yes. Wow. And, Are uh, you here, kidding me? And here's some sample of what, the anger that you people had. Pulp MX just got done watching the St. Louis Supercross. What the hell is wrong with Reed? A former champ that knows better and do this shit. I mean, what's wrong with him? 
why is he playing a rolling roadblock out there? Hey, we all know better. If that was done to him, he'd even matter in hell. That's bullshit. I like Reed, like Dungey, but that's bullshit. I don't know what's wrong with him. Talk some sense into him. Love the show. Later. Thank you. Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, thanks for everything. And I'd like to ask, what the fuck was Chad Reed thinking? I used to like him. What a piece of shit. Wow. Fuck Chad Reed. <laughs> I'd spit on his shoes if I seen him. And if JT tries to justify what Chad Reed did, fucking spit on his shoes too. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. If you were, ch- let me ask this guy because you're too wrapped up into it. Okay. So, I'm too wrapped up. You are. You're, 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 you're too impartial. So, Marks, you're just, until you got involved with this show, is something going on with your phone? Is there something happening that I need to? No. Okay. Are you listening? I'm listening. Okay. He's seems, a good multitasker. He seems distracted. No, I'm not distracted at all. So, before you got wrapped in, into this pulp world and that you've become so integral to, and, but you were just a fan. Okay? Right? I'm still a fan. Yeah, but you were just a fan with no right. connections, yeah, no nothing. Yeah, I was a nobody. And like your buddy Tits, until Tits started emailing for prizes and calling riders. No, on I'm just own. a nobody okay. that people know. If you were a fan, what? Who, who are you a fan of? I don't even know. Who's your favorite rider? Yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite. Did you ever have one? I've, always, I, I've liked Roxon. Okay. If Roxon did what Chad did, mm-hmm. and would you just disavow him like that caller said? Like, that's it? He's no, no longer my favorite rider? Like, you would just say, see you later? No. Right? No, that seems pretty, uh, it seems pretty weak. Like, okay, he did something stupid. I think being a fan would, even more of a fan would be like acknowledging that he did something stupid. And then standing by your man. S- standing by your man. Right. I agree. Well, look, like, why hey, would he you did something stupid? But I mean, yeah. I'm not going to totally leave it, hang him right. out to dry right. for that. But. but I get tweets and emails about these people will never support Chad Reed ever again. Okay, that's that's wrong. But what about when your favorite rider does what Chad does, and it pisses you off? You're like, man, my dude is kind of an a hole, and he does, you know, kind of. Well, my favorite, shit the bed. My favorite hockey player growing up did a lumberjack swing of his hockey stick to another guy's head. Right. And I, when I was 15, 14, 15 years old. And I'm like... But can't you say, hey... I'm like, that wasn't good, but I still like him. Yeah, you, see, you can say you like him, but like, hey, hey, that was wrong, what he did. You're, yeah. you're, not, you're not partial to say that, right? Yeah, no, I, I... Like I said, I think acknowledging and being able to see that doesn't mean you have to, like... Yeah. Okay, let's, let's play the rest of the voicemails. Okay. You're muttering. Oh, hold, hold on. What I do like is the, the first three voicemails, all of them have fuck in it. Okay. <laughs> What is the deal with Chad Reed? I don't understand why everybody's so high on this guy. He's literally had two or three good races in the last couple of years, but people still expect him to be up there for podiums or wins. The guy will get an eighth place or ninth place or tenth place and say, oh, at worst, that was a second or third place guy tonight. Okay, really? No, at worst, you were a last place guy. At best, you were where you finished because that's where you finished. The guy is in denial. He's just, he doesn't have it anymore. And then he pulls what he did Saturday night, intentionally holds Dungey up as he's a lap down in 16th place. I mean, that's just unacceptable. He should have been black flagged. He should be penalized now. It's the same type of stuff that he pulled with Kennard 
a year or two ago. Can I jump? The guy on him. is just yeah an asshole, and that's all there is to it. But he's such a cool guy that you guys are all biased and probably won't criticize him nearly as much as you should be for this. Anyway, is that it? Anyway, okay, yeah. So, um, so here's the gist of the situation, everybody. I don't know what Chad Reed's going to say publicly. If he says anything. Uh, if he says anything at all. But he 100% did not. He meant to screw Dungey's lap up. Yes. Yes, without a doubt. He got out of the way of Eli Tomac. He got out of the way of Marvin. Uh, he meant to do all that. Now, Dungey's anger stems from, I heard, from the Indianapolis Heat Race where they battled for fourth. Mm-hmm. I can't really verify that for sure, but I, that's something I heard. Chad's anger with Dunge. Uh, starts with the Detroit Supercross main event start. He felt like he had the start, and Dunge kind of ran it in there, caused a big crash, half of Chad's butt and, and, and back were missing, road rash. So there's already some history going on here between those two. Now you come to this weekend and the heat race that um, they, they battled for the lead in the heat race. Chad passed him in the whoops. He did move over on him in the whoops, but he maybe thought he was past him. Um, or, or whatever, he didn't mean to take Dunge out, but or didn't mean to. I'm positive he did not mean to. I'm going to pass Dunge in the whoops and take his front wheel out and watch him watch, right. him, watch him crash. There's yep. no way Chad's going to do that. Right. After the race, Dunge says that he's immature. His move was immature. He doesn't know what's wrong with the guy. He's trying to trying to crash him, trying to take him out. So Dunge says. Actually, before we get into that, JT, what's up? How are you? I'm ready. I'm uh, I'm ready to talk about this some more. I can't get enough because every time I think I'm like had enough, then somebody calls me names on Twitter or does something, and I'm like, all right, I'm back. Let's go. Again. You're in. So let's play actually a voicemail from a guy uh, about Dungey's uh, podium, about us doing the review podcast. JT, we'll start with that. Uh, do the Dungey voicemail. Hey, Steve. Uh, this is My name is Chris. Uh, I had to call in um, about this read thing. I'm sure you're going to cover it tonight, but also hope you play this message. Um, so I listened to uh, Reed's, I mean, uh, Dunkey's comments, and he says trying to cut across the track is not very mature. So he's describing a particular action and describing that action as not being mature. I think this is a fairly benign statement, and uh, that is certainly not tantamount to calling someone names, as you were describing in your... uh... Okay, here's Dungy's comments on the podium. Back in in the groove, and uh, got off to a good start there, and... He's got something out for us. I understand, but, um, you know, trying to cut, cut across the track and take us out. It's... Trying to cut across the track and take us out. Okay. This is all personally insulting. Mm-hmm. Dungey's upset. Mm-hmm. At Chad personally. It's really uncalled for, you know. It's not very uh, mature. So, all in all, we So, it's the... not very mature, meaning Chad is immature. So, I'm not exactly sure what this caller is getting at. I took nothing out of Dungey's comments then. He's trying to take us out, which is a bad thing. Right. And it's not very mature. But taking out, there's a lot of, that's a spec, that's a big, it's a broad spectrum there. Dungey said he's trying to take us out. Okay. Meaning I'm, she's Block trying to crash him. taking out. No, no, no. He's trying to crash him. I'm just saying, as yeah. a rider, taking out, there's a, it's a broad spectrum. Well, he meant, he meant, uh, it's in a vacuum. He meant, um, 
The whoops, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay, so the caller, uh, you know, I don't feel like, like, I feel 100% confident that Dungey called Chad immature in that podium and was angry at Chad in that interview. Right. So I don't know what this guy says that it was just an immature move. Mm. Yeah, whatever. I, I, the guy, I don't go I, with that. I understand what he's saying, but if he wants me to change my view on the fact that Chad was like, all right, it's on, then, you know, because of that podium interview, then I, I don't think I can agree there. So, no. what, what, is, what is your view, JT? Uh, my view is that um, Chad's had a bad season. Ryan's had a bad run in the in these last five or six races. Both of them are very frustrated with different for different reasons. Uh, Chad got wrecked on the start, and his back is missing a lot of skin, so he was super pissed off, right or wrong, and I, I would say probably wrong. I don't think Dunge did anything out of line, but he was mad. Uh, Dunge is on edge anyway. I think he is he is the most frustrated he's probably been in his career at this point. And he is also in a uh, very um, sensitive position where, you know, anything's going to set him off too. And we've seen him over the years. He, he has a, a short fuse and it's, he usually hides it very well. It's usually behind closed doors or um, out of the public limelight, but he definitely has a, a, a short fuse and stuff like that. So, I think both of them were and are um, prone to overreaction right now. So I think Chad overreacted in Detroit with the start, and um, so that led to Chad getting super aggressive. And, and if he did indeed cut over in the whoops dangerously, then I, I can't condone that. Uh, but the other, the other pass back, even though there was a little contact, I don't think it was over the top. Um, but I think Dungy's frustrations – got the best of him, too, because I think in if Dungy had a 40-point lead and that heat race goes the way it does, I don't think Dungy says anything. I think he's just well, like, ah, throw with this right now and just whatever. Dungy's podium comments with, like, I don't know what, what, what he's up to, the very beginning means there's more than just that heat race thing okay. going on. And, what, and that goes back to Indy. But what I'm saying is, for JT, is like, for what Chad did in the main with the blue flag situation, is that... Oh, yeah, it was par is that par for what? No, 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 no. It's Chad was definitely in the wrong. Okay, no doubt about it. He did it on purpose. I don't, you know, he can say whatever he wants, and and that's fine. I don't, I don't, I'm not really concerned with what he actually comes out and says about it. He knows what he did, and he knows what he was trying to do. I, I firmly believe that. No one can talk me out of that because I've done it for too long and watched too many races and raced too many races. So I don't think that Chad made the right decision or did the right thing. Um, so that's why I'm really not up in arms about the, the penalty. I'm a little confused on the... the five $5,000 and five yeah. months. I don't really think it accomplishes anything. I think it's just right. kind of a... Almost a... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, but just something to keep people at bay from you know losing their mind about FIM doing nothing. Right. But it didn't accomplish anything. Chad doesn't care about five points. You know, and I'm not trying to spend his money, but I don't think five grand is life-changing either. So I don't really think it did too much as far as that goes, but it's just going to keep the, the fans that yeah. were screaming for, you know, something to happen. Maybe it's going to appease them. Yeah. It, uh, well, Kiefer, let's get your take on it. Like what did, Here, here's my take. What did you think? I think it's what Chad did was BS in the main. I don't know the whole backstory of what went on. You know, we just talked about what we think it is. Um, what I don't get about some of these top level riders is they don't talk off the track, right? 
They don't say, okay, I have a problem. You know, I thought you did cut me off in the start, and that's why I have a fucking road rash on my back. What are we going to do about it? What, let's talk about this. Instead, they bottle it up, they wait for the next weekend, and then they fuck with each other, and then it hurts them both. Like, I just don't understand. If I had a problem with someone, it's just like in life. You have a problem, you confront someone with the problem. You don't go out and ruin the race or try to take them out. And, and like JT said, I thought the heat race was just good racing by Chad and Ryan. I thought it was, if you're cutting over on whoops, I honestly don't see that big of a problem with it unless you're, you know, a half a bike length in front and you try to take his wheel out. He just moved over so he wouldn't take the inside line in the berm. In the main, that's, to me, that's too far. You're, you're in a blue flag situation. You know you're going to screw with his impeding process that I thought would have been a good race to Tomac. He was catching him a little bit. Would he have beat Tomac? I don't know, but at least we would have saw a good race. And now... How many fans are didn't get to see shit because Chad did what he did? And I think that's kind of chicken shit. That's that's my point. We Dunge was rattled behind Chad. He was rattled. Like if that was Tickle or Weimer or anybody else, Chad clanked a couple of rhythm sections and Dunge just followed him doubling through them. Like I'm like just triple around them. You know, like if it's if it's Tickler or Weimer, I think Dunge just goes by with no problem. I think he was rattled after that heat race. He was rattled when he got behind him. When he realized what was happening, he kind of lost his cool. Hey, after he got by Reed, Millsaps passed him back. Right. Like, Ryan mentally was fucked from that whole thing. Oh, he got fucked bad. And, and, and he could not react because, again, Chad gave him an opening by screwing up rhythm sections. And Dunge was right behind him. And screwed him up. Screwed up those rhythm sections. Yep. And so I'm just like, wow, like you can't, you got, you, I mean, you, you got to be able, you got to be better than that if you're Ryan. Now, I just was stoked when I saw Tomac and Dungey with one and two starts. I was like, hell yeah, here we go. And right. then Tomac gapped him. I'm like, oh, damn it. But then I saw, oh, it's coming back down. Oh, he's ridden the best he has in, in a month. It was a good ride. But dude, if he couldn't get by Reed after clanking rhythm sections, how's he going to get by Tomac? But like you said. He, from the heat race, yeah. Dungey was already mentally fucked. Like, oh, this guy's gonna go for me. And then once he saw it, once you, once you see Dungey, if you watch it again, once you see Dungey catch Chad, you could just see it in his body position. Well, like, he, oh my he god, got, here we go. He never got really close to Chad. No, because he was scared. I, I think so. I think he was just mentally. I don't know if he's scared is the right word, Kiefer. Because you know, you're no, I'm talking about like scared. Hey, he's gonna take me out and then really fuck my points. Like, maybe I should just chill I, out a little I bit. I don't know, man. Uh, it was it was bizarre to watch Ryan. Just kind of follow him around. I just don't think he could keep his, keep his composure and put solid laps together. Right, right, right. I agree. Um, but Kiefer, I mean, put yourself in Chad's place, okay? You're one of you're a legend. You're one yes. of the all timers. Right. You've had a shitty season. Yes. You're already mad at Ryan, right or wrong. You're already mad at Ryan. Yep. The guy calls you out on the podium, and I know Chad knew about these comments before the main. Mm-hmm. The guy calls you on the podium for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. We all three of us agree. Right. The heat race was fine. Right. He calls you out on the podium for doing nothing. I mean, I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying it's fine, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not at all. I'm kind of surprised. I like Chad. Um, I'm just kind of surprised he would do that on a blue flag situation. I, I would expect it to come from him on a race-oriented situation, like the heat race. Like if on, it, on, on, a, on, a, on the lane. Like a, if they're both right. in second and third right, and right, Chad right. was doing this shit, I would be like, I get that. I wouldn't even say anything. I'd be like, hey, you know, this is racing. But when you know you're a lap down, you're frustrated, you're pissed off at Dungey, you're like, this is really going to... But wait a minute, though. Chad didn't 
swerve across the track. He didn't look back. He didn't do anything other than just ride. Just ride. Yeah. It was a smart way of doing it. It's there's it wasn't and JT Ch- it knows wasn't this. Chism, it wasn't Chisholm at Salt Lake. It wasn't Reed on Stewart in Vegas. It wasn't anything like that. And and JT knows this. Even when you have a bad day, there's riders just fast enough to fuck with your laps because you're not th- that much faster than, but you are, you know, a couple tenths, and that's just enough to where, man, this guy's really effing up my lap. So now, and and, and once I saw Chad do this, I knew he was going to do it for a few laps and then back away because you couldn't do it the whole race without getting black flagged or something. And uh, sure shit, two laps, and then he knew kind of like, okay, Tomac had a little uh, gap and let him well, go by. I mean, JT, what does Carmichael do if he comes up on a guy who's not getting out of the way and there's a little bit of a grudge there? Carmichael just blasts them. Yeah, that's that's what I said. I was battling with some people online today, and and they're like, "Why would Dungey risk everything to do?" And I'm like, "Well, just tell me what the other guys that I, are Dungey, you know, nowadays, Dungey's the guy." So when it was Carmichael, when it was McGrath, when it was Stu, when it was whoever, just take your pick. You tell me what they would have done because I can tell you what they would have done. They would have gone, found a way to cut across the turn and light the guy up and go on their way. That's what they would have done. And I, I'm not saying that's the right move or wrong move or the smart move or anything. I'm just telling you, I've watched it happen. Anybody that gets in the way of the dominant rider of the time, you know, which is Eli and Ryan both at the moment, <laughs> they're going to move the guy out of the way. I, that's they would have done. I talked to Tim Ferry today and the great Tim Ferry. Mm-hmm. He said if someone called him out after a heat race, he would, he would screw with him. And I just feel like everyone's thin-skinned. That's not even calling out. It, it, you're, you're immature. Big fucking deal. Like, I've been called worse and haven't well, gotten course. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man. But overnight, everyone's, so, know, everyone's so fragile. <laughs> you want to know the best part of this whole thing. So I'm not even at the race. I'm in, I'm in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, on a beach, drinking some uh, adult beverages during the race, right? I'm thousands of miles away from the event. This goes down. I'm watching on my computer. This happens, and I'm like, oh, boy. Somehow this is going to be my fault from a lot of people. <laughs> and then here comes the Twitter and vital that I'm an asshat, that I'm a yes man. <laughs> asshat was my personal favorite, by the way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not even there. I, have, I haven't seen anything. I'm watching on my computer from on Mexican Wi-Fi from, you know, the, the bottom of Baja, Cal, Cal, or Mexico. Like, what do you want from me? What did I do? I haven't even tweeted I haven't even commented yet, and I'm getting Look, called it, guilty by association. It was a it was a dick move by Chad, but it was a dick move by Dunge to call him out for nothing, and for Ch- and for Dunge to be upset about Indy if he is, right, and for Chad to be upset about the start in Detroit, which I didn't think was anything bad. They're both in the wrong here, right? And, and right. like Reed's probably like, screw you if you're going to call me out for racing you hard. Like who are you? And again, JT, what'd you say on our review? There's one, or maybe Wygant said it. There's only one rider in the in the main event that you do that is stubborn enough and has enough of a you know zero F's go. yeah zero F's yeah to do something like this and it was a guy that you know is one of the legends in the sport but that's yeah well that's why I don't understand go to the fucking truck man right okay Chad's done it before sure. Chad's done it like go to the truck talk it out you're an asshole no you're an asshole but at least when you both walk okay, away sure yeah I'll you know that. I feel like the vent the okay. venting that happens will kind of cure all that. But those guys have way too much pride and way too many people around to ever do that, unless they're forced to. They're just not going to do that. It's just not. I, I agree with what you're saying, but that's just not reality. Like those guys are not going to do that. You know, you look at 
RC and Stu and, you know, especially um, Chad and, and Stu, those guys hated each other. Did they ever get together and, like, ask something out? Yeah, right. They just never, for years, right. never went on like that. In, uh, just... in, in speaking of asshats, by the way, uh, douchebag Matt Walker says, uh, funny that Jason Thomas is weighing in on this, that MFR was the king of not getting out of the way on the blue flag. Oh, really, Matt? Oh, okay. All right. What a what a D-bag comment by Matt Fuck Walker. <laughs> like, seriously, Matt Walker, you never even raced a 450 Premier class anywhere near anybody's level. So maybe you should shut up. That's such a Yeah, thing. I mean, Matt was really good. He was. He won races. I just thought, I'm like, I, I kind of read it, and I'm like, I mean, I, I'm sure I got in people's way. I know I got in Dungeon's well, way at, at Hangtown in 2012, but I don't think that was, like, my calling card. Yeah, it's not what you should be remembered by. No, fuck, fuck <laughs> him. Fuck him. Um, all right, let's get to some phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Mathis. How's it going? Good. What's going on? Hey, not much. So uh, I hear you guys talking about the Dungy and Reed thing, and um, I'm thinking, you know, um, so they got, like, you guys are talking about team tactics and stuff. Let's look at this in a vacuum. So let's switch the roles, and uh, if Tomac was in second place, Dungy's in first, they come up on a lapper, say Jason Anderson, his teammate, and Jason Anderson holds up uh holds up Tomac. What like I don't see anything different between what Reed did and he did other than the situation of why he did it. Uh I feel like it's a little different because it's it was so long. You know, there's a difference between holding someone up versus really fucking with them and chad was definitely you know on the other spectrum of that like holding someone up looking around oh shit i messed you up three corners later and then they finally get by that's that's just like you know you can be pissed but this is like a whole nother level you know two laps dude that's that's a long time yeah but if if jason anderson could hold tomac back for that long do you think he would Right now, in this same scenario, I, I don't think he would, no. I, I think he's just, most of these guys are just going to let them do their thing. Like, perfect example, at Detroit, if Marvin really wanted to screw with Eli when he whole-shotted that race and, Mar- and Eli was behind him, he could have. But no, you know, Eli made a good passer on the outside of the sand, and Marv, you know, let him. He didn't even run it in in the next turn, which he could have. I actually watched that race this morning. and. Yeah. He could have run it in hard on the, in the mechanics, going past the mechanics, and he didn't even do anything. He just let him go, and that was that. So I don't think that those guys would do that right now. And you Maybe ne- a big, but not right now. And you never know when you might, you know, change teams well, down the road and things. And if you do, are you the guy that's going to be known for screwing up a championship or, you know, well, effing the points like up? Like we said, Chad's the only guy in this main event that you that, that if you said those things about him and he's mad at you. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about guys that are not in the tail right. end of their careers, you know. Um, all right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. I, I, yeah, I, don't, no think that, you. I, I don't think that Dungey would want Marvin to do that anyway. Yeah. I don't think right. he would be like, hey, man, go screw with you. I don't think so. I think Ryan wants to win it straight up. I think he'll take any help that's given, you know, his way. But I don't think he's going to strategize and say, hey, Marv, you know, you'll clean that guy out or do anything silly. I just don't think that's the way that Ryan wants to uh, go down. Trevor, what's up, man? You got some comments? What's happening? Hey, boys, how you doing? Let's take my call. Yeah, I just kind of looking at it as, and, you know, Dungey needs to give his nuts a tug and be like, hey, three laps. You know, you kind of got to dirty him a little bit and get him out of your way. Like, kind yeah. of disappointing to see, hey, yeah, Reedy got in the play. It's kind of a dick-on-dick move, but... 
Yeah, so she I mean, ran it in a little bit and show, show me nuts, you know. Yeah, I, I agree d- with that. Yeah, I I agree. I, I agree, and I don't. I just saw nothing wrong with that heat race. Yes, Chad moved over, but yeah. Chad was not trying to take him out, as Dunn said. No way. No man. So <laughs> See, I mean, that was crazy. I disagree. I feel like Ryan played it good. I feel like in the main, I think. Ryan thought about it, like, hey, if I do and run it in and I go down or we both go down or something happens, I'm going to be in a deeper hole than I am if I just get second. So I, I think I, really, I think he played really it. I really don't think – I really honestly don't think that Chad would knock Dungey down, a lap down. I really don't. I know he, he was already out of line. He got fined. He, everyone agrees that it was the wrong move to make in the main event. He was out of line. But I, I could be wrong. But I would be shocked if he actually knocked Dungey down while he's getting lapped. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, hey thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, next up on these calls, Stephen. What's going on? What's, what's up? What's your what's on what's on your mind? Yeah. So I got a couple things I want to touch on real quick. First of all, where where did the the punishment come from? Because if you look <laughs> at the 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 rule, you know, it, it says it could be black flagged, and Dude, this just yeah. seemed like it came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, uh, it came out of nowhere, like. Okay, Barsha's on probation, and he cleans the shit out of Alex Ray. That's fucked. Nothing happens. We've been told if you put your hand on another rider, you're DQ'd. Ask Anderson about that. Uh, Tickle hits Barsha, probably rightly, but he still hits him. Tickle keeps racing. Now we have a now we have five points and five grand. JT dartboard. Yeah. I would uh, I would say that there were some very influential people, maybe the same influential people that uh, kept the chase out of this championship, uh, that weighed pretty heavily on this issue, and uh, there had to be something done. Yeah, no, Stephen, it's it's out of nowhere for sure. I don't, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. you, what's what's the chance ability you think the KTM went to the AMA? One hundred percent. Right. Yes. Yeah, I was I was trying to allude to that without. <laughs> Uh, thanks. Thanks for the call. I feel like we've had this conversation before on some level (laughs) about just throwing money out. Hey, we're going to find this guy this much and points and Uh, Randy. What's up? Yeah, I mean, the funny part. I mean, what precedent did they have? I mean, like uh, that. That was my whole, you know, my dartboard thing joke. But at the same time, it's like, what are they? You know, what what do five points and five grand do in the situation? Right. Your answer Uh, is absolutely nothing. uh, Randy, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, two things that I want to touch on, Reed, and then on uh, Mookie. Um, I've, I've calmed down just listening to everybody because um, I was too I was too on the whole FU thing. I mean, in the early days, I didn't like Chad a lot. I got to like him because he became a very personable guy. And then this one, um, you know, I, I got to say, when Dungy made his comment after that heat race, I went, that was kind of a mistake. That that was kind of crying. <laughs> I think he's got a lot of pressure on him. His season's not going the way as he wants it. He shouldn't have said that. But but there again, like you guys were saying, if you're immature, you might not want to say it. But you know, Dungey's racing for the championship, and if Chad's was in the other, if the shoe was on the other foot, if the Fox boot was on the other foot, um, what do you think would be happening right now? If he was racing. Stewart back in the day for and and some guy in 16th place held them up for two laps. And the thing is, and I'll do respect to Chad Reed, he can run. I, I disagree with you a little bit, Weege, on the fat or uh, Kiefer. Why am I Weege tonight? No, what the fuck, JT? No, no not Weege. JT. No, you, you, Mathis. <laughs> Steve uh, Mathis. Okay. I disagree. Right. I, I disagree with you a little bit that, that Reed was riding shitty laps. I, I think Reed can run his pace. 
and I think I think he's fast enough, like like uh, Keeper was saying, to, to no, really he, screw his laps up. He picked his times up. I'm saying there was. I just said Reed clanked a few rhythm sections, you know, yeah. uh, and, and that's all. Chad screwed but even, up, but a couple but times. even the laps that Chad picked up his pace, he was still a second and a half slower than what Dungey was doing before he got to him. Right. And we've all and we've all blamed Dungey in the past for being too nice of a guy, and so you got to give him a little respect there. Yeah, what I think he needs to do is this week at the at the Baker Factory, he needs to take a few lessons with Anderson on punting people, and then maybe learn, well, learn how to do it. Yeah, I mean, let's not do that. He knows how to do it. Yeah, I mean, ask Jake Wammer. He knows yeah, how to do Ryan it. Ryan Poto at Anaheim in 2014, 13. Our Stewart. could have very well ended right. Stewart's career, right? Yeah. So, um, um, what else? What else you got? But, Randy? I mean, well, with Mookie, you were, you were talking to him after the race, yep. and, um, and, and you were asking him some questions. I want to know why why we don't ask him, why aren't you in shape? Why are you worried about getting tired? You know? <laughs> a, I mean, well, you know, I guess he could turn around on me and ask me why I'm not in shape. But, uh, um, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's obvious. I mean, you're, you're, wondering, you're, you're wondering why people aren't picking you up. No, and, but, you know, Randy, I mean, that's to ask him that question, it's like he just didn't wor- do the work. Who's There's, he talking about? I'm sorry. Mookie. Yeah. Oh, he, he just didn't I, I would say, do the work. Yeah, he started from zero, which – I don't think he had any fitness going in. I mean, within reason. And he's gotten he's gotten better. Obviously, this weekend was a sure sign that he's been doing something. Uh, but yeah, it takes it takes a long time to go from zero I mean, I, I, to I mean, twenty flat, minutes he hard. Told, he, he told you after the races that he was concerned about getting tired. Yeah. I don't think I would tell that out. I don't think I'd say that out loud. You know, I mean, it, well, everyone, everyone knew that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you, yeah I, you didn't the, have to tell anybody. No, no, he, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> the for proof sure. is in the writing. Thanks, thanks, Randy. Appreciate it, man. We got to run. Thanks, thanks for taking the call. No I problem. Lines are full right now. Of course, everybody wants to talk about this. Everybody's but let me let me go th- let me go this way. So. Let's go this way. We got a blame pie. Okay. We have a blame pie. It's delicious. Okay. Bye. What percent does Chad get of this blame pie for this whole incident? And what percent does Dungey get of this whole incident? Chad, 75. Dungey, 25. Well, that's more than I thought you would go. Because I'm only, I'm viewing the blame, I'm I'm viewing the blame pie from what I see. Okay. I can't go off things I haven't seen. You know, I've watched all the races multiple times, studied the riders, haven't seen anything crazy by Dunge. Maybe Chad has. Obviously, he's there. He's racing. He feels different. But from what I see, you know, 75-25. I don't understand how you can just be 100% screw Chad Reed. I hate him. I hope I never buy another Yamaha. But there are people like that. And I don't understand how nobody can go back to that heat race with Dunge calling him out and being angry with him, and Chad knowing that, and that's all factual, and be 100% against Chad after that. Now, again, thin skin, you know, big effing deal. I right. get all that. Yeah. But I don't know how the blame pie can, blame pie can be 100% Ryan Dungey uh, with knowing all of that. So what's your blame pie? Sorry, 100% Chad Reed with knowing all of that. JT, what's your blame pie? I'm going to go, I've been bouncing between 95.5 and 90.10. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty heavy. I'm pretty heavy on blaming Chad for most of it. Yeah, uh, but I, I do think there, are, and we've discussed in that length already. But the the comments and the lack of aggression to I'm not saying I'm not even saying he had to go in and take him out. I'm no. just saying film a wheel. Dude, Chad doubled through some rhythms that Ryan was tripling through. Everybody was tripling through. 
So but show me like show me where he was even running it up the inside anywhere. No, he was rattled. He was rattled. Yeah, so that's 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 my five to ten percent. I'm not going any more than that because I do think Chad was out of line. I think Chad was in the wrong, absolutely. And uh, but yeah, I do think Ryan could have handled it better. I'm not even saying blame pie. I just say handled it better. So, but I'll go ninety. I'll go ninety. I'm ninety ten. Let me ask you this, JT Kiefer. Does most anti dunge guy here? Does uh. Chad call you and fuck with you when you say these things, or he doesn't even know this shit's happening? Like right now? Yeah, like, does he say, hey, you know, uh, or does he... He would probably be pissed if he if it got back to him. Yeah. But, I mean, I, like, other, you know, contrary to what that guy said about me being a yes man, I mean, I have to be, have to be honest. Right. You know? well, Matt, I, Matt Walker said would, that you are the MFer who gets in the way. Right. And, and I'm, I'm sure... That I have gotten in the way. I can't completely refute that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. The day that I take Matt Walker's opinion as gospel is the day that somebody just needs to go ahead and off me anyway. Um, do you think if uh, Ryan had a mission to Starcross 5 that maybe perhaps he could have gotten closer to Chad and made the pass? <laughs> Anything's possible. Michelin that, motorci- CPC, that CPC will, uh, will make it happen every time. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Please check them out. They can be purchased wherever Michelin Motorcycles tires are sold. A uh, new tire from these guys. Kiefer did some testing. The Michelin Starcross 5. You've had them on lately? Yeah, I just did a lot of stuff lately. All right. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Com- completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a more flexible sidewall, and more pliable bead. For easier mounting, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Please check them out. All right, we got some more calls. You guys want to take more calls from people? Or, do you want to take more calls, or do you want to just talk about it let's some take, more ourselves? Let's take one more. JT? Um, yeah, I, I, I hope that somebody calls me a name, because I really like that. I like the – but I hate I hate when people go to the generic stuff. Like, I, I keep coming back to ass hat, but I feel like when people really – step out of their comfort zone with their insults towards me, like, I, I feel better about those. Right. Because it actually put some thought into it, you know? You can, anybody can call me a jerk or a moron. Yeah, ass hat's lame. That's boring. Uh, I think ass hat was awesome. Well, this guy won't call. I, well, I really think about it. Who wears an, a hat on their ass? So now they have me pictured as a hat that someone is wearing on their <laughs> rear end. Okay, now that you put it that way, it's kind of funny. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Janky Mike, what's up, bud? How are you? Jank. Jank, Mike. Oh, you got jacked. Clipped. Janky Mike was there. Um, Corey. Corey, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I want to go the other way on the blame pie. Okay. I I think we should go 100% Dungy. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Just from the standpoint, no, no. All talk aside, you guys made this point earlier. Villo, Carmichael, Stewart, Barry. Bob Hanna. They're not. Yeah, sure. Barry. I don't think Barry would have sat there and rode behind Reed when he was obviously faster. And it, it's, you know, then all the controversy has gone. He should have just gone by him. But, you know, I watched the race a couple times and he was clearly following. But you, you just can't. Chad was a lapper and he held him up. So you can't 100% dunge blame by. There's just no way. But. I mean, well, Chad's well, intent, which Chad Chad intentionally did what he did. So to me, that's oh, gonna yeah. that's gonna take a lot of blame. He he did, but you know, I I don't know Chad, but I have a feeling in his brain as it was going along, he was thinking, okay, you're gonna have to pass me. 
I mean, yeah, the pace yeah, was yeah. quicker. Oh, it yeah, just, yeah. You know, it, the whole thing no. was silly to me. And I, the, the days of, of you know, taking it when you want it, and that's what Dungey's known for. I mean, he, you know, reads fine and points taken away, and that's all fine. But, you know, from a real fan standpoint, it's hard to look at Dungey and not just think, whiny little baby. Well, I'm know? absolutely, I don't know about if I'd go that far, but I'm absolutely with JT. If Dunge comes up on him and Chad is holding him up, no chance do I think Chad blows him out in the turn. Like, no way. Yeah, I don't no, think, he doesn't go that far. I just, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think but so. But what I'm saying is, I feel like I agree with you, but I'm saying, like, everybody's like, oh, why Dunge just run in on him and just, like, get up, you know, take him out? Well, that's why he didn't, because he knew Chad was probably pissed and he would hold him up, and if he tried to do that, they might take them both. You know, they both fall, and then he's then Dungey's the big loser out of this whole thing. If Dungey did try to take him out, and he hurt something on his KTM, KTMPartsExpress.com, you can go there. Use the code PulpMX to save fifteen percent off the order. If you have a KTM or Husqvarna, go to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for all your KTM needs, and punch in PulpMX to save fifteen percent. Great guys. That's pretty They're, good. Their warehouse is packed okay. full of KTM Powerwear clothing, power parts, accessories, and KTM replacement parts. And KTMs and Huskies are two separate motorcycles. Yeah, but just go ahead and order Husky parts anyways. They'll fit. You've been talking to the, the uh, Husky PR guy, haven't you? Um, all right, Corey. Thanks, man. Thanks for your call. Thanks, bud. All right. Uh, Janky Mike, you're back. Hey, sorry. My phone totally jacked up. What's up? Um, I was wondering, you guys have seen the cover of the movie The Shining? Yes. Was that not Dungy on the podium? Like, he's just smiling. Like, I'm scared. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm just terrified for what's right. going to happen. Right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. His, just his reactions when he's on the podium, like, he's just smiling at, about everything. Like, I'm, I'm terrified. Dude, I, I think he's, honestly, I think he was just rattled. The whole thing rattled him from the, the heat to the main to the way he rode after he got by Chad. I just, it harkens back to the J-Law championship chase yeah, where, he go, where he got rattled in, in his head. So, yeah. I, I was Saturday night. He got J Lod. I was so surprised to see him behind Chad, and, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like, Chad just Chad is just doubling through these rhythms two or three times, and you cannot triple in and get by him and just leave him in your dust. It's yeah, just, he, he just he, looked. He just looked really. Uh, I yeah. don't know, just crazy. But uh, anyway, you guys have a good night, and uh, Kiefer, I'm going to get on those uh, best dressed 2007. Oh, we got to go. Sorry, Mikey. Break up. <laughs> you broke up there, Mike. Mike, your, your phone broke up. Didn't hear you at all. Didn't hear you at all. That's good timing right there. Sorry about that. Um, All right, let's move on a little bit. I know this is going to be another talk of the night and everything else, but um, the truck hero question of the day, JT, to Kiefer was, is Eli Tomac going to win this championship? I said yes. Kiefer said no. Where do you stand? I'm going to say he does. Uh, I like the the venues we have coming for Eli. I mean, it doesn't seem like he needs – any particular venue to win right now. He's won five in a row. But I think with Seattle and the weather's looking suspect, uh, Dungy's historically struggled in, in Seattle. I like Eli this weekend. Uh, then we have a weekend off, and we go to Salt Lake. Uh, I've raced in the snow and rain in Salt Lake Supercross before, so that, again, bodes, I think, uh, more favorably for Eli than it does Ryan. Then we go to New York. And I, you know, Eli's won races there. I, I want to say he's won there twice, uh, but I know he's done really well there. Um, so I would say that favors him again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Vegas, you know, Ryan has been very, very successful at Vegas. I think anything goes there, but 
three out of four of those, I think uh, the nod has to go to Eli. On top of that, he's won five in a row, so I think the nod anyway would go to Eli. So unless something drastically changes here, and I think the only thing that could drastically change is Eli makes a big mistake or gets a bad start. Um, but, man, I, I don't know how I could not pick Eli, you know, and, and uh, if I had to – if I was pressed. Got a couple of calls on the line, and I got a couple of tweets about Marvin losing touch with them in the main and Marvin not being able to make the pass in the heat. Um, I mean, I just felt like Marvin had a bad practice crash. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he slid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was just, I think he was just being banged up and not having a good day. And I don't think at all that he was doing anything wrong. Marv, I don't think he was backing down and not following. He just on this weekend. Again, we talked about how Dunge rode the best he had in a month on this night. Marv had nothing for those top two guys. I'm not, I'm not sold on that hundred percent yet. Um, I, I do think the crash didn't help. I, I would agree there, but I'm going to need more. I'm going to need to watch Seattle and see if any of the same characteristics show up where Marvin looks less aggressive than normal. I do think in the heat race, he was waiting. I, I really do believe that. I don't think he was, uh, he was forcing it at all in the heat race, but there's no points or, you know, the heat race really doesn't matter. Um, so we'll see. I, I, the jury's still out for me on that one. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Marvin check up a little bit. I'm not saying that's what happened in the main event, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Yeah, I feel like Marv could have made the pass a couple times, obviously, in the heat race. And I feel like even in the main, he could have made the pass early on Dungy, but he, he kind of kicked back a little bit. But going back that far, you know, he was 10 seconds back. So I feel like if he was on on the gas last week, he would have been at least a second or two behind. If you could totally tell, like, if he was holding back, I feel like right. he just popped. I do, know? too. Yeah, I, 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 too. I would agree with that. I think once Dunge picked it up in the in the main event, I don't think Marvin could go with him. The heat race was a little bit more glaring to me, where I was like, eh, he looks like he's waiting quite a bit to me. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it'll be interesting to see going forward um, how that works and everything else. The, um, I talked about this earlier. Now, we talked about you know the fines and everything else, and and five grand and five points for for Chad for that incident. But so should Barsha's on an official warning? Should the AMA have done something for him for that Alex Wright pass? Yes, yes, but it's Alex, so they're not going to do anything. That's what's fucked. If you're on a warning, you've already been warned. You're on probation or whatever, and you do that to a guy. I feel like if the whole main event thing hadn't happened, we might, and maybe because Alex Ray is a friend of mine, or I don't know, people like if him. There hadn't, you know. If there was no warning, which I think you, you said the keywords that he was, whatever the, the terminology is, probation, warning, uh, basically don't do this again, is how, you know, how I'm going to say it. Yeah. If that wasn't the case, then I would say, eh, yeah, I mean, guys get taken out quite a bit. But in that scenario where you really can't make a mistake, I mean, that was pretty egregious you know you can't jump across lines to make contact which yeah. is what he did alex ray almost went violent physically violent yeah, on he him. checked out for like one second he's like oh shit <laughs> i can't do that right so i just feel like if that was someone uh no offense to alex of, of substance of a factory ride or something i i feel like it would have been different but if hey it's a three-digit guy what we'll is the look past that you know right. it's a semi oh fuck it uh jt before we let you go flyracing.com uh we got a call for you about some gear uh chuck what's up you want to talk about gear for real quick 
I do, since you guys, all three of you guys, are at the top of your moto fashion game these days. Wow, thank you. Um, thank you very much. Between lit kits and best dress, and now that JT's on the phone. Hey, JT, I noticed uh, guys' jerseys seem to be getting a little bit baggier again. It was just, uh, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago, everyone was like JS7 tight on their jerseys. Now everyone's starting to get a little baggy. What's the uh, style council for 2017-18? Well, to be honest with you, for us, I think it just depends on what we're putting riders in. Because if you if you see guys in our light hydrogen stuff, that's going to be pretty snug fitting. It's our athletic cut. <clears throat> right right now, though, we've been pushing our kinetic line, both the mesh and the standard kinetic, which is uh, a little bit more towards the center when it comes to cut. So I think that may be what you're seeing. If, if it's a fly rider, I think that's what you're seeing out of us is that cut isn't so specific towards, um, you know, the newer trend of being tighter fitting. So, like, uh, I know Millsaps and Josh Grant uh, have been running our mesh stuff lately. So, um, that's that's what I've noticed anyway. It's just a different cut. Yeah, it looks good. Looks looks like everyone's kind of getting back well, to um, the center a little bit. Chuck Kiefer is just running through this entry-level gear. Yeah. What do you think, Kiefer? Um, I, I I disagree with Chuck. I feel like now more than ever, uh, there's more performance, like athletic cut um, gear the riders are wearing. I feel like that's what they prefer most of the time, and I'm sure JT can attest this. Uh, riders don't always get a say of what they wear. They just, uh, you know, the team, you know, guy shows up with gear and here's what you're wearing. Sometimes riders do have a say, but um, the price point gear that I've been wearing is most of it is not athletic cut. It's like, like you said, like JT said, it's middle of the road. Um, mm. So I think the lower price you go, um, it almost feels like the, the clothes get, you know, wider and baggier in the thigh and the arms and stuff like that. Yep. Awesome. Hey, yeah. uh, awesome quick thing, thing too yeah. on your guys' mix and match stuff that you guys keep arguing about. Uh huh. I think if you got a if you got a line that has helmets and boots and gear, you got to run the whole thing top to bottom. You can't be mixing and matching well, unless it's Alpine Star right. boots and Garnet boots, but everything else. Needs okay. To be. Well, I think you're wrong, Chuck. Good job, Chuck. Yep. Thanks, uh, Chuck. <laughs> I think you're wrong, Chuck. All right, hey, thanks. Thank you. Uh, quickly, JT, before we get uh, um, before we get uh, Jake Weimer on the phone. Yep. Um. Let's talk about the 250 race. Yeah, let's do it. Jordan Smith won again. Tight, too. Jordan's won two with someone up his ass the whole time. Yeah. and Like an ass hat? Like an ass hat. Yeah. But Savachi, and you can, maybe JT can see this, Savachi is good at the beginning of races. The middle of races, he has like brain farts, and in the end, he's good. But it's that middle that he always seems to screw up and and screw himself up, so... I feel like he needs if he can clean his middle of his races up. I don't. No, think, it's small mistakes. He could easily have two wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's got a he's got a little bit of stew in him where he loses concentration in the middle. Yes. And then, for but for me, I still feel like Savachi's going to win the title. I don't think uh, Jordan's going to come through or you know Zach. Right. So. Right. JT, thoughts on the two fifty class right now? Yeah, I would echo what uh, Kiefer said. I think uh, even with Joey's mistakes. Uh, he's proven to be the most solid and I've been impressed with his recovery because he's had every opportunity to completely freak out and, and get, I know we've thrown the word rattled around quite a bit, but he could have got rattled with these mistakes and crashes and, and made it even worse, Mm -hmm. but he's found a way to rebound and sure he didn't get around Jordan, but he put pressure on him was trying to get back to the race lead. So I would have, uh, I would have picked Zacho the whole way this whole time, but, 
losing more, even more points, you know, going from uh, 10 to 12 was obviously the wrong direction. Um, I think if he could have cut that lead to single digits, leaving uh, St. Louis, mm-hmm. I think that would have voted very well for him. But I, man, I, I just, I don't know if it's going to happen now. He's well, going to have to. Uh, the he's going to have to pick up some big points somewhere. The only thing is, is Vegas could get absolutely nutty. Now, not in yep. Osborne's favor, but in anybody's favor, Vegas can be absolutely nutty. Remember, it's an East-West combined main event. Right. They scored. Let's remember who. Let's remember who won that main event last year, though, as well. I don't remember who. Joey Savacci. Yeah. Oh, I thought Hill won. No. No, Joey Savacci won. Oh, yeah, no, Hill was out. Never mind. That's dumb. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate uh, your time on the show. As always, flyracing.com. Check, please check them out. And uh, Yeah, the only uh, uh, the only thing I was going to add, I know uh, okay. I had a couple guys um, that couldn't make it this weekend for Seattle. So if anybody wants to catch some drama, uh, I'm sure there will be more. And you're more than welcome to call me an ass hat in person. Uh, but we have our VIP program. You can uh, okay. tweet me, email me, jason36 at AOL. Uh, so we'll have that running the last four rounds, too. If anybody's um, interested, just uh, let me know. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Corey Moser wants to know availability for Seattle. Uh, Corey's been a part of it. His father was a part of it. So Corey, uh, Corey has multiple ways to get a, get a hold of him. I'm sure we can sort that out. Is he allowed in the program? Is he allowed in it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, he okay. walked back with us in uh, I would, what I would call Daisy Dukes. Um, right. <laughs> that would have been uh, 2013. Maybe? Okay. Something like that. All right, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. CJT. CJT. All right, guys. All right. See ya. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the line. Much more than gear is also they they make. So uh, we thank you people for listening. And uh, NFAB. NFAB JGR check-in. They're a proud sponsor of the JGR Suzuki team and the Rocky Mountain ATVMC team with Millsaps and Baggett and Benny Bloss and Dakota Alex now. Nerf steps, replacement bumpers, light mounting solutions for your truck, Jeep, or SUV. NFAB products crafted in the USA. Delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting edge style, n-fab.com. Email us on the show if you need a discount for something, n-fab. We'll go move right into our next guest, first guest of the evening. He, he writes for JGR Suzuki, and this is the JGR Suzuki check-in, courtesy of n-fab. Jake Weimer, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, man, I'm fighting with the rear tire right now. I'm trying to change the rear, and it's not going good. You should have got a Michelin Star Cross 5 with comfort casing. I like Dunlops, but... Easier mounting. Yeah. ISD is out for Jake. He can't. He can't make it. Honestly, easier mounting is always a good feature. Yeah, I've been going at this thing for a minute. But honestly, can, what, what's the problem? I feel like you could make fourteen phone calls right now to people to come over and help you out. Skilled tradesmen, skilled mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I normally I don't like. Sometimes it's easier to do it myself, you know, and just be done okay. with it. Well, what's the problem? Are you trying to get the last beat on? Yeah, like the last, like the last little bit of the tire, and it's so tight. Okay. I can't even get a. Okay. I can't even get a tire. Go back out. So pry it back out. The whole side. The, no, yeah. just the whole. Just maybe give it another half. Half, and make sure you have the rim lock. Make sure you start at the rim lock always, and push the rim yeah, lock I, up. I did that. Okay. I did that. And then what you want to do is just take small little bites. All the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it is it lube? I did all that. Yeah, you got lube on there. Yes, I did that too. But yeah, you dude, like that? now I do. I'm telling you, this thing is so tight. I can't. Like, yeah. I'm struggling to even get it off now. Do you have air in the tube? Like barely, just a tiny. Bit. Yeah, but you got. If you don't have, an, you'll, that's a prime pinching condition right now. The way it is right now, so be careful. That's. I know. Right. I know. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I mean, just, I'm, you know, careful. just take it, go you got, back. You got up. long spoons or short spoons? They're not as long as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my problem too, buddy. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, Weimer, we just spent 45 minutes on this Chad Reed, the penalty. He got fined oh, yeah. five grand and five oh, points. Did you see that? Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. No. Okay, and then of course he was in Dungey's way. Dunge was mad after yeah. the heat race. Where do you stand on all this? I don't know. I, I, I was actually behind the whole thing in the main. I saw the whole thing because I was behind Chad, and I, I saw the whole thing. So, I was a little bit confused and was like, "Huh, I wonder what's exactly going on here." And then, yeah, I mean, I heard that. Maybe something happened on the start at Detroit. Yes. And then, you know, but I, I don't know exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I saw the whole thing. I was like, wow, yeah. If you were in Dungy's shoes, would you have gone ape shit, or would you have done what he have done and laid back a little bit? I don't know that he laid back, but it's not. I mean, even though, even though Dungy was going faster, like, you know, Chad – even even at you know whatever he was doing, like he's going fast enough. It's not like Dungey can just go, you know. Especially when there's one line down the whoops, you know. Like I don't know where he would have gone ape shit and just you know got rid of him. You know, I the way the way Chad was going fast enough that I yeah. don't know that how he would have just you know you know what I mean like yeah, just right but killed him and been like, oh, I'm done with you. We had a caller who said Dungy's never, Dungy doesn't know how to get aggressive, and we're like, ask Jake Weimer. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen it in the past. No, I know, I mean, yeah, no, you can vouch for Dungy knows he, how to, how to take, how to, you know, go aggressive. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, people are very angry at Chad Reed, and we kind of all said, like, eh, Dungy's comments on the podium after the heat race, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that heat race. Chad did move over a little bit, but, you know. Like yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think it was, you know, I wasn't on Dungy's bike, so, you know, sometimes it, it's different than what it looks like on TV or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm right or wrong, I don't know. I mean, whatever, he's he's allowed to have his own opinion, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's crazy, though, that, like, I don't know that – you should get that upset about maybe what someone says. Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah, know? that's Kiefer's thing. I, I like, yeah, right. I, that, that, I right. mean, I see both sides, whatever. If Chad was mad, I mean, I, I get it. But you're not even even at that, though, you're not really even accomplishing anything. So, But, I mean, I understand if he was mad. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it didn't, it, you know, nobody wins. So, right. I don't know. Uh, Pookie just sent me your Instagram of the tire. The problem you're having oh, is yeah. 100%. Across from that, from across from that uh, tire, you need to push down on the tire and get it to suck into that rim because that's your problem mm. right there. So go because it's too tight on the yes, top. Yes, go straight across. That's right. Go straight across and push down on that all the way around. Make sure that's sucked into the rim, and you should have an easier time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> he's so, so so fucking pumped on this tire. Hey, fucking Jake Warner, what a fucking legend. Um. <laughs> Hey, so um, 
the season so far for the JGR guys. You tested motocross for them last week, and uh, so I don't know. How, I don't know how much you got to ride Soupy or not. But what's your take on uh, on your season so far with the uh, JGR guys? Some good, some bad. Probably some you want to take back. You also injured your. your speaking of back, you injured your back at some point in there. Um, so how's it been going? Yeah. No, I mean everything's it's it's cool, and um, I'd never worked with any of those guys before, so. Um, you know, it's always cool to, to, you know, learn a team and, and get to know everybody and see how they work. And they're a great team, you know, good group of guys. And, and I've had a lot of fun. I mean, as far as my results, I mean, absolutely. I'm not pumped about that. Um, you know, there's been a couple of rides that I've had that have been decent, but yeah, other than that, it's been, you know, I mean, I don't really know what the word would be. I mean, it's been okay. It's been just okay. No, no, uh, okay. I wouldn't even say uh-huh. that. It's like it's almost it's pissing me off now. You know, like right. like, <laughs> like you got to be kidding me. So, you know, and I've even had rides where I've where I rode pretty well, but just my the result on paper just sucks. Like, but you know, you can't you can't get bad starts and um. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I'm riding just terrible, but yeah. I think if, you know, if I think I, if I could just be a little bit better on the weekend, I think it would make a pretty big difference. You know, I don't think it's it's huge, but you know, I'm not completely pissed about my riding, but just the way my races have been going and uh-huh. I've gotten crappy starts in the main and, you know, haven't really given myself opportunities to even do well. I mean, in Detroit, I had a I think I was eighth, crashed yeah. on the first lap. Yeah. So it's like every, I've had a couple times where I've blown it and whatever. So my results have been absolutely terrible. Um, but um, no, I mean it's everything's everything's good, and I've I've been enjoying the team and and yeah, I mean. Um. Keep trying, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. J Bone, I was talking to J Bone about you, and, and I was surprised. J Bone's like, you know, I know, I don't really know Jake at all. I didn't really know him, and I'm like, how do you not know Jake Weimer? Like, you literally been around since Fresno Smooth, and he's been around forever. And <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just just said hi to him, but never, you know. And I guess, he, yeah, I never yeah. had a chance to really work with you. Why would he, right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how do you like it? How do you like the team? No, it's cool. Um, they've all been cool, and you know, I didn't. <clears throat> The last month I've done, I've gone, I, I went to North Carolina three different times for uh-huh. a week at a time, but the first time I didn't ride at all because I hurt my back, like you'd mentioned earlier. So I didn't end up riding at all. Um, but I've been back twice since then and done a little bit of testing. But early on, I didn't test or any of that. Like, you uh-huh. know, initially I was yeah. just going to do four races and then you know, whether Barsha was going to be back and then it took him a couple more races and then Weston got hurt. So, um, so yeah, initially I hadn't done a lot of testing, but no, I'm, it's, it's been fun. I, I enjoy it. And, um, uh-huh. yeah, I, I got uh-huh. nothing bad to say. I've, I've had a good time. Have they said anything to you about outdoors or not? Or, I mean, they were just using you as a, as a guinea pig for testing. Um, no, we haven't talked about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know really exactly what's going on. I haven't really asked. I mean, maybe if I would be getting a little better finishes, maybe I would even ask. But at this point, it's like <laughs> I don't even ask. Like I'm like, hey, th- thanks, guys. I'll see you in a week. You know, whatever. But um, I, don't, I, w- mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just assuming. I have no idea. I'm assuming that 
uh, if Weston's ready, then he'll yep. be good to go. And if not, then maybe I'll ride until he's ready. I, okay. I'm, that's just a guess. I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to them about that. I'm just guessing. So I, I heard some stuff from Canada uh, about you going up there. What's up with that? Yeah, going back. Um, Do we know? Yeah, I have talked about it. Um, I haven't confirmed anything, but okay. I have talked about it. So I, I mean, there is there is a possibility. Okay. Um, but I don't know yet. For, I don't. I don't. I don't know yet. I right, haven't done right. anything. Okay. All right. Um, but I mean, there yeah. is there is it has been talked about. So is that talking about? Is like I have something that I, I could be signed. I just haven't signed it yet. Or. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Pretty much. N fab dot com. JGR checking. Sorry. Go ahead. I should. I don't have anything, but we've discussed what it would be, and right. um, kind of at this point, a couple details that we're sorting out. But I think, you know, if I think we can both do it, if that's what we really want to do. So I don't know. I was kind of. I should know within. I mean, I'm gonna have to make a decision here pretty quick. So. Um, we were talking. We were talking about this over a text message last week, and 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 not so much this week because, um, Kennard wasn't there, and Michael Lessie broke his collarbone. But the mm-hmm. week before, the fee- the main event is stacked, man. It's really yeah. stacked, right? Uh, do you yeah. do you notice this from your Cowie days? Let's say, do you? I mean, you know, like yeah. you said, you're not you're not riding as well as you would have liked, and all that. But do you notice like how deep this field is right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, we talk about it all the time and I know like some people get, you know, butthurt about it or whatever, have have their opinions or whatever, but I'll say this since I've raced, it's absolutely the toughest it's ever been. And, um, you know, I don't know. At one point I was talking to somebody, this was a while ago and, I don't know, of like 22 guys that were in the main at whatever point this was, there was like 18 champions. And then, and then there's got a couple guys that aren't champions, but have won races uh-huh. and, you know, and are legit guys. So it's tough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like this weekend, you know, I'm riding around and, you know, I'm riding. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not riding too bad, really. I mean, I'm not riding the pace to go win, but yeah. like, I'm riding a, like I'm riding pretty well. Right. And you look at the pit board, and it's like you're 17th, and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> huh? Like, you got to be kidding me. But then it's like, then in front of me, it's Dean Wilson, yeah. Cooper Webb, Chad Reed. Right. And it's like. Yep, I'm I'm in 17th right I mean, now. Cooper Webb is literally probably making two million dollars now. Right. He's coming back off injury, but he's he's a two-time 250 Supercross champion. He's making two million dollars plus this year. He's probably going to be a very great rider very soon, and he's yeah. he's he can't get in the top ten right now. Well, so, I mean, he's he can he did one, uh, no one two races five, two races, but I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get he'll there. Be, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, no, he'll get there, but. He should be able, in years past, jump in. Just be there. And get a yeah. fifth. Right. Get a sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I remember at some point, you know, years ago, like, you know, you could start last or, or crash or whatever, and you could still, you know, work up to, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. Fifth, sixth, or, you know, whatever. Um, and it's, I mean, 
there's a couple guys right now that can work through the pack, but literally there's a couple of them. Like, other than that, everybody else, like, you can maybe pass one, two, three guys maybe, but you're not, you know, you're not going to start 15th and get no, fourth. No, um, 702-586-7570. You got a question for JGR Suzuki's Jake Weimer on the NFAB. JGR check-in. Uh, question from uh, Down Under. Tomo, what's going on? How are you? Good, thanks. Right, yourself? We're good, man. What's up? Hey, where do you stand on where, where right. do you stand on this Chad Reed thing, Tomo? Um, oh, well, I think coming across him in the whoops is probably worse than blocking him. I mean, okay. my honest opinion, but okay. I suppose if, you know, everyone knows what the blue flag's for, you know. Oh, yeah, he, no, he did it on purpose. The role was reversed. Yeah, but I know. So yeah. maybe he should, should pay the $5,000 to Dungey. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a unique, yeah. that's a yeah, unique that's penalty, a, right? So Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, just a quick question for Jake. You know, he's worked for a lot of, uh, you know, pretty top-notch teams, but... Arguably, at the moment, he's probably working for the greatest suspension technician of all time. Oh, how does Johnny differ? How does Johnny differ to work for than than the other guys? How great is Johnny Oler right now, Jake? Is what Tomo wants to know. He's good. Um, I, to be honest with you, you know, I don't, I haven't worked with him a ton, but Johnny's really good. But the thing is, is that most of those guys in those positions are pretty good. You know, yeah. that's why they're that's working one. for, you know, the factory or the, you know, the best right. team Supercross because they, they're the, the best at the business and that's why they're there. So I've worked with, you know, a handful of good suspension guys and, and Johnny's one of them. All right, there you go, Tom. Uh, Here's your question. He talks Talks pretty good about you. Hey, um, also, if you go to Canada, will you take some JGR suspension with you? Huh. Uh, no, he, he, he won't I be riding a Suzuki. Know. He won't be riding a Suzuki, Tomo, if he goes, because there is no real Suzuki team. So, yeah. So that won't work. The, the, the shower suspension is not only on Suzuki, though. Okay. All right, Tomo. Thank you. Yeah, he's going to take Johnny Oler's suspension. All right, just calm down. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of JGR Barsha, and I don't know how, or Barsha Weimer, I don't know how much you want to get into this, but speaking of Barsha, um, after he takes out Alex Ray or any of the other guys that he cuts across and tries to take out the front <laughs> wheel, um, does he come back and I imagine him to be like a crack addict that's trying to recover. Wow! But you still you can't get away from it. You got to be yourself. Um, you got to be you. You know. I actually, I didn't even know that that happened until t- today, I think, oh. someone told me. And I didn't even know that that had happened. And so I didn't see any reaction or anything like that. I, I didn't know. So, uh, I mean. I just want to know if he comes back and goes, damn it. Like, he just goes, damn it. I did it again. I couldn't help it. Like a bear going for a, a honey pot. You know, I have not heard that. Okay. How about a pick in your basket? Right. Maybe the the bear going like the bear can't help himself. He's got to be a bear, right? Uh, so, yeah, uh, I haven't heard that. Okay. All right. You probably have. You've been doing this for a long time, obviously, and I know you're having a good time because obviously you're not having a good time. You wouldn't be doing it, but when you show up to a you know a venue, a race, and you go walk the track, do you still get super excited to ride the track and race, or is it just more like, hey, I got to be here to do my job? And still have some fun, but is it is it the same level of excitement, you know, since you started? Um, 
I don't. I that's a tough question to answer because I feel like when you show up on Saturdays, like because you know that's kind of the day where where it really matters. It's kind of a little bit hard to feel excited or you know to feel that until it's over and then you're like oh yeah that was sick or i really like that track or whatever but i think before it all even goes down like i think in your head you're just you know you're you're making a plan and you're you know thinking about the track or whatever like i don't i don't i don't ever remember feeling like oh yeah this is exciting whatever like i i mean i've been in go to the track like I'm going to go there and I'm going to throw down today, you know, like I'm going to get, get some shit done, but I don't, I don't ever remember feel, you know, all about like, Oh yay, Like it's Saturday. We're going to, you know, it's more of like a, like, all right, it's game day. It's time right. to go. But I mean, I will feel that way, you know, during the week sometimes, you know, if like I show up at a track and the track looks sick, I'm like, Oh hell yeah, this would be cool. You know? But I don't. Right. It's a different feeling on Saturday for sure. How pissed are you about the Pulp Mech sticker arrangement we've worked out, and you have to keep running it? I'm, for a, I'm not. I'm not. I'm pissed that you keep making it an issue. I'm not. It's an issue. I just. Like, I'm super pumped about my negotiating skills. They're paying off so good. You know. I mean, I'm happy for you. I mean, I got some cash out of it, so I'm happy too. Everyone's happy. It's a good deal. Are you still meeting Pulp fans and autograph lines? Um. Oh no, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. You're still team Papa Max. Can we talk about the negotiation? A little at all? bit. Or is that private? A little bit mellowed down this year from last, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I'll ratchet it back up. No problem. If you want. All right. Okay. Um, right. I'm surprised the Bell guy hasn't just ripped off all the stickers and put flex all over top of them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Really, here we go. Again. Really surprised about that. All right. Question for Jake Weimer from Trevor. What's up, Trevor? How are you? What's your question for uh, Jumping Jake Weimer? Hey, hey guys, um, Jake, I was wondering, uh, I see you're running like uh, 14th in points, and you're only a few points behind Cooper Webb, and I'm going to be rooting for you this weekend to get in front of him and take that 13th spot. I think you can do it, man. You can be beating Webb after Seattle. What do you think, Weimer? How often are you looking at these points and just being like... (laughs) I honestly, I, I, like, I don't... I've looked a couple times through the season because honestly, it just pisses me off. Like I, I see it. Like you've, you've actually got to be shitting me. Like, like you know. It, so I don't. I, I don't even look. Like sometimes I don't. I don't. Someone will say, "Hey, how'd you do?" I don't know, man. I did pretty shitty. Like I don't look because it just. I know I'm gonna be pissed. One time, uh, Trevor, uh, him and Andrew Short were were fini- They were. Tie or something going into the outdoor national finale for fifth in the points. I think it was Jake. This was K- this was Cowie days for you and, she, mm-hmm. and Shorty was on a KTM and I went up to both of them. They were waiting in staging and I went up to both of them and said, "Boys, no, he was on a Honda." I think. Okay, I said, "Boys, <laughs> the battle for fifth overall starts today." Right. Like you're two points up. Whoever was you guys, whatever yeah. happens today is is you know you always want to get fifth. Top five in series is cool. And honestly, Trevor, Shorty, and Jake could not give two shits. They did not care. Yeah, and I, and I believe them. I'm sure them. he doesn't give any. They, yeah, they did. I'm sure he doesn't care about it, but I was just hoping he'd want to beat Webb, even if it's for uh, Dude, I don't, you know, leading, yeah, I don't think, leading points over Webb for one week. I couldn't get him, I couldn't get him excited <laughs> I mean, for fifth. I couldn't get him excited for fifth overall. He didn't care. Neither did Shorty. 
They were like, whatever. Well, oh. it's kind of it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same scenario, really. Like, because 13th in points or fifth in points pays yeah. me the same amount of money. So it it's right. not you know, and, and that's not something I'm gonna remember. You know, 20 years down the road, like, oh yeah, that one year I got yeah, 13th but, in points. No. You know, but it's yeah, so it's, but it's more it's just good for negotiating with pulps. It's just yeah, it's more just about every race, like you know, just all right. I'd 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 sure like to do something this weekend. <laughs> so thanks, what, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. Well, I hope thanks. you got some. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. What is the position you'd be happy with? Like you show up Seattle, boom, Jake gets a whatever, a, a fifth, a sixth. Are you stoked? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what. I mean, I always every weekend I show up and like my goal, like. I want to be top 10. Like, you know, that's, that's the goal at the moment. And I've, and it's, it's seeming to be difficult. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, fab JGR checking with Jake. Well, we got another call for you, Jake here. Uh, Shaq. What's up, Shaq? How are you? What's going on? Uh, I just pretty much, I've been a Jake Weimer fan for a long time. He's actually like one of the only riders that I've ever seen, like at a track and I actually get starstruck. And I'm like, oh, I don't really? want to go up to this guy. Yeah, really? dude, I swear to God. Where have you seen him ride? Okay. Where have you seen him ride? Uh, Milestone. I was actually, me and uh, McElrath back in the day, like trained at MTF for like two weeks together. And I was like catching up with him and I saw Jake and I wanted to say what's up and Dude. Dude, like, I just couldn't even do it. I just walked right past him. I made eye contact. He even looked at me, and I was just like, nope. Dude, Weimer is, <laughs> no, one, of, nope. Weimer is one of the nicest, and I'm not just saying this because he's on the line. I tell Weimer's one of the nicest riders that you could, like, talk to. Like, he's just normal. All right, well, maybe just, I'll go up to him at MetLife and say yes, what's up Yes, just to say, him. hey, man. Come, what's, you come, know. Say what's up at, come say what's up at MetLife. All right, I will. But uh, pretty yeah, much what I wanted to say is Shaq, like you just had some like, yeah yeah just say this, just start. say this is Shaq. What's up from the Pulp <laughs> Show? So all right, all right, but, go um, man, thanks. Well, uh, pretty much I just have one thing I wanted to like touch on real quick. Yep. Um, you've had like some really good starts in the heat races this year, and it seems like you you've had the speed to like go up there and battle. Um, what do you think you have to like train? with like to actually like stay up there and like get those starts in the main event that way we could get you back in the top five yeah i mean i mean for sure you know speed wise i i would need to i need to improve a little bit like you know there you know i i think realistically right now i could you know a top i've i've done a top 10 already but I think speed-wise, yeah, I'm capable uh, of that. But or which one did you get seventh at? Dallas. Um, but, you know, top five, those guys are going, you know, a little bit quicker than I am. So, for that, I mean, it's just it's just speed, really. And then, I mean, yeah. starts in the main. Some of the races, it's just tough. You know, if it's a long start straight, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't qualify – out of the heat, you go to the semi, if you, you know, you got to at least, you know, do good in the semi first, second, you know, maybe third, or else you're, you're lining up far outside. And some of the start straights are just so short that you, I mean, it'd be nothing short of a miracle to really, you know, be able to do something to get a good start because yeah. they're just so short and, 
every good guy's inside of you. So, well, um, you know, you got to qualify better and, and just be a little quicker. Get some exposure for JGR by just not moving over if you get the blue flag. Just do, just get some exposure that way. That's good exposure. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Uh, right. Thanks, thanks, Shaq. Go say hi to him in, in, in MetLife, man. Uh, all right, thanks, yep. man. You Thank guys you. have a good night. Thanks, you too. Hey, yeah, uh, Jake. Something that's that's new to our show is uh, is get data, uh, read web, yep. use these, as well as the JGR guys, uh, yourself included. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new get ACU generation, the RX one processor. It's extremely precise and works totally different compared to your OEM system. Uh, Kiefer, you've used get as well. The launch control system developed by the get engineers, uh, along with the top teams around the world. It seems like most of the teams in Europe use it. Um, how you like it? How do you use it? Do you, does it, do you notice it at the start? And uh, I know sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use, um, I use. I didn't ride a wave just because I didn't have a lot of time with it. But now, after having some time with the bike and stuff, I I use the launch control for the start. And um, I definitely think you know, um, it's a benefit. You know, once you get used to it and yeah. figure it out, I definitely think, especially on a four fifty, you know, because they're so fast that. Right. It definitely, you know, helps on the start, and it it is weird, right? It's weird, right? At first, it's weird at first, right? It's so different. It's so. I I mean, I wouldn't say it's weird, but you just need to spend time with it to to get comfortable with it. It's not weird. It's just you gotta you gotta you know. Yeah, learn it. You know? Right. Well, so, that's, that's what I meant. It's a different feeling until you yeah. actually learn. You can hey, twist the throttle, and the four fifty is going to just loop out on yeah. you. Yeah, it's not going to loop out yeah. on you because yeah. it's got the get data. Yep. Destroy the yep. start. Get. Yep. Right. Uh, right. So hey, if you don't do outdoors, can you come up up, up here and and and, uh, and co-host the show and try to defend your pulpy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, that'd be fun. I'm, you know. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Um, all right, buddy. Well, that. hey, thank you for your time. Good luck at the races. Get that tire changed. Get the tire changed. I'm telling you, push the yeah, other. Yeah, I'm gonna push, push the other side in. Again, real quick. Yeah, push the other all side right. in all the way around, and you'll get it. Um, when does Tyler Evans come on? I'm, I feel like I need to listen to that. Eight thirty, one punch coming good. on. Okay. All right. Was he, I don't know what he up. wants. To, he hit me up out of the blue, saying, "Hey, can I come on? I got stuff to talk about." And I'm like, "Really." I figured I wouldn't ask him. It would be a surprise on the yeah. show. Like I don't know what he's doing. What's going on with him? Huh. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'll tune in. Do you think he's going to try to, like... What if he's pissed at you? Yeah, what if he's pissed? What if he wants to come over and fight me? <laughs> Maybe get Who would... security. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Very scary. He'd be a good fighter. Uh, all right, Jake. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. See you, and, Jake. Uh, and we'll talk soon. All right, fellas. All right. Yep, I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Jake Weimer, everybody, the JGR Suzuki team, n-fab.com. Uh, JGR check-in with Jake Weimer. Always a good interview. He's always real. Yes. He He's almost too real because yeah, he I doesn't like have that chip or that ego. People he, think he's quiet, but I like it when you ask him a question. He he stops for a minute and thinks about it and then has a calculated answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. Uh, Chris Kiefer in studio here. And uh, going to Road to Loretta's coming up. Road to Loretta's. Road to Sacramento. When is that? June. First week of June. Okay. And so Parabinos has... Parabinos won. Yep. I texted him and said, congratulations. That's cool. He won 30 sportsmen, and he did good in the 25, so that's cool. And okay. Lars and him went back and forth. <laughs> Lars won the first moto, and then Parabinos won the second moto. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because those two already have a rivalry. Yeah. So, so. in the 30 sportsmen, that's going to be good. I may have to go to Loretta's. There you go. Let's wrench. Check the wrench. Out. Ah, that seems like a lot of work. It is. It seems like I a lot of work. I don't blame you. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, Gear Alloy folks have been on us for a while, and uh, now at SoCalSuperTrucks.com, if you punch in Pulp MX-17, you can save with the Gear Alloy wheel set. So people have been asking us, hey, how do I get Gear Alloy? How do I get a discount like they're so used to on so many things? GearAlloy.com. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, uh, or anything else, there's a we- gear alloy wheel style to choose from you. And, of course, the Rocky Mountain uh, KTM guys, they, they're sponsored by Gear Alloy with Millsaps and Bloss and, uh, and, uh, and everything else. Um, hold on. Hold on that for a oh. second. Um, GearAlloy.com. Uh, like I said, uh, NFAB, Pro, Yamaha, GNCC team. So this is the Gear Alloy cold call. But instead of me calling, we've already springing this a little bit on you, Kiefer. Oh, what? Yeah, we're springing this on you. Oh, shit. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. It's not ringing. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. It's Travis Preston. Oh, What's up, TP? How are you? Hello. Hello, Steve. Chris, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. He's a past 125 (laughs) Supercross champion. Um... This is serious business, though, isn't it, Travis? <coughs> it is. It is a happy time, but yet also a sad time. It is. It is. <laughs> and uh, and let's just let's just get it started here. So um, yeah. Uh, Kiefer. Yeah. We've got a lot of listeners that love you. Great. We're trying to do a good thing here. I'm going to say some things. You're going to say some things, and then we're done. That's it. It's a lot of people that care about you, and they want to fight for you, and they love you so much. Okay? Okay. Including the man on the line. Right. You've been running the production number ones on your KTM 450. (laughs) And we know that you've been saying you're too lazy to take them off. Yeah. To come with the bike. Yeah. And to us, the people that love you. Right. It's a pile of denials. Okay. You've won some races in the high des with the number one, and we felt like you're starting to think that maybe you're Ryan Dungey. (laughs) That maybe you're the number one dirt bike racer in the world. (laughs) We're here to help you. The first step is admitting you're not Ryan Dungey. You're not the number one dirt bike racer in the world. Okay? Mm-hmm. So here's what we've done for well, you. We, oh, go ahead. We still love you. We do. I, I, I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're doing this all out of love. Is this an intervention? Is this what this is? This is an intervention. Exactly. What we've done exactly. for you is Roost MX has mocked up KTM <laughs> race replica number plates for you. Number 120. Oh, your wow. number. Looks really nice. RoostMX.net. You just have to join the fight and say the word. We'll get those to you. We all feel like we're losing you, Kiefer, and and need to speak up. We're going to fight for you, and we invite you to join the fight. Travis, you have some things also that you'd like to say? Yeah, you know, I I, I just, I'm, I'm sure you could tell that I've I've been distant lately. You have. Uh Uh-huh. You know, because I felt like this has been a, a issue that has been coming to the surface. Okay. And... You know, I did not know how to handle it, you know, and I was, I didn't know if I should go to Heather or your parent, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do. Right. And fortunately, right at this time of indecision, Mathis calls me. Yeah. Oh, that, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about him. The yeah, clouds yeah, lifted. And, 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 you know, yeah. 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 I, I, I feel like I was the only one worried about this. Okay. But obviously this is a problem and an right issue that everyone else has seen except you. And yeah. usually... That's what happens when a person has a issue, a, yep. a addiction, yep. or yep. you know. So <laughs> oh, we're shit. here to help. We're, you need to take the number ones off your bike. Off your I KTM. do. You're not. You're not Ryan yeah. Dungey. But do people not, really think that 
they think that I yes. think that I'm, yep. I'm darn dungy? Yes, yeah. Chris, yep. Y- you wear dungy gear every time you ride. <laughs> Dude. What? Why? What happened to the fly gear? Okay. I mean, come come join the fight. Here is We're here to fight for you. We're here to fight for you. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you guys, okay? Oh, do we have a breakthrough here? No. Here's here's the thing. You said you want me to admit blah, blah, blah. Yes. The factory edition comes with the number one. Can I order backgrounds myself? Sure. Probably could have. But why bother Roost when MX that, will when give that you number this. is already on there? We will donate these to you, and we need you to get those number ones off. And there is something fun about dressing up as a top rider and trying to emulate his technique, Travis. Yeah, it's so much more, Chris. Like, it's so much more, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's... Because when, when, when I show up at your house for dinner, yes, the whole family is dressed in KTM branded logo merchandise. I mean, it was like, I, I thought I was at KTM. You were just looking for Moen around the corner, I'm sure. Moen was in the next yeah, room. Yeah, I was just there to eat dinner. Right. And... And then you show up at the track with dungy replica gear all the time. Yeah. And then people ask for autograph. I'm surprised you didn't sign Ryan Dungy on the, <laughs> it's, on the kid's shirt. We'll get you number plates. Okay. We'll get you number plates done. 120. I'm, I'm 120s back. Let's, let's put it on there. I'm in. So you admit that you've got a problem. I don't have a problem. Okay. Oh. But M- marks. That's, I will that's do it. Straight up I denial. will do it for my family and friends. No. Hey, no. If, we got to. You got to join the fight. Like, if you don't like 120, like if it's a number issue, run 420. That's a popular <laughs> high desert number. <laughs> run, run 69. Oh my god. Run number yeah, 69. Run 60, I, I, I'm sure Rusa Mex can change the graphics again. And absolutely, you know, we're here for you. Yeah, we. Yeah, just. I would rather run no number numbers than 420. Okay. We're. We're. And here's the thing. We're fighting for you. We want you to join. You're the not fight. the only one that's concerned about this. Okay. Uh, my wife is a blue lover. She is, we are, we're a house divided. I feel like I wear some brigade gear and she just, every time I put it on, she snarls at me. She smirks and you can't do that, dude. I feel like I'm, I'm under the gun a lot and I, I'm feeling a lot of pressure yeah, you for like my that? friends and family and you know, for we're, you guys, I will no, 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 no. make the switch to back to the old three digit number. So no. you're, you're going to join the fight. I'm going to join it. I'll be in. I think we've done something here today. Oh, thank God. Thank you. You know what? It feels good to, to rescue people, Travis Preston. It feels good to save a life. It feels good. Yeah, well, you know, it's, you know I, I think the journey has just started. Yeah. I feel like yep. we, yep. we need to stay, stay on him yeah. and monitor him yep. and yep. check in with him. You know, we, we can't just leave him high and dry now, Steve. You know, we have Will to you accept the help from Roost MX? For these graphics, it's, it's tough. Did we but, put them on Instagram? Did we? Just but I am we, gonna, I'm gonna accept the help because you guys reached out and you guys are very honest. And I love Travis. We put Kiefer, uh, your name underneath. Your name's there, Kiefer, one twenty. It's is. Can you any way you could take the two and zero like on one side and take it off? No, no. See, you're having a relapse. <sighs> Yeah, and you have to change everything. Don't just you have to change the gear. Let's just get back to normal. What is normal? No more like you know you you wear fly one weekend, then you wear fox another weekend, and then you're wearing something else the next weekend. Okay. We want you back. We want the old keeper back. I'm gonna try hard for you guys. I mean, I just because you're winning area qualifiers 
with number one on your bike oh in the high desert? Like, doesn't mean you're Ryan Dungey. You're wearing his gear and everything. What about all the other brothers out there that wear that number in honor of Dungey? I don't think anybody does. I've seen so many. I've, I've texted you the damn... No, I- I think it's okay if they do. I feel like the problem with you, Chris, was it was really getting to your head and your personality change. It was affecting your marriage. Uh-huh. It was affecting your own son. Yep. Oh, I don't your want own that. son. I don't so want that happening. I felt like it's becoming an issue. So, All right. You just couldn't handle it. Like, other people can handle it. Normal people can handle it. You no. couldn't. It's <laughs> You're going down a dark road, my friend. I don't want to go down that road. We see you going down a dark road. We see you making wrong choices. Turn around and go towards the light. Buddy. Yeah, go well, towards the light. Well, thank now, you for your guidance. Now, Preston would like you to get on a blue light. Go towards the blue light. Right. I'm okay with staying with the orange light. Just take the number ones off. Well. <laughs> just, you know, just for the record. Break, breaking news is I'm not only riding just one bike at Loretta's. There's going to be two bikes ridden at Loretta's. And I'll leave it at that. Ooh. Oh. Not just the You're brigade. Not tell us. What 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 brand? Not yet. Or? We're gonna get. Oh. We're gonna when, when draws near. We'll, I'll break it out. Will there be number one on either bike? If I win a championship, do I get to wear number one? Yes, at the ranch. No, when at, I get home. No. Why? No. Back at the ranch, you can wear the number one why the next year. Why couldn't I remain number one for the whole year? No, doesn't work like That's that. That's like an alcoholic going back into the bar. I'm just gonna hang out, have a water. Yeah. You know, no, it's not going to happen that way. You can't do it. You can't do you it, can't bro. Do it. No. Did Travis ever have number one on his bike? I he probably ne- never. Maybe race yes, Vegas. That was it, right, no. Travis? You, you, next you, year. No, you, you know what? I, I did. I, I, I oh, ran you, number one the next year. Yeah, you in, did. That's right. In 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 Supercross, but I guess I won the championship, so I did have the right i guess too <laughs> yeah but but it, you know it didn't change my personal life it didn't change me as a person no you know so, so that's a little bit different from you and like maybe. what about aiden like what about poor poor aiden like just seeing his dad go down that road he's, he's, of road I, to i've room. seen it i've seen a change in him he's kind of shakes his head when we load up the stuff yeah the van. yeah absolutely <laughs> but I've i've ignored it for too long i think it's been on there long enough. I agree. I think it's time to remove it. I'm going to say right, some things. Next time I see you, say you things. better have those graphics on there. Yes, sir. Thank you. Roostmx.net. Stepping up. And saving a life, Marks. Thank you, Roost. really saving a life. Thank you, Frey. That is actually saving a life. Song. All right. <sighs> thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, Travis Preston, for that. I know he wouldn't just listen to me. I know he needed someone like you, a Supercross champion. And a very good friend of his. Is this why you didn't come to Sunday dinner? When? Sunday. The Sunday? <laughs> yeah, that's Sunday. No, you, you didn't call me. I was there last Sunday. Oh, well. But you're, you're probably wrapped up, you know, polishing your front number plate. So <laughs> you forgot to call me. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank you, gentlemen, very much. You're welcome. This we made inter- it from our For heart. this intervention we, we made that it from I needed heart. in we my really life. Um, TP, before we let you go, of course, thank you for this. It's, we got it through the dark time, and I think we're... We're, we're looking on up. I think the sun is going to come up tomorrow. So yeah, you know, he's Chris has always been there for for me as a friend. So I feel like, you know, I care about him and love him. So I just yeah. want to do the same for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. You. It's it's great. It's great to have Roost MX. Nice to have these close friends. Thank Cycle you. Trader uses Roost MX. Pulp Nation saves you twenty percent. Pulp MX T-shirts, stickers, graphic kits. RoostMX.net. They'll make you custom number plates too when you have that problem.
They'll do it easy. 48-hour turnaround. Uh, Travis Preston, we spent 45 minutes talking about the Chad Reed lap gate. He's been fined $5,000, taken five points away. Um, what's your wow, thoughts okay. on all that? Um, my thoughts are, yeah, I, I watched it. And the track did look hard to pass on. But, oh, my you God. Know, hold on. Hold, but I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just laying it out there, you know. But, you know, I don't care what the rules say. I feel like as a racer, there, there's a kind of courtesy, unspoken rule. If your ass is getting lapped, and I'm not saying you're getting lapped by fourth or fifth place. If you're getting lapped by the leader guys, you just kind of work your way over nicely and let the guys go about their business. Let me ask you this. But he was angry at that. Let me ask you this, TP. See, I don't. I see. I I don't get into the motives of of the reasons why he did it. Uh-huh. I just know. I just saw. I'm just watching TV, and he just had some opportunities where he could have worked his way over a little bit. You, the words that are That's spoken it. out of Ryan's mouth on the podium about being immature or it wasn't mature would that have fired you up enough to do what Reed did to Dungey in the main event? As you as a writer. Me as a writer? Yes. No, I mean, me, no, but, you know, I'm different, so. So it takes you more to get riled up than just words. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you have it. He's on the brigade side right now. He just said brigade right now. Oh, jeez, there we go. (laughs) No, I I didn't say anything, but, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, for me, if you ask what I would do, yeah, I probably would have got over. But like I said, that track was tough, and you know, so what? He would have gotten over in a, a lap and a half. I mean, when 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 was the line drawn? Did they say okay, this was too much after two laps of following? Or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, dartboard of um of punishments. Uh, question for you, Kiefer, on the phone here, James. What's up, James? How are you, man? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. I was just uh, wondering if uh, Kiefer could maybe talk me off a ledge here. Okay, or, or, or Travis Preston can also help. He's he's good at this. So, <laughs> I went and uh, purchased a 2016 Husky T300 for uh, racing in the woods up here in Manitoba, mm-hmm. and uh, I hate it. Like I hate the forks. I hate yeah. the everything. <laughs> like I just can't feel anything with the front tire. I don't trust it in corners. It just does such terrible things when I'm riding it. That I <laughs> such terrible it. things. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Yeah, you need to, you need to uh, first of all, fix your fork. Um, that fork on that bike's pretty bad. Um, so first things first, if, you, if, you, if you're that adamant about it and you kind of want to save face for somewhat, need to maybe drop in. Uh, there's all kinds of kits out. There's a KYB kit you can drop in for those forks. Um, you can go to you know a cone valve WP fork. But I feel like most of your problems lies in your suspension. And once you yeah, kind of bandaid those, it, it fixes the chassis and and the engine feel totally. So um, depending how much money you have is where, which way you well, should go with suspension. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm a Manitoban, so I'm cheaper than cheap. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, Manitobans, um, that's where I'm from, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they like a discount. So, they like a deal. But look, exactly. man, you, use Race Tech. That's 10% that's off, 15% saying. off. Um, that's what I'm phoning for. I'm really interested in what Race Tech does with their open bath stuff, our local moto shop 
does race tech and stuff like that. I was just wondering if Kiefer ever rode that setup. Yeah, so I've rode, is, I've ridden open bath forks, and they're <laughs> ten times better than what you're riding right now. Okay. So that like, should be somewhat of a direction for you if you don't want to spend, you know, James seems four really, grand. really depressed about his motorcycle. Well, right I now. didn't. I didn't even race last year. Like I was, I raced a lot. Like here. been racing every year that the Manitoba, like we had a race series here, and then bought this bike because every guy over forty has a three hundred two stroke, and I got off an 08 CRF four fifty with the best bike. Like, the best bike in the free world right and and i got on this thing thinking that well this is the best wood bike in the free world and i honestly i think i had a nervous breakdown in the bush one day well, here's here's the deal preston besides yeah. telling him to buy a yamaha do you have any advice well okay i would buy a yamaha and then if he wants a 300 he can just put a kit on it yeah <laughs> two things Problem here solved. the motor is amazing the, the, the motor is nice never like, stop preston it, never quit being you <laughs> it's just I can't. I don't trust it. I don't feel safe on it. I, it, right. I'm going half as fast. All my friends are riding away from me, and there's tears running down. You're not alone out there. Okay, we should have an intervention for you <laughs> because uh, honestly, the uh, one guy had it's that fork. So any I have guys come up to me and say, "Hey, I, I can't deal with this. I'm selling my bike. I'm not having fun anymore." It's the fork. That fork is just atrocious. Fix that thing. You'll be much happier. Sure, but, like, am I crazy? Like, I can't feel, like, little roots and stuff like that. Yeah. I can't feel, I don't even feel them. Little rocks, like, I, I have a cottage in Ontario, at the, at, and I can ride down the craziest rocky thing, and I don't feel them. Right. And to me, that doesn't inspire confidence, because I really don't know what that front tire is doing. I'm getting zero feedback to the bars, yet Ugh. if I go a little faster, it just blows through the smoke and... Yeah, and uh, James, racetech.com, use the code, get yep. the discount, call him up, tell him Kiefer sent you, and uh, you can save some cash. Yeah, you'll be much happier. You'll get, get, much, get, much happier. Ten times. Kiefer said ten times yeah. better. So, Open well, bath fork. I Even need, their old style forks were times. way better. So, um, any, uh, well, that's, that's, It's kind of like going back in time, really, yes. you know? Yeah. But if it's still going to be better, than us. Is there any racetracks around that were around when I raced there? Do you, do you, do you oh, any? yeah, all of them. Grunthal. Oh, I wrote Grunthal. Yeah. Isn't Grunthal oh, yeah. back on the program? I raced the your program? brother, Mathis. It's you did? Moto MX, yeah. Love it. Uh, did, was he on Great the vintage? Time. Was he on the pile of crap vintage bikes, or was he on? Well, no. I raced him in the bush on his KX. Uh, lots of things. Yeah, on his 81, yeah. Oh, God, that lots 81. I got so in many fact, f- um, from show 180, I'm James the Electrician. There you uh, go. James the Electrician. Fix your forks, James. Oh, nice. Your mom invited me to your house in... I don't doubt it. Back, back <laughs> show, show, show 180. I should go back and listen. Debbie, Debbie yeah. said I should come by one day. Oh, Jesus, Debbie. <laughs> just, don't, just don't take none of my you stuff. Had the, you had the same reaction then. Right. Uh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> thanks for calling. Race Tech yeah, can hook you up, according to the great Chris Kiefer. Thank hey, you, man. Thanks a lot. Guys. Before Travis goes, can we ask him something? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. He's When's on he on. plan on riding dirt bikes again? Well, I, I, I want to make sure that we get you on the straight and narrow first. Okay. And because I kind of got embarrassed going on the track with you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So once I know that those numbers, you know, send me a text message with the new numbers on the bike or okay. maybe just ride a YZ. Uh huh. And then we can start going on the track together again. Um, All right. We got a couple of breaking news since Fair we enough. started. One is that Weimer can't get a spoon into the tire to get it back off and someone is coming to help him change that tire. Okay. And two. 
Heather Kiefer says she's going to take the number ones off when what? she gets home. Oh, she's already on it. She's taking them right. off. I, honestly, I she's wouldn't gonna be surprised. She's going to rip them off. She will, too. She'll be out in that freaking garage with a blow dryer trying to get it's this It's best shit. just to tear off a scab like that, huh, Preston? Just don't even bother. Yeah. 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 Kiefer can't be It's kind of like dumping all my booze in the toilet, just dumping it all yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Cold turkey. Um, God, it's rough. Thanks, TP. Thank you for joining the fight tonight. I think it worked. worked well. <sighs> Well, thank you for calling me, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm, I had to I'm reach sorry out. I embarrassed all you guys that much. I had to reach out to someone that cares about him as much as I do, and it, you were the first guy I thought of. So, Well, yeah, I mean, Chris is a close friend, so I'll always be there for him. Yeah, it's thank, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. All right. Thanks, guys. Right, Bye-bye, Travis. You. Travis Preston, everybody. That's fucked up. Gear Alley, cold call. Gear Alley built to accommodate the most demanding conditions on and off-road. If you're at a supercross race, go by the Rocky Mountain Rig. Check out the display, gearalloy.com. Pulpamex17 is the code at socalsupertrucks.com to save. Thanks to the folks at roostmx.net. We put it on Instagram already <sighs> that you've been saved. Thank and you. And thanks to the roostmx.net guys for those, for those backgrounds. back. Where, one, I, where I belong. <laughs> Kiefer120 is back. <sighs> we saved a life. I should have changed my Instagram name as to James, Kiefer1. As James Fry said, <laughs> Preston was embarrassed. I didn't know it went that far with Travis. <laughs> He did. He, he never did. seemed too bothered no, by it at no, Sunday dinner. Well, it it was bugging him. It was bugging me, and it was bugging everybody. So thank you. We had to get something done. Thank you, AJ. What's happening, man? How are you? Me? Yeah, you, AJ. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so I just had a cool question. Um, sure. So this mo- this morning, I'm going through ESPN. I'm going through through the news and stuff. Um, how come? Supercross or Motocross is never, ever featured on ESPN, but WrestleMania, that's not even a sport, is. Dude. You have to go to the ESPN 8, the Ocho. First of all, it's scary that ESPN is covering wrestling like it's a fucking sport. They really are on their website, everything else. They're covering it like a sport. I cannot believe the world we are living in. It's disgusting. It's like Motocross doesn't (laughs) even have a thing on. uh, Dude. What's it called? Bleacher Report? Yeah. It's really sad. It's it's unbelievably sad. When we have listen, I've always said we're a cheese ball sport. We're gonna remain a cheese ball sport. We're not gonna grow. NASCAR's not gonna help us and all that. We are what we are, mm-hmm. and I love it. But having said that, we can't get like a coverage on ESPN.com. We can't get a race report, you know, going on. They've been on sports. I, I mean, before. like the only thing Crashes. that's ever been on yeah. there is like the James Stewart E sixty and I think uh Ryan Denji was on the ESPN Body Magazine or something like that. Yeah, and we've had uh, we've been on uh, like um, crash highlights, you know, things like that. I I don't know, man. I I mean, I'm not saying we need to. We're never going to blow up like NASCAR and all that. We're just never going to happen. But I, it, it is amazing that there's not some coverage something. from ESPN yeah. of, of a race report. There what there used to be here and there once in a while a race report like from Feld, the the generic press release one, but. Yeah, man, it's it's amazing to me. I it's just it's we're that small. We're yeah, it was just, just a thought because I thought it was kind of ridiculous how yeah. a fake sport, no offense to Wagant or anything, but right, yeah, no, makes no sense. I'm with you, bro. It's brutal. So thanks though. Thanks for the call, AJ. No, no problem. You guys have a good one. All right, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Hallelujah! Why you gotta you gotta pee? Do you? Yeah. You okay? No, I'm going to go cut my wrist in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to tell you about that thing before. I know. What the fudge, man? Because you would dash. I've watched the intervention God. shows. 
I've watched the intervention shows, and what happens is when they see the intervention coming, 50% of the time, they run away. You know what would have t- put it over the top? Huh. You've got Heather on the phone. Because she would have yelled. Yeah. She's very violent. I sure thought of that. I thought Travis would come across. You know how aggressive Heather is. Yes. She would have been very aggressive. Travis is more she's soothing. A, she's aggressive in the one area you don't really want aggression. Exactly. Right. Um, that was a good thing. Huh, Travis? I, I saw Travis dabbing his eyes with tissue. I think we should start a poll. It was good, yeah. On Very Twitter. Is if did. I should keep it. We did. We did? Right? Keep Kiefer keep the number one or lose it. Do we not start a poll? Do we we not only do a want poll? to put polls up, though, where we don't know the answers. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of polls... I can carry a lot of poles on my Honda Ridgeline. And the folks at Honda World Downey, 5 Freeway, 605 Freeway meet. Go there. Talk to Steve down there. He'll give you the best deal on a new or used Honda you've ever seen in your life. And a couple of our listeners have used them, and they've been pleased with them. Free oil change if you drive a Honda. Go down there and mention Pulpamex. A free first-time oil change. Honda World of Downey. And uh, like I said, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars. We thank uh, those guys for coming on, and they will give you a deal on a new Honda or used Honda. <clears throat> Losing my voice, I'm getting misty-eyed at this. I'm getting caught you up in the break, emotion. I of think. This. You, you deserve a break. Thanks right? to Roost MX again for stepping Thanks, up. Thanks, Roost. Travis Preston. Thanks for everybody for helping out Kiefer. It's a better world now. All right, we're going to go to commercial break. We're going to come back with Tyler Evans and much more tonight. And you know who else is going to try to come on? Who? Who wants to weigh in on this Reed controversy? Pillow? The David Pingree. Oh. Yes. He has time for us? He's at the fire hall, so if a cat gets stuck in a tree, he has to go. Okay. But in the meantime, he'll have time. Good. Uh, Amateur hour over here. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. So 
ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com.
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp and Mech Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything, I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800 440 3559 Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they are all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check Check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. (laughs) 
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, Pivot Works was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy... Intervention is the word of the day. ...in a chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. Pivot Works helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a Pivot Works swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, Pivot Works has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivot Works should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, Pivot Works is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivot Works is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride fast, ride Pivot Works. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support.
Sports Show presented by DTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Dirt Rider, DirtRider.com. Chris Keeper. Hey. Number 120. Number 120. Uh, best Dress coming up later. Yeah. Keith Record Dark coming up later. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. That's the only reason why I came, really. <laughs> Race Tech, do what James from Winnipeg is going to do and use Racetech.com for your engine and suspension needs. Over 200 gold valve designs to date. Racetech is constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available on the market. Performance is 100% guaranteed to exceed even your highest expectations. Cody Gilmore, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lessie, who crashed hard in practice. Collarbone, huh? Yeah. Vince Freeze, all use Racetech. Racetech.com, please get your service, get your suspension service, get your engine work done uh, with the folks from Racetech or use one of their suspension outlets that are sprinkled around the country. Sprinkled? Sprinkled. It's great to have Racetech on board. All right, so uh, here's some emails of the week from Clay. I just want to say that I've been listening to your show for two years, and Blake Wharton was, without a doubt, your best guest host to date. Mm. Wow. Does he meet Kiefer, though? Oh, yeah. Clipped. Boom. I think according to Clay, no, because he's a guest host. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Non-frequent co-host. Yeah. Right. Perhaps the, the guys will decide. The guy's very humble, and although he has not raced since fourteen, he's very knowledgeable about the business and extremely well-spoken. I live forty-five minutes north of Nashville, and I can tell you that most of the music being pumped out in Nashville is tailored either for teeny bopper girls or women in their forties and fifties looking for that one musician who can shake their butt the best. Blake's music has a very cool vibe and is very different from most of the junk coming out of Nashville. Best of luck to him as the airways need a talent from him. Um, oh, here's James. James wrote me an email from Winnipeg about a Husky TE 300. That's that guy. Yeah, I know. So we so, don't need to right, read James, that. We don't need to read that. We hooked you up. We did. Good advice. You called in and we hooked you up. Justin sent this in. Uh, read this off for me. Uh, you need to start making more of your commercials like the WUSA commercial. Love your lyrics and tune to voice. Hmm. It's by far my favorite radio advertisement. I crank it up every week. It cracks me up. Do more of these and it will prevent the masses from hitting the 15 second fast forward button. It definitely makes the commercials fun and enjoyable to listen to. Done and done. Justin, I will do that more. My personal favorite is the Michelin. The YouTube video of you interviewing Villo in his hometown was awesome. Do more of these with all your connections. Easy to start your own YouTube channel. Make a few bucks there. You got the fans. Thank you for your informed weekly entertainment and info. You're the best. Hope to bump into you in the pits in Jersey. All right. You know what I got a lot of about your video with Villo huh? on Racer X? What? Uh, I had two people come to me and ask me, why does Mathis interrupt Ryan when he's trying to talk all the time? And I go, I have no idea. Maybe that's the way they edited it. Yeah. Yeah, that was edited that way. Okay. It really was. Yeah. It was like we we're trying to edit it short to get the funny clips right. and just make it I like figured. quick hits, you know? Yeah. So James listen more. Blame him. Um Marcus sent this in. I was listening I was interested in listening to you and Wharton talk about the Alta bike on last week's show. I know a lot of people are skeptical about the bike, but for me electric electric electrification. Electrification? Electrification. Electrification. Can't come soon enough. I live in Sweden. The local track are open two times for a total of seven hours a week. The track has been close to shut down because of noise complaints, even though it's been there for over 35 years. Obviously, these problems will be gone with electric bikes, so hopefully other brands come up with similar bikes as all the Alta. Thanks for the shows and podcasts. What's up with the Alta? Dude, I've been riding that thing a shit ton, too. 
I've been doing durability on one. So I thought you said those guys wanted to come on the show. Uh, they did. You got to keep bugging them. So you've bugged I them? I mean, three or four times. Okay, I Alta. One response. Get on the show. Let's hook it up. Yeah, bro. Let's get some sponsorship going. They're good guys. Uh, God, I'll try to line that up next week for you. No, clearly you're not. Clearly you're not interested. I'm okay. Dropping the ball. Scott said, hey, I'm going to Salt Lake City. We purchased pitch pa- pit passes. I'm an older guy, so I'm not into the bro thing. Cool. So, okay. He's best dressed. Bro me. Don't bro me. I don't care about autographs. I like the best experience, so can you offer any advice on must-dos, where to go, how to navigate? Thanks. I appreciate your time and hope someone has a moment to offer some advice. Some Scott. Well, Scott, if you're an older guy, it's all stuffed up. I'm struggling to read. Um, if you're an older guy, go to the Legends and Heroes thing. It's always some cool retro yeah, bikes there. Yep. Cool old gear. Go check that out. If you're not into autographs and all that, don't be super weird, but go outside of JGR or Cowie and just stand there and watch. Right. You'll pick up uh, yelling back and forth. You'll pick up questions. You'll see the riders come and go. You'll get an idea what, they, what they're they doing to the bikes in between sessions. Like, Why do you choose those two? Just because that's more oh, free, came, free? No. It just came to mind. Oh, okay. Choose anything. Yeah. Just go to a team. And, I, if, and if they look like they're not busy and somebody's just hanging out, ask a question. Yeah. Geek out on the bike. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, if you're not into autographs and all that, so. Mathis said, uh, Mathis, we know that you are a FOC, friend of Chad. If the roles were reversed, Chad would be crying about lappers. Remember the Chisholm and Stewie deal. What Reed did was a prick move and uncalled for. I respect your opinion in journalism. Don't throw out the good reputation by swinging on Chad's nuts. A lot of nut swinging going on. Ass hats. Ass hats, nut swingers. I got to blow my nose. Did I what, Did I swing from his nuts? No. How was I? JT didn't swing from his nuts. So. All right, read this email. I got to blow right. my nose. I get stuffed up. All right. Chad, uh, this is from Jordy. Ooh, that's a tough last name. I'm not going to say it. Chad Reed must apologize to the motocross community fans and manufacturers then resign and call it a career yes you know what i'm talking about steve i listen to you each and every week i'm a huge fan of your work that goes without saying resign and call it a career that's right three laps and yet the likes of shaheen emic and carmichael only refer to the track being one line what the fuck man are we nuts even so coming out of the over under bridge tunnel all lappers could slow down a little bit I am no commentator. I'm an attorney at law specialized in intellectual property. There you go. And as such, I can see Yamaha Motor Japan performing the Hirakira on themselves at the side of one of their brand ambassadors generating more hate towards the Yamaha brand than anything else out there. Ever. That is a negative promotion. And he should be fired and fined. And even lawsuited by all those who paid their hard-earned money for a ticket to see the Tomac Dungey show. Dungey was inching closer, then Reed came. Then showed the show was ruined. Give them back their money. Wow. Sincerely, Jordak24. Jeez, that's a little harsh, right? That's not, well, he says he should be fired and fined. <laughs> so <laughs> not only are you getting fired, but you're getting fined. Uh, Trent. Love the show. Been listening for six months, and your support is getting stronger here in Australia. We definitely need the guys behind the Australian Open to get you over here this year. I need some help with my 14KX250F, 
Ever since I had the top end done 10 hours ago, it has been backfiring when I back off the throttle. Stalls occasionally and won't idle when hot. The valve clearance has been double checked and I've been told it could be the throttle position sensor. Maybe causing these problems. Could you give me some ideas? Trent from Brisbane. Honestly, I'll say I, we've, we've offered this before. Check that copper exhaust gasket. Mm-hmm. Sucks there. Yeah. Especially if it's been in there and working fine and then you got the head off. Somebody took it off. Jacked it up. It. Forgot yep. it. Jacked it up. Back, for sure, on D-cell, backfire is a lean condition. So whatever that is, it could be through ECU, because like Steve says, the copper, um, a leak in your in your air, in your muffler somewhere, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Dane, I'm sitting here listening to last night's show on iTunes and watching YouTube. Sound on YouTube sucked ass. I had to turn it up higher than halfway to hear it. I have them sync, so the sound is going on with the picture. Jesus, man. That's like a super fan. Like you're watching the YouTube video and then listening to the show because you just. There's a lot of those out there. I don't want to watch YouTube. Blake is a great host. I would love to see more of him on the show. And his insight is none other than what you've had on the show, except maybe JT. But JT won't say some things due to his position at Fly WPS and not wanting to give it away. Blake will say it and explain it from a rider's standpoint. He also doesn't hold back much. Because he doesn't worry about the super repercussion from a boss, company, or other rider. He's a smart person and knows how to explain things in a manner that the layman can understand. Keep having him make him permanent. I still say his last appearance on the show is pulpy worthy. And I would like to nominate him for non-regular show host in studio. Uh, I don't feel like Blake laid it all out there. He was great. Yeah. But I don't feel like he was like... This is what this is what's going on. Like I don't feel like that. Even when he was racing, he was always well spoken. Yeah, he was always like that. I mean, again, I think he was great, but I don't think you can say like, oh, he just called it like like he had no hot takes. Right. He was great. Don't get me wrong. But this guy was saying he did the whole. He's still in Texas. He's in Texas. He's in Arizona. He's all over the place. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's get this. Let's get to Philip. Philip's got a question for Chris Kiefer. What's up, Philip? Philip. Hey, hey Kiefer. Yo. Yeah, hey, uh, I got a 2014 YZ450, and uh, I've had two header pipes crack on it. Have you had any issues with those? Um, I've had motor mounts crack. Um, so look at those first, because if you're having some vibration, Yamaha's vibrate a lot. Um, okay. More than other bikes that I've been, you know, feeling lately. Um, so check your motor mounts and also check your joints and your head pipe to your muffler because sometimes those get a little bit blown out and then it just causes more vibration. So okay. those two things, make sure you look. Okay, so, yeah, I had those two headers cracked, so I, I, I did the full FMS system. And, uh, Are you using stainless or tie? I, uh, just stainless. Okay, that's better. And um, the, the header bracket where, the, uh, where it mounts to the throttle body, that, that cracked now. Oh... Uh, you know what you should do? FMS really good about um, looking at your welds or you send that back. They might replace it for you. Okay. So if you call FMS customer service, you know, center. No, no, no. Use the contact form on pulpamex.com. Okay, there you go. Tell me who, you know, you called the show. Tell me the problem. I will send it personally to the guys at FMF and see what they can do for you. No promises. But Steve, you're awesome, man. I will try to put in a word He's, for you to help you out. Little D and those guys are usually pretty good about refurbing or, or you know, making things right for th- stuff that, that breaks. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks, buddy. 
Thanks, guys. See you. All right. Dan, what's up? You got a knee brace question? Question? Uh, yeah. Uh, I used to uh, run uh, EVS, just knee pads, and uh, I switched to, like, a, a knee brace with, like, the linkages on the side. What kind? And uh, they're uh, low budget, like the Thor ones. They're not very, very expensive or anything, but uh, I'm having troubles. Like, I can't squeeze the bike as well as I did when I just ran knee pads. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been riding with them. That's average for sure. Uh, I've been talking about riding in general. No, just how long you've been riding with the knee braces versus the guards? Um, I mean, I've been probably a season and a half. Well, one, it's it's hard to get used to. When I first switched, it, it was a lot. It felt like I was, you know, fat legged and it was bow legged on the bike. And then I switched to yeah. some other types of braces, you know, and a lot of those um, gear brand knee braces are fat anyway. So. If you went to a specific knee brace only company, usually they're a little thinner and it might take you uh, less time to get used to it. I had a knee brace. I tore my ACL and up in Canada, there was a brand, I forget what it's called, and it had no inside pivot, only the outside. Hmm. It was a, a custom fit mm-hmm. knee brace, like just like a CTI, mm-hmm. except did not use the inner arm. And then I got CTIs for my knees mm-hmm. and I noticed that too. I'm like, oh, wait, it's really yeah. hard. To the get- hinges are what messes you yeah. up for a little bit. Yeah. 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 It like puts a pressure point like right on the inside of your knee, and like it, it wears like a red circle on the inside of my knee, and I just can't squeeze this better, and I get arm pumped with that. So. Yeah, that's fit, brother. Like, go to a different brace, man. I don't know what you're using, but like, I've I've worn so many knee braces, man, and it's more of a comfort thing, and it's 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 where you feel like I've worn all different kinds, and some just don't agree with my knee. So yeah, or get used to it. How many hours did you say you wrote had them on already? Dude, a lot. Oh, you said a lot. Yeah, okay. I didn't say how many. But. No, not you. Yeah, this I, guy. I just, I just kind of, I just kind of deal with it. You know, like a. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so I just want to get you guys advice. Like, hey, real quick, wear long socks or something too. If that's if it's rubbing, do something underneath it. Oh, you know. I wear I wear the uh, the EVS like uh, all they go all the way up your legs. There you uh, go. Perfect. Yeah. All right, thanks, buddy. See you, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Good show. Thanks, Craig. What's up, man? How are you? Craig, you there? Yeah, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm up there in Washington, and uh, I was just going to ask you. I got back from racing this weekend and just got done watching the Supercross, and I was watching the start of 450 Maine. Dungey uh, got something out of the back, out of his mechanic's backpack and drank it, and it was wrapped in something, like a cloth or something like that. I was just wondering if you knew what that was. No, I saw that, too. I mean, it could be anything, any yeah. kind of, you know. It's funny because he pulled out one that was pink, yeah. which was the mixed one, right? right? And then yeah. the other one was different. So it could have just been water. You know, it could have been anything. Yeah, who knows? I, I got a bunch of tweets about this, too. It's like, who, I don't know. Like, what do people think? It's something illegal? You know, it's just right. a, it's a, it's a, it's something wet, so he had a, he had a towel around it. And yeah. He drank. Alden Baker magic potion. Oh, here we go. All Maybe right. it's mind yeah. effects or something. <laughs> hey, could you mind if I give a shout-out for a second? Shout it. I, uh... I just got back from doing a 100-mile off-road race up here in Washington called the uh, Desert 100. And uh, the Stump Jumpers Motor Club, Motorcycle Club put it on. On the line, when I took off, I do the the two-lap race, and there was over 1,300 people taking off at one time. I think it's the nation's largest non-sanctioned off-road race. It was awesome. I'm beat up like hell, but it well, was fun. Look, you're luckily I care about off-road racing. Steve doesn't, so that just yeah. like looks like back in the day, Barça de Vegas had 1,200 entries. So similar to that, looks like. 
Oh, this was brutal. Starcross 5 held up awesome, Kiefer. There you go. <laughs> oh, I do like to hear that. Awesome, yeah. man. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Long-time listener. Keep it up. Awesome. We will do that. Thank you for listening. Uh, pivot works. If it pivot, it works. If it works, it pivots. Pulp Show 20. Uh, actually, email James at uh, pivotworks.com for a discount. It's a premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arms, shocks, steering stem bearings in one easy package for 40%. 40 to 50% off what the OEMs charge. Since 1999, PivotWorks has simplified your trip to the parts counter by creating a simple, single, simple solution when it comes time to replacing the worn-out chassis and suspension components on your bike. I love PivotWorks. Great stuff. I've used it on all my project bikes. Works great. PivotWorks is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest here on the Pulpomex Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Former top privateer in Supercross. Number 47. Number 47 in your heart, on your bike. Number one in your heart. Tyler Evans, yes, what's sir. up? What's up, Tyler? How are you, buddy? <laughs> man, my old friend. How are you, man? I'm what good. A great, yeah, long time no talk. Hear, yeah, great, great to hear from you, man. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, excited. To, you know, I've been listening to you guys, so it's, it's an honor to uh, be on the show. And yeah, you know, let's uh, let's try to try to talk about some positive and good. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, man. It's nice, nice to hear your voice again. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for? Uh, Tyler One Punch Evans, do you still like the One Punch nickname, Evans? Oh, come on, that's that that's that's what's made me. It's, it's <laughs> stuck, uh, you know the whole time, so I can't get away from it, nor do I want to get away from it. So uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's, I feel it's, like it's made me. I feel like Feld should call you. You could come down and be the opening ceremonies uh, a boss and be like, "Listen, Moosecan, put this fur coat on. Put the fur coat on, Marvin, because that was that was something else." Yeah, well, Oh man, you know. Well, we we always sat back and you know we thought, what could we do uh, differently every weekend to try to set us uh, apart from everybody else? So, you know, uh, character wise, we're yeah. always trying to think of what we could do. So, yeah, yeah. You took something out of wrestling that I mean, look, I'm not even a wrestling fan or anything, right. but you took it out of that and it made it entertaining. It, you made yourself into a character. But then again, I mean, you're, to, you're you know you're top ten in the main event, so you backed it up with your riding. But um, it was cool. Yeah, it was a different time in. Uh, again i I always said that you know at the end of the day we're we're entertainers and people come to watch a show Uh, i know they come to watch uh, the the racing on the track but as far as you know they want to see a little bit of of something else also so i always try to give them that right um what are you doing now what is tyler evans up to these days Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, when I left, uh, you got to remember, I left during a recession. Uh, you know, things were in a transitional period for everybody. Everybody was trying to build back. My eyes have still been on it. Uh, you know, I, I've been watching you guys. I, I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of the young guys coming up right now. Um, I'm motivated to get back. I believe that I have a couple things that I could give back to the sport. Um, and I believe that the time is now to, to give my knowledge and, and give some of the things that I'm working on back to the, to the community that, uh, you know, we all created. Uh, it's a culture that we created. Uh, it's a sport that is like no other. It's, it's definitely a family-orientated sport. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think that we need to get back to these roots uh, of where and why we all started this thing. And, uh, you know, let's let's see where we can go with it. 
So what do you what do you want to do? What do you want to? Well, what's well, your plan? Here, here's the here's the here's the thing right now. And, uh-huh. and listen, I love what everybody is doing right now. But uh-huh. again, I, I've watched the sport now evolve back into the money uh, as far as corp- corporations yeah. go, and the money getting back. But now, what is happening with with the kids as far as the individuality, as far as the the companies that are trying to be started by these young you know these young men that are coming up? I just don't see any of that happening right now. And my question to everybody is, why are we not having any of that anymore? Uh, is it because of we just the, the money as far as the corporations is not going back into the individuals? And we've just kind of sat back now and said, oh, well, you know what? Instead of trying to make our own avenues, we are now just going to take the corporate money and we're kind of just going to ride and we're going to collect our paycheck. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is how can we try to get back the unity of, of, of trying to teach uh, the kids in order to try to kind of take back, uh, not take back, uh, but as far as maybe just teaching another avenue that we can kind of prosper from again, you know, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. That's a neat idea. Well, um, again, li- listen, this, I, I want to make this very clear so, so we understand. What everybody is doing is, is phenomenal, is great. I, I, I have no, there's no, no disrespect or anything like that that, that I would ever, uh, you know, say uh, on the sport. Uh-huh. It's just what, I, what I'm trying to, 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 to do or, or, or try to see is, is how can we just, how can we come together to try to take back as far as you got to remember something that, that corporations weren't giving us anything. You know, we had to build all this back. But now the corporations have umbrellaed everything. So we have now, we've gotten lost. We've gotten lost. We've gotten bigger, but we've gotten lost. So do you want to, like, start a team with some, some uh, upcoming guys, you thinking? Listen, uh, here's the thing. So we don't get too out of, you know, one punch is doing this and that. I believe right now, from the meetings that I've had over the last couple of weeks uh-huh. and trying to be involved with, with other people that have been around the sport for so long and other inter- industries that have been around so long, uh, I believe I have something to give as far as my teaching goes. Now, as far as the team goes, it's not so much the the the, the team, but it's as far as the teaching. What I would like to do is I'm back on radar. Uh, I'm back in the sport. Uh, anybody can reach out to me. I'd love to help anybody out that that would that would want it. Um, just keep following me. Let's just keep this thing going in a positive direction, and let's let's see where I'm going. I have a plan right now. I, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going to take this thing. And again, I have good people involved with uh, a couple other products that we're going to develop and, and try to do. But let's just, like I said, let's let's watch and let's kind of just do this thing together and let's watch the story and unfold. You know, that's the biggest thing is let the story unravel and 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 teach teach the kids, man. The, the, we have got to to start coming together right now in order to try to take back the sport, which we all created ourselves. It's unity. It's a family. It's a, it's a sport like no other, but please, we cannot get lost with the money now that is coming in because it has overshadowed everything else. So are we talking, uh, is this, is, so like a kid's coming up, he's riding, maybe getting ready to, you know, go through, you know, Ricky Carmichael, Ricky Carmichael road to Supercross. And he says, man, I need some, you know, not only riding, riding coaching, I need some life coaching too. So something that you well, could what, call what Tyler. Happened, what happened, excuse me, sir, not to interrupt you, but what, what happened to the teachings of our marketing? What happened to the teachings of our business? What happened to the teachings of taking 
the teachings of the militia or the teachings of the, 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 the McGraths or the teachings of the Stuarts that have branched off and done their own deal, the teachings of the Chad Reeds, I just, I don't know. I, I, again, my eyes have been on it, and it's, it's nothing bad. We're not doing anything bad. Right. I just feel like we're, we're being overshadowed now by corporations. And I just had this meeting this week, and it was a great meeting. Someone I very, very highly respect in the industry. He said, what has happened now is we've had corporations now have now taken over a 10 to 15 people uh, uh-huh. percentage of com- companies. Okay? Yeah. So, so now when you go out before how it was, well, let's go do a film, uh, you know, Volcom or, or whoever it was. Her, right. Let's go out and take 20 guys and let's go out and do some filming. They've stopped that now because now we, 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 we're now a liability to them. So you see where I'm getting at with the yeah. foundation of, of what is going on? We're now getting pushed yeah. out. So our corners, our corners of what we've created, and this isn't just me. This is all of us together as a whole, as a as a, as a unit of an MX culture. We have now been pushed away. We can't even give people back what it is and why we like this sport so much. Because uh, I had a dream. You sound like you sound you. Yeah. You're on a mountaintop. With a dream. Well, no, no. Well, I just, <clears throat> I like I just it. see what's going on. Remember, I've, I've been gone for so long. So yeah. Now, I, li- I, li- I lived through a recession, too, like we all did. So, you know, I would have liked to got a couple more years. But as far as watching what has transpired over the last nine years that I've been gone, I- I've got to see a different, different rotation of things that are going on. Again, guys, I'm very proud of what everybody is doing. But I, I just want to get back to, I want to get back to the little guy and how can we try to, you know, how can we start spreading that money back into these these other companies that, that can evolve maybe into something bigger and better into the sport? You know? Speaking of which, oh. Kiefer, a little trivia question for you. Yeah. Who was Monster Energy's first ever moto guy? Hmm. One punch? Tyler Evans, everybody. There you go. <laughs> well, it was great, great, great sponsor. You know, again, that was, uh, you know, Rockstar was another one, Monster. You know, these are all great companies. Uh, and, again, you've watched the, involve, uh, the involvement in, uh, of everything as far as, you know, bigger and better. And, you know, now they're, now they're huge. So, you know, more power to them. Yeah, whoever thought that. But, guys, let me, that, let me, ask, yeah. let me ask you guys something. Who, 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 as far as. Do we have anybody that uh, individual wise that that we can that the money is is going to them that we are trying to branch off into other things? Can you guys uh, give give me that answer right now? No, uh, no. What about what about uh, uh, Axel what, Hodges? What happened to the teaching? You know, well, it seems like Monster okay, really cool. wants Axel Axel Hodges to be our Jesus. If he's got it, he's got it. Let's go for it. Well, he can't because race after- really, but. After one comes two, three, four, and five. Yeah. But uh, you see what I'm saying? There were so many after, and, and it, it was kind of, it kept going. Now it's, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I just want to try to maybe get that back or, or try to be able to lend my hand in order to try to teach uh, as far as what we can do, as far as a different avenue of, of trying to control something that we've kind of lost. So more of a marketing type deal. I, I just don't. I believe that nobody's being taught as far as trying to do their own deal, trying to market, trying to generate other other avenues. I, I believe that we're kind of just stuck on this whole corporate thing now. Is corporate again? And I don't want to sound like I repeat myself, but corporate has now spent so much money in the sport. They, they've umbrellaed everything. They, they've controlled everything. 
Uh, and again, I, I, forgive me for saying this, but it, it, I don't, I don't want to sound like it, we're just sitting down, sitting back. But we're just, we're not finding other avenues in order to build that back of, of what we had. And again, that's just, yeah. it's my Do personal you, uh, opinion. It's what I, what I saw. That's all. Do you ride at all, much, Tyler? You been riding well, at all? Uh, I, I really, you know, I was over in Costa Rica. I spent, I don't know, I spent a few, few. Uh, a time out there. I was riding out there, and uh, I, I don't know, probably six months ago, I, I rode. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Of course. Yeah, that's good. So you, you've been, you know, on a bike and everything else. That's cool. Good to see. Absolutely, yeah. What about, uh, you know, yes, sir. What about Frankie? He works for Marvin Muscat now. <laughs> Frankie! Well, Frank, you know, uh, you know the story of Frank. Of course, I know. You, know, you, you brought Frankie did. into the sport. Oh, really? You, I didn't know this. Tyler brought Frankie into the sport. I didn't know that. <laughs> Tyler, Frank, Tyler, stop, stabbed, sorry, Tyler stabbed Frankie with a toothpick. He had to go to the hospital. <laughs> no shit. Remember that, Evans? You stabbed him in, <laughs> yeah, the, he, in the throat <laughs> with a toothpick. In the throat? Oh, well, come on. Where was it? We Where'd you stab him? Where'd you stab we were, him? You know, we, we were on the road driving for days, and uh, yeah, it was pretty close on the neck or something. You know, right there. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Come no, on. he didn't die or anything, but he held, He had to go to the hospital because oh, Evan man. stabbed him with a toothpick. I remember that. Dude. But you got to remember something. Me and Frank have, have known each other since we were, we were young kids. And, you know, uh, again, I, I took Frank from – he was working at Seven Up at the time, uh, you know, doing distribution and, and delivering. And I told Frank, I said, "Listen, I'm going to go on the road. I was 16 years old, and we we're going to go to the nationals." And I said, "Listen, Frank, I got uh, 100 bucks a week, and uh, I'll pay your your food, and uh-huh. you know, you try to do this thing." And uh, he said, "All right." So he quit his job at Seven Up, and uh, that was kind of the beginning of the story. And now he so works for he, Marvin Muscat. He's factory KTM guy. Well, he's all, come on. I mean, it, from from how his career has gone, it, you know, he's one of one of the best. So. My hands, hands down, he's, he's great, you know. One time, Frankie was barely able to walk around the pits. We're like, what's up with you, Frankie? Like, what's happening with you? You could barely walk. He was, like, struggling. He's like, oh, we, we didn't have any room for – we didn't have money for a hotel, and we're driving a truck. So Evan slept on the bench seat, and I had to sleep on the floor oh, with the yeah. transmission hump. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That was, and, is that what the motor is right yeah, there? Yeah, with the trannies, <laughs> and, and, Evan, and Frankie could barely walk. Uh, Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, yeah we poor Frankie. Gainesville, Florida. Poor, poor Frankie. Oh, he made but it all. He's, do, he's, do, he's doing an awesome job. You know? Oh, he is. Hats off to him. Absolutely. Hats off to him. Um, well, that's cool, Tyler. That sounds like you want to get back. Hey, what happened? I, were you trying to make it in a wrestling game? Well, here's the thing. Just so we we'll go over a little couple of careers when I, yeah. uh, the years I left. So when that recession hit, you know, I, I would have liked to got about three more years. That was a plan, and uh, you know, it broke my heart that I I had to step away from it. Uh, we tried to put a deal together after that. There just wasn't any money in the sport at the time. It wasn't it wasn't that the sponsors didn't want to help out. There just wasn't any money, and we had to make a decision, you know, uh, to keep going or, or to hang it up. And uh, I, I it was hard for me to go back to one twenty. Five novice after I had worked so hard to yeah. get to that position I, I was in. So, uh, you know, uh, I had met Hulk Hogan through a, a mutual friend. Uh, I flew out there afterwards, and, you know, he said, listen, I, I think you got a great look to you. I think we can package this thing up, and, uh, you know, let's package this thing up, and let's try to shoot for uh, for TV. But you got to understand something. I, I got back there. I, I watched somebody else's life unravel in front of my eyes. So I, I learned, you know, it, when people are having struggles or other problems, it, mm-hmm. they, they can't concentrate on anybody else. So, you know, uh, I got to see that. So, 
you know, that was a, that was a hard time, and that that door closed. And after that, I went into the music industry for a little bit. As oh, far you did? As, uh, okay. You know, doing yeah. well, just just doing some. You know, I was doing some bodyguard work. We went on tour, uh, did some stuff for the game, uh, did some stuff for Lloyd Banks and Interscope. So, you know, I was I just it was searching. You know, yeah, and yeah. working and, and trying to trying to live. Um, but again, my, my eyes were still on the sport. I, I was trying sure. to, yeah, yeah. to see, see how it, how it was doing. And, you know, again, I, I've watched it build back and, and I've watched everybody, you know, it, it's brought life back into, into the sport. So are you yeah, still, are you still, all, are you still all buffed out? Are you still pretty big? Well, yeah, I'm about right now about two thirty, so I'm I got some weight on me right now. But yeah, I'm in the gym every day, no days off. Uh, that's my my uh, you know metaphor. Uh, uh, no days off. I so. took a lot of days off, Evans. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, hey, you're uh, you certainly had a great career in the sport, and and a lot of times were you a little bitter, like you said at the end, like. There were many times where you were the top Suzuki rider, and uh, were you a little bitter at Suzuki over the years? That's what I got a sense uh, of, you know. Well, well, here, listen. Suzuki was unbelievable, unbelievable to me and my family and amateur career. They were awesome. Uh, my main thing was I, I just I didn't understand some of the things as far as you know they they had Ricky over there which was is the all time I mean greatest yeah. uh, hands down but you know there was a couple bikes over there sitting at the time and we were riding private I, I thought we were doing decent you know fifths right. and sixths right. and sevenths and uh, I, I just uh, I, you know there was a time that I asked to ride that bike and you know it, it didn't happen but listen I, I understand now it, it mm-hmm. you have to re- remember something that there's two departments okay and for the young guys that that are that are coming up please listen to me when I say this. You have American uh, corporation and you have a Japanese corporation, okay? You would think that they all fall under the same umbrella. They don't. They compete. Uh, they're not part of the same the same uh, the same uh, funding. They're not part of the same departments. So. For their decision to say, hey, I, I'm over here with American Suzuki and those guys are over with Jap- Japanese Suzuki, uh, you know, it, it's different decisions and in, in different uh, heads of the operation. So I didn't know that as a young boy, but, hey, it, it, I know that now. So, you know, you, you just got to understand that, you know, there's politics and everything, and that's what it is. So Interesting. Uh, you know who else lives in Vegas here, Evans, and came on the show a little while ago was Dean Matson. NorCal, oh, no Dean way. Matson, bro. How's Dean doing? He, he's good, bro. He's all jacked up too. He looks like he could. He remember he was a model for a while in Italy. Guy, he's still like, yeah. I still, I never forget, man. I, that's the the hardest kick I've ever had. Uh, somebody kick me in my helmet <laughs> in my D- head. Dean Matson, oh he, god, Jesus. Oh man, he took he took me out at a, a local race, and I'm friends with Dean. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, yeah. just frustrate frustration. But you know, he kicked me upside my head one day that uh, you know, didn't feel too good. But yeah. hey, he, he was an awesome. He, Dean's a good guy. Yeah, know? it's a nor, it's a NorCal boy. He, yeah, NorCal. Great, you know, so I haven't seen him in years. Please tell him I said hello. I will for sure. Eric Johnson says hi. Also, he sent me a note. Oh today. man. Uh, yeah, EJ. EJ, I said hello. Um, yeah. Hey, we got a phone call for oh, you. Uh, we got a phone call for Tyler Evans, brought to you by Pivot Works, 702-586-7857. You got a question for One Punch. Uh, Tyler Evans, give us a call. First up is uh, Grant. What's going on, Grant? What's your question for Tyler Evans? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on, Kiefer. Hey, man. You're awesome. You're funny. And, uh, you know, admitting you have a problem is a first step, so I'm glad that you cleared the air tonight. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yep. And, <laughs> I agree. I uh, agree. Tyler, hey, man, just wanted to uh, – Ask you a question about Pontiac Supercross probably 10 years yes, ago. Um, I remember sitting there probably 10, 11 years old. Tyler Evan comes out for opening ceremonies and completely yard sales. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Did you? Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just, just what happened was 
they had built uh, in the start uh, a bump, you know, to slow each other, slow, slow us down. Well, they didn't tell me that they added that after uh, our practice. So when we have the spotlight on us, uh-huh. I didn't know they had built a little, a little whoop or. A, <laughs> so I'm popping a wheelie, and all of a sudden I hit this bump that I had no idea was in the middle of the start, uh-huh. and you know I flipped over and I told the guys at Live Nation, I said, "Guys, can't do that. You have to tell us if you guys put something in the middle of the track like yeah. that." So, you know, it was all you know. Nobody got hurt. I was. It, it, it looked good for the crowd. So. Hey. Um, remember Villeman went over the bars doing his stoppy yeah. and uh, Wyndham ate shit. It's dangerous, man, when you got a spotlight on you and you can't see nothing. So, uh, thank- yeah, no, no helmet, anything. Right. Thanks, Grant. Appreciate it. Thank yep, you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Tyler. When you would do, when you would stand and 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 like throw away like one dollar bills and stuff to the crowd and after the race and your your shirt was <laughs> off and you were all ripped. Like, how much were we talking? How much money would you throw out? Uh, you know, I used to say I, I, I would lose it to the liquor store on a, on a Friday night, regardless. So we might as well throw it. <laughs> but, but again, that's you know, there was, I wouldn't be so stupid now. Uh, believe me, I liked it. Uh, it was know, part from, of the entertainment. From, from it was part, yeah. Of the- but from you know, from learning the times that we're in and, and what right. we went through. I mean, I, I wouldn't wouldn't do that again, obviously. But you know, it was good. There was a little bit of money coming in, so you yeah. know, we, we could do that. So uh, and which- it was good, good for the show. What was what's your what's your one ride that stands out in your mind? Like your favorite ride, your best ride, uh, one day that you killed it. Is there is there one or two that stand out for you? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Vegas when I got second behind uh, Nathan Ramsey in the 125. Uh, you know, I qualified for the 250 in that because we we back we podium back to back. But you know, again, there, were, there was uh, there was some great memories uh, 250 wise that the year of. 47, uh, you know, at yeah. Vegas and, and, uh, getting top 10 and, you know, third in the world. That was, that was a big accomplishment for us. And, uh, sure. yeah, you know, but th- those are probably, uh, that year was definitely one of the highlights just because of how hard we worked and, and, uh, the adversity we, we went through that year to, uh, you know, just to get that bike on the road and, yeah. and, uh, the people that we had involved. So, yeah. Remember when, definitely. uh, you rode Hondas, privateer Hondas, you were killing it and then Husky picked you up and which is a good thing cause they were paying you and everything else. But the bad thing was that it was a Husky. Uh, yeah, you know, again, we, we put that deal together uh, six six weeks before uh, before Supercross. I decided to doing the freestyle thing at the time, and the militia guys were helping me out, and they had kind of taken me under the wing at the time. And uh, you know, they uh, they said, "Hey, you want to race?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's, let's get some money together." And yeah. we raced those first six races, and man, I, w- I was blazing fast for five laps, and then I, I pretty much was done after that. But uh, <laughs> Farachi was over there at Husqvarna, and he gave me a deal, and we ended up doing a, the last of the Supercross. And we ended up doing uh, all the outdoors, and you know he paid good, so I, yeah. I had no complaints. You know it, it was a great time. We ate very, very good. Right. So, hey. you, uh, you and I and Fernet had some some times together too. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> How, how's he doing? Is he? Have you talked to him? Yeah, I don't talk to him. Right? I don't talk to him a whole lot. I think he's okay. He's okay. doing. He's working in oil rigs in like Alberta. That's good. And. Okay. Uh, I know he had some problems uh, here and there, but I think he's better yeah. now. I think he's cleaned up. He's still the same guy, yeah. though. He's just no doubt. He's still Fernet. So, well, well, you guys, listen. You guys were such a, a big help when I was on the road too. I mean, you guys, you guys looked after us, you know, which I was, I was always thankful for. So, 
you know, if we need anything, you guys were always right there. And, you know, you yeah. guys watched us grow up, man. Funny. Hey, and, and funny back then, too. Hart was just uh, with baggy gear number 154 trying to make main events. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Him and uh, him and Metzger. Remember, Metzger was going on the road also. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, they, they had their bands and everybody yeah. was following each other. I mean, those those were great days. You know, those were good times. And, and again, we were all watching a sport evolve into yeah. something that we never, ever thought uh, would be so big. Is there, a, is there a dude now that you watch that you like to watch or reminds you of yourself or anything like that? Of, of course. I mean, obviously, there's there's a reason why I have uh, came back to try to lend a helping hand. Uh, you know, and, and again, that's motivation from the younger guys from watching now, uh, you know, from watching it on TV. And, and uh, I, I said, I, I believe that the tracks have gotten better. Uh, I believe that, the you know, obviously, the ability of, of, of the young kids has, yeah. has gotten a lot better. It now. has been, so, yep. And, and again, that's uh, just for me, you know, taking those years and, and watching and seeing how we're developing back into uh, an avenue and a road that I believe that we're, we're pushing forward now. Uh, so, and again, that, that took us a long time to get to this point after, you know, that recession hit everybody. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've built and we're building. Uh, so, you know, it's a positive, yeah. definitely a very positive so, thing right now. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you, they want, they want some help, they want to maybe uh, need some lessons? Uh, here, he, again, the IG is the real one punch. Okay. And again, uh, I've only been on this IG thing for about three weeks. I, I took three, three years off. Uh, one week I went on it, and then, I, you know, <laughs> for three years I haven't talked to nobody. And uh, so I'm, I'm learning. So take it a little easy on me. But, uh, yeah. you know, okay. all, any information, you, you can get a hold of me that way. Uh, as far as the email goes, it's opi.evans at gmail. Again, opi.evans at gmail. Okay. Uh, and again, I, I'm here to lend a hand. Uh, I I can't be clear enough on this. I know where we're taking this whole one punch thing. Uh, I know where a couple of the guys uh, we're, we're trying to go with with everything. And you know, again, let's uh, let's just all try to help each other and, and let's try to unite. And you know, let's let's see what we can do. Uh, let's see if we can put some spice uh, in yeah. a couple of things. I'll get some fur coats for some Yeah, guys. let's bring some of that cool <laughs> shit back. That was, I mean, honestly, Evans, it was awesome. It was cool. People were, like, shaking their heads at you, but you were making it work, man. It was cool. And Feld, Feld, now it's Feld, but then it was Pace or, I don't know, Clear Channel or something. They were on board. They were, like, cool. They, yeah, they, yeah. they, were, they liked you. They thought it was an awesome but, deal. And, 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 again, those are friendships that I had built over the years. Yeah. So I, I consider them friends rather than – you know, an employer or somebody like right, that. Right. I mean, these these are these are people that work. You know, unbelievable the the work work ethic that they have that that goes into a supercross and the same thing with the with the with the track creators and, uh-huh. and all that. I mean, the show is is so big that it takes so many people, and when you get to see it behind the scenes, you you understand all the right. work and and the hard work that those guys put into it. So I'm you know I'm very thankful to have that relationship with those guys. Well, but and again to answer your question, they saw they saw the potential of what imaging-wise uh, could do uh, as far as a fan base and, and generating other things besides just, you know, that corporate right. side of things. Well, awesome, man. Thank you for your time tonight. Good luck with everything. Keep in touch. We'll, we'll put you back on, you know. Yeah, and, thank you so much. And uh, just just keep looking out, you know, whatever I can help you guys out with. But uh, we got a couple things coming uh, over the next, next okay. few months. And, and please just, just look out for them and just, just – just follow the story. That's all. We'll follow do it, man. Story. Yeah, thank you for coming on. At, at, every, at the real one punch. At the real one, one punch on Instagram. That'll work, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, See you, Tyler. Tyler. See you, man. Okay. See you. Thank you.
Tyler Evans, everybody. 90s Supercross. Wow. 2000. Early 2000s. Early 2000. Top privateer of the year. I remember that. Uh, on a Suzuki. Killed it. Yeah. So, speaking of Suzuki, let's get the next man on. He is. Uh, he used to race the Primal Impulse Suzuki at one time and or KTM. another. Yes, but Suzuki. <laughs> What's up, Ping? David Pingry, how are you? Oh, good. What's going on, boys? Well, Tyler Evans was just on. Did you get, did you get any of yeah. that? How did that go? It went pretty good. You see, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he wants to do something. So, oh, so he was really clear cut and uh, laid it out there for you. Huh? Well, he wants to get back in, which is awesome and cool, but I don't still really I know. I think it's more of a marketing and image type thing. That's what I gather from it. Yeah, it was very confusing at times, but good guy. Thanks for coming on, Tyler. <laughs> and and follow him on Instagram. See what's up. Yeah, I, I think. I yeah. mean, Ping is, is he is he still doing wrestling? No, he, no. He, he's over. Oh, he's that. out of wrestling. He's out of wrestling. Oh, yeah, okay. he was a bodyguard I, for a little bit. He said. It's funny because okay. when he was talking about Hogan, I met Hogan and all that. I think yeah. he was referring to when Hogan was going through some, you know, shit at home and kind of clipped oh, okay. out of his life. So. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I really liked it when he had the fur coat on. He didn't want to talk too much about the fur coat, no shirt era. He was big, dude. He was. He, he had been one of the biggest ripped yeah. motocross riders I've ever seen that you actually he, rode good. Do you remember when he punched Keith Johnson in the LCQ yes. in Vancouver? He, like, chokeholded him. Right. Ping, you remember that? Didn't he have a Didn't he have a Louis Vuitton seat cover at one point? I think he did. I think he That's did. That's awesome. I, I'm pretty sure that happened. I think so too. Well, hey, Ping, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Um, we spent 45 minutes on this Chad Reed uh, lapper thing with with Ryan Dungey. Now, you know, to, to to catch you up a little bit. Now, obviously, you watched the race, and we want to get your opinion on it. Um, you know, Chad was angry at Dungey over the start at uh, Detroit. And then the heat race, Dungey made those comments after, you know, they, they, they battled for the lead a little bit. Chad did move over on in the whoops. And Dungey made those comments, and then we all saw what happened. Now, now, Ping, we're all in agreement that no matter what Chad says, he did that on purpose. And he got fined $5,000 and five points. I don't know if you saw that or not. but uh, I did, yeah. yeah. Okay, so JT's okay with this. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. He's not. <laughs> uh, but, uh, JT's, JT's got Reed's back? No, he doesn't. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh, oh but okay. okay. We, look, we had a blame pie for this, and I got to be honest. Right. I blame Dungy in some of this blame pie because he said those things on the podium, and he was rattled when he got up to, to Chad, and he could not. If that was Tickle or Weimer, uh, he would have just went right by him. Chad clanked a couple of rhythm sections, and, Ch- and Dungey still couldn't get by him. So I blame Dungey a little bit for being upset at that heat race when he shouldn't have been. Well, what do you mean? You, what do you mean you blame him though? Like, how do you blame him? Like, because, some of it stems from him. That's what because for one, he said those Chad was aware of those podium comments, and so Chad was like, "All right, watch this." He already was mad at him, you know. So. If Dungey hadn't said those things on the podium, I don't think any of that happens, Pink. I don't really know what was so bad about what he said. Like, well, that's that's what, what that, was Kiefer, that was Kiefer's point. It, right. It, yeah, it's not like he said, you know. You're a piece of shit. I hate your mom. Yeah, right, I, right. It, it was like really not a big deal. None of it to me. Um, I would be pissed if a guy comes over on me. Like, this is two things you don't do is cross over on a big jump, a triple, or something big, and you don't come over in the whoops because you can't correct that you can't get out of the way you can't let off the gas like you're just going to crash and so to me that's like a cardinal sin man you just don't do that you don't do one of those two things so that was reed was out of line right there and it, it seemed like he did it 
intentionally. Um, if I'm looking at a start, though, like if a guy comes out of the gate and he's got a bar on you, his uh-huh. bar's in front of yours, he controls you. And if he comes over, you have to let off. Like, that's just how it goes. The guy who gets the better jump gets to control, you know, gets to control it. Like, that's it. So Reed was mad that Dungey came over him on the start, right? Like, that was his initial complaint. In in That's Detroit, what started everything. In Detroit, yeah, this is like yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It started everything, and okay, well, it scraped up all the back off his uh, skin off his back and everything. Okay, well, I mean, look, that happens. It's a start. It's twenty two yeah, guys going yeah. into a, a, you know. Yeah, I agree. I don't think yeah. Dungey's going. I'm going to take Reed out right now. Of course now. not. This. No, no. Reed's not been a factor all year, with the exception of one round. Right. So I doubt Dungey's. You know worried about him or whatever. Dungey's not historically a bad, a dirty rider. I don't think he, you know what I mean? It was just a racing incident. Reed gets mad about it. Yeah. And, you, and then chops him in the, you know, about takes his front lot in the whoops. Like Reed's just been out of line this whole thing. And I think he's probably frustrated because he's just having a rough year, not doing well. I get it. But you just got in the middle of what could have been a great race in what is a really tight championship battle. It just there's no excuse for it. It's I mean 100% Chad Reed's fault in my opinion. How does Dungey? How are you supposed to pass a guy that's going that fast and not getting out of the main line on a rutted, beat up track where there's only one good line? Well, there was rhythm sections that Chad screwed up and just doubled through them. Like just Dunge comes around a turn and 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 is five feet to the left and triples in and he passes Chad and he sees see you later. Well, when he clunked that one where he did finally get him, he was too close to behind him. Like, he couldn't get over far enough to still do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. He had two laps to get out of the way, and he didn't. So you're you know. you're just like, you're you, you're Dude, not, it, not it pumped put, on Chad Reed right now. Put the shoe on the other foot, man. Like, yeah. I, I like Chad. I respect him a lot. Obviously, he's a freaking legend in this sport. But, like, what he did Saturday was just inexcusable. Right. And, uh, obviously, the AMA feels the same way. My only... The only thing I'm bummed about is they didn't pull the black flag and handle it right then. Because really? they had the wherewithal to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, put, put, what if that happened to Reed? What if he oh, was going to be you know, super four pissed. points out? Yeah, no, nah, he'd be pissed. But, I he mean. He would have talked so much shit on the podium. He would have been throwing stuff. It would have been a debacle. But why? You know what I'm saying? Why? And, he, and he knew he was wrong. He rode out of the tunnel like with his tail between his legs. Like, he knew he. I, why does yeah. okay look look I res- totally respect your opinion absolutely and, and again Chad is a stupid thing and I, I said that many times but Dungy's comments after the heat like why what was wrong with that race like what what was what Chad why are you mad at Chad he was mad at him because he cut across him in the whoops well but Chad had the lead he didn't know he was maybe he thought he was clear of Dungy it happens it wasn't you think Chad said I'm gonna take his front end down. Like, no way. I think he was mad about getting taken out at Detroit. He was bitter about it and tried to move over on him. That's what I think. Maybe not. I, 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 don't, I think not. he moved Maybe over. it was accidental. Moved over on him, but if if you go back, I don't think Dungy was that close where Chad said, he's close enough, he's going to go down if I cut over. I think he was just protecting his inside because he felt Dungy coming on the inside. So, hey, I'm starting to move over. And Maybe. to go back to the Absolutely. black flag situation, I have to give credit because Michael Lindsay did text me and says he got fined five points, which all is all the points he scored in the main event. So he said it's kind of like a black flag. You didn't get anything out of it. I know, but that doesn't go back and help Dungy in that race. Right, exactly. I get it. Huh. 
you yeah. know, and 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 not that I'm blaming the NBA. That would, that's a hard call to Dude, make. Like you're in black. Like, I'm look, sure they were standing there going, "What?" You know, they're probably yeah. going, "What's he doing? Well, look, Why is he not getting out of the way?" You know, Chad did it very smartly. He didn't look around. He didn't uh, swerve. He didn't, uh, you know, look back, slow jam, break check, anything like that. He was he he was doing it on purpose, but he was doing it expertly where he was in the main line and he picked he dropped oh, yeah, his lap times so you know i think it's hard to give a black flag right there it's just hard to give a black flag at that point you know agreed agreed it's hard for them to pull that trigger but, yeah yeah you know even the way he went out like he he botched that last rhythm so the dungeon couldn't do it behind him and then pulls over like he cost him just the most time he could possibly cost him you know but don't you okay and, and i'm not saying dungeon even catches and passes time like, i don't know maybe not but okay. it would have been closer. He would have gotten up to him. He was catching yeah, him, yeah, clearly. Yeah you, yeah, you really can't say whether he would have got round Tomac, but he was catching. But let me ask you this. So something JT and I brought up, too. If you're Dungy and you're going a lot faster than Chad Reed, you come up to him on a turn. If that's Carmichael or somebody else, RV, don't you feel like you make the pass? Like, Dungy was... I, it was in his head that I oh god this guy's gonna take me down oh god I you know they already they already had beef they have existing beef Donji said those things on the podium I feel like Donji needed to step up and make a move on the twenty two to get by him and be like you think Ricky would have just rode behind him and clanked rhythm Dude, sections right behind him no way like I disagree <laughs> why yeah because I, I well, feel look go ahead Ping well I'm just saying that that's hard to. It, it's real easy to go, man. He should have just passed him. Guys are going, oh, he, he's, you know, if he's faster. He should have just passed him. Well, look at that track, man. Like, I, well, it blows me away. They're even able to do the jumps dude, at all, let alone following a guy and try to go in a different line. He's in the fast line. Look, just so you're going over to either a rutted section or like going way out of the race line. How, and then how are you supposed to pass him? Well, dude, like you da- said, he dropped his lap times way down. Davey Millsaps and Dean night. Wilson and Justin Bogle are phenomenal riders, and he gets right by those guys. See you later. Every week. Yeah. Well, see you later. The other thing you got to consider is he, like you just said, he knows him and Reed have beef. He knows if he gives Reed any opportunity, Reed will push him off the track. Thank you. Yeah, but so you got to be a little bit more careful. It, he was smart, in my opinion. Like think, he knew he knew the situation. He knew the shit was getting out of control, and he crept up on him. He didn't want to blow his point. He knew he was in second. So maybe mentally he's like, okay, shit, if I try to stick it in here and I fuck this up, then there goes a huge chunk of points that I'm going to lose. Yeah, there goes Mooskin, and now it's down to one point. Right. Whatever, two points, whatever it would have been. Ping, I, Ping is coming in hot with hot takes tonight. I like it. We all uh, kind of waffled. Was, we all kind of waffled. It was 100% bullshit. And, I mean, I'm not – like I said, I say that as a guy who really likes Chad Reed. I just think he's frustrated and – he let a couple little petty, you know, like if you're going to, uh, trust me, I've hated a lot of people over when I raced over the years. You, you, you give them a little nudge in practice or you roost them. Like there's a lot of things you can do to make yourself feel better about it. Right. <laughs> right. You but don't not get in line. the middle of a championship chase. Like you just don't do that. That was so jacked up. Like I, I'm blown away that he did that. Well, he, I'm telling you why he did it because Dungey went off about a heat race. That was hundred percent full. Oh, that's, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. That is such small potatoes. Like, okay. Are you kidding me? That, you're you're going to get in the middle of a title fight. Well, I'm telling you why he did that. it. I'm telling you why he did it because he's well, it's a stupid reason. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Uh, all right. Let's get a phone call here from dark side. Dark side. What's up, bro? We want to weigh in on this. What's up, man? Said, bud. Yeah. I'll say what's up to Kiefer first. You know, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, Darkside? 
What's up, man? Um, I, I didn't know Pink was on the phone. I actually have a question I'd like to ask him if you have time when I'm done with this first part. Uh, it's um, up to Pink. Anyway, it's up to Pink whether he takes, not, takes questions or not. Okay. Um, something I thought about this morning, and a guy named Gary tweeted you about it. It, it sort of made me think back to when uh, Chiz, you know, did yeah. or did not get in the way of Reed and Reed was pretty pissed off about that for a while, yep. and then it, it, it sort of mirrored it a little bit. No, not at all. Ch- Chiz, no, you don't think so? No. Chiz aimed for Chad and then backed out at the last moment and you know went to the high and the berm to aim for Chad. Chad never did anything malicious like that to Dunge. He just rode in the main line. Chiz actually okay. went for the takeout, for the front wheel, pushed Reedy high, and then I think Chiz had a, a moment of truth right and backed out of right. it but he was going for the kill and chad never did anything like that in my opinion to dunge now re, re no, was right. fully full-on passive aggressive yes 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 exactly yeah okay can i ask ping a question or uh, it's up time? to ping it's up to ping i'll take i'll take questions what do you got there dark side okay man well i was reading in, in racer x a quote from you where somebody asked you about why do people get new bikes and grease things and you called them morons Sound familiar? Making oh, oh, we were making a joke about Dirt Rider because oh, Racer X, best magazine out there, bro. It's a good magazine. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. What was the question? I'm sorry. I missed it. No, um, somebody had asked you a question about why do people grease new bikes, and you said they're because like, they're dumb or something along those lines. Really? No, oh, look. It's tongue-in-cheek. I'm not a guy who, who pulls my whole bike apart when it's brand new. Is there that was my question. I mean, you can put in there. Yes. Is it going to hurt? No, not at all. Pivot Is works. Necessary. I've never done it with one of my bikes. Are ever. you serious? No. Put some time on it and then. No. You know. Oh, I thought you meant you never greased them at all. But yeah, yeah. After some time, grease it. Yeah. Yeah, after some time. I was like, always taught to, to do that when you get new bike bikes. Like, I just. You know. Go ahead. Put all new. I, I don't know. To me, it's silly. Like, no. yeah, you're right. You can put the salt waterproof grease and all the junk in there, but. It's fine stock. It, it's, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's necessary junk. to pull it all the way down when it's brand new. No, and do that. I agree. Dark side that that was applicable. Like in the eighties and nineties, bikes were garbage. They came dry as a bone. Bikes right. nowadays, the Cowies and the Yamahas have caged bearings with like little grease inserts in between the needles. Um, they're fine, brand new. Kiefer, do you ever notice? I don't notice much. It takes a long time for me. Anything start to feel notchy. Yeah, like you should I, I would do tell it. You in the first yeah. twenty hours. You, you would never notice that, right? like, oh, that needs to be right. right. That would be my – at 20 hours, it's probably – And also, ride your – and, and before you send your suspension off the race tech, racetech.com, ride, ride, the, ride the stock stuff because it's going to shed. It's going to get uh, oiled. The even, oil. even suspension techs be like, dude, break it in yes. and then send it to us. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't just take it off the brand-new bike and send it into race tech. So. Uh, I was just curious because I've always been taught to do to grease stuff. So I, you know, I got this new bike no, and I'm no. hurt, so I just tore it apart. And uh, like the axles had no grease on them whatsoever. Did Ping really call people morons who do that? I feel like that he didn't. I don't do know that. if that. I don't <laughs> well, know if that was the right was, word, but it was similar. No, it wasn't. It, I was just making fun of people that do that. And and, and here's the know. thing too: some like of these a, people that buy these bikes. More, they like looking at them slash working on them more than riding them. Like a lot of these guys have OCD and they just do a bunch of shit to it and they barely ride the bikes, which I can appreciate. Yeah. But they're there to be. Ridden. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If, you, if that's your thing and you dig it, do it. Yeah. But it's definitely it's not. not a, it's definitely not an ex pro riders thing. That's for sure. <laughs> no, no, I want to ride it. That's it. Uh, dark side, thanks, buddy. Right. Dark thanks, side, man. hey. 
Well, I'll tell you what. The next bike I get, I'll put some hours on it, and then I have you take it apart and grease it. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a deal, man. Uh, All right, good, uh, good, good. What about the people in, uh, in, in Ask Ping on RacerX Online wanting to see a photo of your wife's boobs? Wow. Yeah, they really did. That isn't going to happen. <laughs> that is not going to happen. <laughs> you're, you're, so you're not Chris Kiefer then? You're absolutely. You're, no, I'm not going no. to throw it out, titties out there. You would throw. You would throw yeah, you them like out that? with with covered. Like I would throw them out there with like if they're hanging out on a summer day and she's under the sundress. Yeah, I want to take a picture. Ping's on that bo- program too. Like no, I don't be, feel like Ping would put that. Ping's out on the beach with this. It, it is not going to be ass Ping with. No, you're not going to get nipples. <laughs> You're, you're not, not getting nipples. You're not getting anything, I, I don't think, with Ping. You're not getting He's nipples. classy, Kiefer. <laughs> That's, classy. That's a schlong shot. Langston <laughs> oh, <laughs> Langston was in a few about a month ago, Kiefer, or Pinger. Uh, Langston was all about Heather on the way home. No, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, how do you stop that? How do you stop GL from pulling? It's like trying to stop. Well, a, you gotta you got to slow down the flow of vodka. <laughs> he gets like a Venturi effect. I mean, you get one drink in him, and then pretty soon they're just... They're just sucking down his throat. It's like four times. Two things on my mind. Winning races and smashing pussy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you do, right? Like you just—it's—it's it's like trying to like a if you have a pet bear and eat you one day. It's just a bear being a bear, right? And like it's just GL being GL. You can't stop it. No. So no. Hide uh, the vodka and uh, just get your recorder ready so you, you can get those drops. I just fucking kick it. Do you got uh, another couple minutes? You got to go, Pink. No, I'm good. Unless you hear okay. some beeps go off, that means I got to go. Is there a cat in the tree somewhere? Somewhere. Somewhere here in the great city of Fontana, a cat is stuck in a tree. Uh, Fontana, that's where Sammy Hagar was born, by the way. What? Kentucky. Yep. Sammy Hagar, born in Fontana. Are you kidding me? No, born in Fontana, California. You know what? I'm just doing it for Sammy. That's going to be my new slogan here at Station 73. I like it. Uh, What have you been riding lately, (laughs) Ping? Anything? Um, Yeah, I've been been riding this uh, Pro Circuit Cowie and um, full everything like every part and piece they make for a Kawasaki uh-huh. and it was super fun I wrote it up at our ride day at the ranch um crazy crazy good except the fork it's still got that you know separate function fork and I didn't care for it and I told Bones that feels like pretty much every other fork where I got like that crust on yeah. top that I got to break through and then oh boy. Dude, the it's... bottoming is good but I just can't get that initial the way I want it he got so upset <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, wait, I'm going to take it apart and see what's in it. And he pulls it apart. I'm like, Bones, it's cool. I'm done. I already shot the video. Like, it's over. Right. And he's like, well, no, I'm going to rebuild it. we got to go ride it. So it's... i got to go back out with him this week and <laughs> ride it again. <laughs> Glen Helen Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go to Milestone uh, Milestone on Thursday. You're going to get on and be like, yep, still sucks, Bones. <laughs> still sucks. It's I not... might have to just lie to him. It's not a great fork. It's not a great fork it's, that design. It's just not. No, no, no. But I got a. I got my Honda back. Uh, four fifty. Four fifty. All done. It's got a, a pro circuit piston. He did the head. Oh, it's beautiful. But Simon Cudby's too busy to go shoot it with me this week, so it's just sitting in my garage, uh, winking well, you, at me. You haven't ridden it yet. Well, no, not since we built it. I got to shoot pictures of it first. Oh man, that's torture. Um, so, hey, we yeah, had a, it is. It looks really good too. You guys are gonna dig we it. We had an intervention earlier in the show with Travis Preston and and myself Jesus. because Kiefer here. I don't uh, know if you, do you follow Kiefer you know on any Instagram. Do you follow him at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paint the picture right. Don't fucking. He's been 
he's going to race Loretta's. He qualified in the area. He's he's gone to Orange Brigade now. Remember, he loved Yamaha's. Then he oh, loved I Honda. For, now he's uh, Orange Brigade, right? So he's uh, he's number. Are you going to change your Instagram handle to uh, Chris Kiefer number one? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure. No, Ping, that's what the intervention was for. Oh, uh, okay. We, we, we got him to agree that he has a problem. He's taking the ones <laughs> off. He's going to put a number 120 on there because he keeps saying, like, oh, I'm too busy. Number one's fine. And we're like, no, take them off. You, There's only two times that, that running that number is acceptable. <laughs> One is if you actually win a, a Supercross or National Motocross Championship. Uh-huh. You've, you've earned it. You have yeah. absolutely every right to run the number one. Yep. The other time is if you're a motocross rider in the 1970s or 80s who bought a Yamaha from your dealership and it had that number one on it. But what Those if the it only times you comes did. with number one on it? No, you got to put a, put a, put a, a zero after it yeah. and number 10. Yeah, tear it I mean, off. You got to do anything. Just anything. Yeah. But And like, I'm ping. He's run. He he signed up for Loretta's, and the lady's like, "What number are you?" He's like, "One." She's like, <laughs> "She says, she says, really?" And he's go- like, "You really running that?" I go, Fuck "Yeah, running it." <laughs> number one. So. Thanks to Roost MX, we're going to get him some 120 backgrounds. And, and Preston Preston says he's been worried for him, too. Preston says Travis hasn't even come up for Sunday dinner, dude, because he's so bummed out of me. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, but... He, he wears Fox man. gear like Dunge. Like, it's full weirdo. Like, we're like, bro, this is getting, this is getting so weird. So... You know, that's hilarious. I'm sorry, I'm a goon. Uh, I'm are a you goon. are you putting a little fox skull and crossbones for every one you get on the <laughs> yeah. back of the jersey? You got you got two fox crossbones for an area qualifier win. Oh my god! In the, in the high desert, in the high desert, competitive plus thirty five high des <laughs> stock <laughs> class. Jeez. There's like four dudes on the line. I'm just claiming it. That's what I mean, bro. So thank God Preston joined us, and he joined. And we asked him to join the fight, and we're, we all love him, and we're fighting for him, and he and he, he, he agreed to join the fight. Uh, so uh, all right, I, I've, I've seen the light. I've more than one person has told me I'm a fucking idiot. So I will go the other way with this. And he okay? always, whenever I said something to him, he's like, ah, "I'm just too lazy to peel him." Up. No, you're not. No, no, that was the truth. You though. think you're number one? No, That's, I do not. I think yes, I'm you do. One. Yes, you do. You wear fox gear. I've, okay. Yes, I do wear fox gear because I enjoy it. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying I'm number one, motherfuckers. I'm coming out to the track to kick your asses. Mm-hmm. I don't think like that. Actions speak louder than words, bro. Oh, God. Uh, question for you, Ping, on line one from Henry. Henry, what's up, man? What's your question for uh, David Pingry? Hey, uh, I was I, Ping. I picked up that bike from you on Friday. That TM. What? Yeah. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> you could just call him, right? I mean, yeah, I could have. I... What's up, dude? Bad. How is it? <laughs> I'll fucking tell you how it is right now. <laughs> Great radio, bros. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go Are ahead. you there, <laughs> yeah. Henry? We're we're here. What's up? <laughs> Hello? No, Henry's gone. <laughs> Henry. Henry. <laughs> I hope he doesn't work. Hey, that's what he just did. He said, hey, you want to know how it is? He just hung up. He's like, fuck it. I'm out. That's pretty funny. So this is one of Pete Martini's buddies who okay. came to borrow my TM150. Okay. It's a fun bike. Okay. No, it's, truly, it's the best bike TM makes, in my opinion. I, I Henry, really we're sorry. Call that. back. We didn't mean to mock you, Henry. Call in. And Ping is right. That bike is the 150 is <laughs> Yeah, the 150 is a good time. Yeah. Um, it goes, too. Pretty good motor on it. 
So I don't know what, what question he had. But <laughs> I don't know. Feel free to call, call back or just I think call he, my phone. <laughs> either one. If I don't answer, just call me back later. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not back in 10 minutes, just wait longer. It's like Pookie calling. Yeah. It's like Pookie calling him right now being like, what are you doing? Oh, my you God. Know? It's like, oh, yeah. good times. That was interesting. Yeah. All right, let's uh, uh, well, hey, well, yeah, well, since you're on the line, you can stay on. Let's do yeah. – uh, oh, wait, maybe Henry's calling back in. Let's do a segment with you. I don't know what segment. All we right. can do um, – is that is that Henry? Okay. <laughs> Henry, we thought you hung up on us because we laughed at your TM thing. but No, it's okay. okay. I'm, I'm easy to make fun of. All right, what's up? What, what's up, dude? Um, There's a, do you have, were you having the problem with the gas cap leaking like crazy? Yeah, it's kind of a TM. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> Kiefer, I'm going to show you my golf oh, club now. Dang it. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You kind of did it to me, too, but I, I'm not sure what the answer is there, boss. Maybe just wrap the towel around it real tight. <laughs> Uh, is it getting all over your balls it's, it's, and everything, Henry? It's not like pouring out, right? Like it just kind of it kind of seeps a little gas around the edge. It, no, it's it like gushing it, out. It's like it's fair amount into the air box now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, the gasket went down. I don't know. We had race gas in it when we started, and I've seen sometimes where race gas will, will eat the gaskets in there. So um, I'll hit up Ralph and we we'll get you a new one for that thing. <laughs> Cool. So uh, I know Thank Pete you. wanted to ride it a little bit. So um, have have yeah. Pete call me or give me a shout um, later on this week, and I'll great, set up for you. Great PR for TM right now on the Papa Mech show. <laughs> no, look, it's a good bike. Just yeah, gas gas gap problem. We'll fix that right up. Um, anything else, Henry? No, thank you. All right, thanks, buddy. See you, Henry. I just uh, like figure. I don't know what to tell you about that, boss. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty well, self-explanatory, yeah. Now, was that, like, completely inappropriate? Like, he should have just sent me a text, right? I mean... Well, uh, it's not great for TM, uh, yeah, you know, Henry's quality fault. control. Yeah, this whole thing. Hey, I got a TM, and uh, the front wheel fell off. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? I don't know. It's not like that. Um, yeah, all right, let's get going into the uh, BTO Sports uh, Tweet at Travis segment. Pingree can stay on the line with us, and he can... He can help us out. BTOsports.com. Call them or use the code PulpMX when you're checking out. You can save on them. Free free three-day express orders on orders over 85 bucks. BTOsports.com is proud to be the premier source for motocross parts and apparel for well over a decade. Uh, let's do this BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. All right, these are submitted to at Pulpamex Show. Travis Marks, our producer over there, he uh, he reads the best ones out. And uh, Pingree, Kiefer, and I will try to answer them. All right, let's do this, Marks. Any TM questions? Not that I can remember, but okay. I think we covered those. Um, Kevin Gorsney would like to know, why is the series back in Salt Lake? The stadium is too small and weather is always sketchy. Does the city bid for a spot on the calendar? Uh, weather's not always sketchy. It has been though. Mm-hmm. Ping, were you there when it started driving snow? Yeah, yeah, that was rough. Um, uh, I, I, you think it's small? What, what does it hold? It's like Vegas. It's like thirty-five thousand. Yeah, I mean, but 
honestly, I, I think Feld got it cheap. They get these things cheap, and they go. They probably can like, pack it, too, you know, 35. They probably yeah. can get 35 in there. Oh, yeah. And I think the rent is cheap. I mean, what is? I don't think Anaheim holds much more than that. Yeah, Anaheim's like 44, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I know when they redesigned it, they lost a ton of seats. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't hold a ton of people, but... Yeah, I think you're right. It's just it's it's a college stadium. They probably yeah. get it for pennies on the dollar. There there's a lot of motorsports enthusiasts in that area and just outdoorsy people. I think they probably at the end of the weekend when they, you know, uh-huh. look at the bottom bottom line, what well how much black ink they're looking at, it's probably pretty good there. How come Marks isn't answering the phone right now? I was looking things up. Okay. Rice Eccles capacity is forty five thousand seventeen. Uh-huh. Uh, well, there you go. Angel Stadium is forty-five thousand fifty. Okay. What? There we go. Wow. Thirty-three more. So there, there you go. It's not small. The weather can suck, but uh, yeah. oh, what are you going to do? Well, I think the, the, the biggest issue now, is the elevation. Elevation there's gnarly. Like you got a two fifties yeah. are all starting in first gear. Jumps are hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the littler bikes anyway, it's tough. Yeah. All right. Next question. But. Yeah. This one's from Steven. Do you think the racing would be better if Dartfish and Lit Pro were banned from racing? Um, probably, but how are you going to do that? You're going to go gonna the, know that. Yeah, right? you're going to go to the trucks and, t- you know, like, yeah, you can't do that. I'll tell you what, I stick with my idea. Ban starting devices. The folks at WorksConnection.com make like terrific, easy start devices. Pingree, you endorse the WorksConnection product. But at the pro level, take the start devices off. I agree. You can still sell 18 100%. million of them in amateurs, but there's something to a start that takes a lot of skill, and and it would maybe change things up. <laughs> I don't know. What are you laughing at? Well, I was. I mean, can you imagine? Those things are are such a an easy fix. Like there's very little technique anymore. You know. Like, oh yeah. Imagine being on a 450. With no start device on supercross dirt. Right. Loop it out. No one front wheel would touch the ground until they got to the first turn. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. But if you're going to use a start device, get a worse connection one. WorksConnection.com. <laughs> All right. Matt Jordan wants to know, how come there isn't much silly season talk this year? Last year, there seemed to be a lot more chatter. Um, uh, I don't know. Kiefer? What do you think? Wasn't last year more of a... Contract year for a lot of guys? No, I think this year is. This year is? Yeah. I think everybody's holding off, see what Dungey does. Yeah. Um, what Tomac does. I mean, those big dogs have to sign before everyone else can get their trickle down. And yeah. then Dungey said on the the TV um, episode that he's going to make his decision and, you know, announce it probably in Vegas. So if he's going to. Yeah, he said by Vegas he yeah. wanted to decide. Right. Yep. Uh, and I, I've heard Tomac's close to re-signing with Cowie, but they are getting phone calls from other people. But I think I look over to stay at Cali. Dude, is he just going to rake in cash like a clean whore in Saigon this year or uh, what? Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Yep. He is just going to basically say, okay, open your checkbook up. Yep. Because the 94, we don't know about the 94. Right. We don't <laughs> know if he's coming. There? We don't know if he's coming back. So, Dude, and I'll tell you right now, Eli, the way he is right now, I'd put him up against Roxon. Yeah, yeah, he's on that aggressive Dude, level. I think so, man. Um, all right, next question. <clears throat> this one's from Charlie. <clears throat> Is Jay Law laughing his ass off at Dungey imploding right now? Oh, stop it. 
<laughs> Stop it. I don't think J-Lot's even watching the races, personally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do they get TV in prison? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nathan Powell wants to know, in order to regain favor with fans and riders, where does Reed need to party at the most? Temecula, Marietta, or Claremont? <laughs> Temecula. you got to party in Temecula. you got to get that T-Mac grind going. Yeah. For everybody to, to like you. I've said it over and over. Right, Ping? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even come up with a witty, with a witty comeback. He's, he's just, over that one. Yeah, he's so uh, over that one. I'm too busy rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, Big Bad 408 wants to know, how close was A-Ray to going full Weston Pike on Barsha? In the replay, you can see him take a step at him. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ping, let me ask you this. We talked about this earlier in the show. Yeah. Barsha's on probation or he got a warning from FIM. So if you do that to A-Ray, shouldn't there be something coming your way? Yeah, it was, I don't know, man. If you, I, I mean, if you watch it, it's like, it's a dumb move, but it's not necessarily dirty. It's not like he T-boned him. You know what I mean? It was just a poorly thought out pass attempt. Okay. And I mean, if I'm, if I'm Ray, I'm, totally get it i'm unhappy and you can see him he does he gets yeah. up and it's like he almost starts to wind up and then he thinks better of it and walks back to his bike i don't know F man. you dude yep exactly yep thanks pook all right next question this one's from the real gus keeter steve with specific regards to the phone numbers you have what would you value your iphone at ah dude does anybody care about phone numbers of motocross guys like seriously probably what about photos no, I'm not like you, bro. Why? I'm just not like you. I don't, <laughs> I don't have you don't that have... in my phone, <laughs> Kiefer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't uh, have a full Pook uh, portfolio in there? No, I do not. Do you have full Amber portfolio? No, I don't. I do. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Kiefer does. Um, and who cares about phone numbers for McGrath or Roxon or Dungey? Like, does anybody really uh, care? I don't know. He's people probably show, talking people more. showed up at Roxon's hospital room uh, i bet they do care i guess <clears throat> i don't know this one's from kurt lucas who would win in a fight on track tyler evans or weston pike mm. oh evans is bigger than pike right 240 yeah but i think ah man you think yeah no t tyler i just i followed him on instagram just now and yeah he's still big he's six yeah. six feet six one he's a tall guy yeah yeah pike's pike's smaller than i am so, yeah, Evans wins. Great questions tonight, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. Do you have any other, like, fantasy ones? Like, if a unicorn fought a bear on the sun, who would win? Like, <laughs> you, you were supposed to wait on that one. Okay. But, All right. Uh, Billy Foskett wants to know, if Savachi wins this year's championship, does he stay at Cowie and take Grant's spot next year? Well. If Hill and Savachi both win, what happens? Yeah. So, Hill and Savachi are going to point out. Pingree's pissed. Anytime anybody points out of that class, gets very angry. He he, he doesn't support pointing out. Point out a beer bottle for <laughs> but, him. But uh, Cowie's got a choice to make. Yes, Savachi or Hill, because they're not going to put. You know. Now Cowie said that. I don't think it's. I don't think it's right to make a guy move up. Well, you won. You're out. I think you give him at least one year. That's yeah, you at least repeat. You got a year to defend it. Yeah, absolutely. And then you had a year to like go. Okay, let me let me dabble in the 450 class and you know do five rounds and you know see if I can earn myself a ride, like give yourself a chance a little bit. That's why a lot of these, these guys are winding up with nothing because 
guys are taking the teams have to take a chance. Like, well, we don't know if this guy can ride a forty D. Yeah, it kind of hurts both sides. Look like, at guys that did uh, Moonlight. Like, look at Sealy. You know what I mean? He got a chance, put in a couple good rides, and look at I'll bet you Martin. I bet you something pays off for him for what he did at Daytona. Oh, he's riding Geico four fifty next year. Who? Who's a? Oh, there you go. See, I'm right. And then, <laughs> who's a better four fifty rider? You think Hill or uh, Savage? Thing. I'd put Hill on it. I, it's me. I mean. But hey, having said that, Grant's doing Grant's doing well. Fifth, yeah, riding well. So, all right. Luke Wynn would like to know: Did anybody notice them wave the white flag in the semi? Yes. Two two seconds still left. Yes. Is Feld trying to minimize laps? No, but I saw that they screwed up. Yeah, but they did it again. So they waved the white flag. Then they realized they screwed up, and there was another white flag. Oh, there was. Yeah, yeah. There's two white flags. Um, Rob dude wants to know, do you guys have a scoop on why there's no retro night this year? Cause it's stupid. He likes it. Okay. Well, Rob's an idiot. He wants it back next year. Okay. It, it, it never worked because half the teams did it. Half didn't. Some did right. gear. Some did bike. Some did both. It was like, there's enough neon out there right now. Plus it kind of like, looks like old school. Like shit. JGR would make their bikes. Like it would basically like diarrhea all over their bikes. They would make their number plates look like a 1970s bike. Their their shroud would be the 80s retro. Their gear would be like a 90s retro. Like, no one could get on the same page. Maybe you should organize it. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. I'd like to be the voice of common sense like Pingree. <laughs> so. Um, all right, last one. Okay. Steve, how does Cade Ottenreath? I don't know who this kid is. Do, I have no idea. And has I a don't factory know. team ever signed a nobody before I've, as a villain? Well, Ryan Dungey, maybe Ryan Dungey was a nobody. Uh, we, Ping, what do you know about this kid? I, absolutely nothing. His name, barely. <laughs> Keith, I um, think it's great for the kid, honestly. Oh, it is. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's cool that JGR is doing this, for one. Number two, good for the kid. Honestly... I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I hope he hope he does good, you know, and makes something out of well, himself. Of course, nobody's going to say they hope he sucks. But I'm just saying, but... it was like, hey, no, what the fuck is this guy right? I'm like, dude, yeah. relax. Just let the kid, maybe he does something. We don't know. And if he doesn't, what's he hurt? Nothing. J-Bone told me that they could, they looked at the list of guys, they, they could get some main event guys. Right. And then the guys would make the main event and nothing would happen. Right. If they took a kid who nobody knows and all of a sudden he's not in the main events, people are going to notice. Very cool. It's one of Budman's guys, Ping. Oh, is it? <laughs> I see is he from out here? I don't I, know. Truly, I'd never heard of him. I see I you're tight. With, I see you're still tight with Budman. Yeah, clearly. I haven't heard of him either. But I just, you know, shit. If he, right. if he does good, cool. Well, right. I don't have a list of everyone Budman trains like posted above my bed. I, I did, I'm sorry that I didn't know his name. <laughs> I thought you and Budman were closer it. than that. That's all. I just thought you were closer <laughs> than that. You and Budman. Apparently not. Only when we're partying in Temecula, bro. Oh, God. The stories that you have. You actually did party in Temecula with Budman. <laughs> you got to ask GL about some of the parties. Oh, man. We've had some good times <laughs> in Temecula. I got to bring GL up with me next time. Bring GL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got to get – I got to get on the phone with GL and tell some stories. Actually, Amber's 21st birthday party. It's a long time ago. We we gotta you gotta hear that story. That was epic. And GL was involved. was with us. Oh yeah, yeah. We all took a limo down to San Diego to Gaslamp District. Oh, there you go. What so a much fun. 
Yeah. Huh? What a tease. Well, yeah, it's a long story. Um, we'll get GL when, on it. When GL was here and he said one for the road, and then he poured three quarters of vodka in. It's more vodka than anything else. <laughs> I'm like, that's for the road? Like, the, the, Let me just tell you this. The drive home was nothing short of amazing yeah. for me and Heather. It yeah. was pure entertainment. He made it almost all the way home, bonked out a little bit, but it was full gas all the way home. And he wasn't even on the show anymore. It was just, it was just great. Right. It was great. Good times. Uh, all right, Ping. Hey, thank you for coming on. I, uh, awesome. I want to get your opinion on this on this chat read thing. I really did. And uh, thank you for sharing that. And sorry about your gas cap on the TM. And uh, oh, We'll get it fixed. We'll, we will rebuild. <laughs> we will rebuild. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. Good luck at work. And uh, we'll talk soon. You're going to come up here, right? You're working on this? Yeah, I got a... Uh... I got a little knee surgery I got to get done. I I got some meniscus issues going on, so that when that happens, I'll have probably a couple months of rehab, no work. So I really don't care. Free Mondays. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, we got to make it happen. Free Mondays. So, yeah. Um, so you just uh, I'll let you know as soon as it happens, and spend some time in Vegas. How's a How's a Trump presidency working out for you? That's good so far. I'm liking it. You're you're seriously liking it right now. Yeah, dude, I love it. He's getting stuff done. <laughs> you have no problems right now. What would I have problems with? Him trying to enforce immigration laws that have been in place forever that have never been enforced? I just want to get uh, a motor him putting a, a legit guy in the Supreme Court. Um what else? I mean, kidding me? I'm stoked. Okay. All right. Well, fantastic. Good to hear. You're fucking kidding me. Uh, it's good to hear. Um, we will uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for your time tonight. Always a good time, fellas. Have All a good right. show. See you, Ping. All right. The great David Pingree. On the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Second commercial break of the night. After dark. Yeah. Best dressed. Yeah. X-Brand Taros. Pookie's involved in X-Brand Taros. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And we'll be back with more hot coming up ASAP and then on deck on deck is Maserati and Lamborghini all of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner floating a dirt bike through the air or blasting a sand berm in a UTV and that is passion at BTO Sports our foundation is built around family which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service knowing we share a common interest we look forward to the weekend as much as you so we offer 3 day express on orders over $85 BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. FlyRacing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. 
Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. 
PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right Gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, and our long lasting laser cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800 800- 4403559 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. 
They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999,
PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out 
all the gear alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, that's Chris Keeper's choice. Watch it now. Cookie <laughs> Mavis has joined us. Hello, hello. Hang on. All right. His name is on. What? It's not on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, you're on. Oh. Just music's loud. Talk. Yeah, it's way too loud now. Okay. Hello, hello. We hear you, bro. Okay. We hear you. We're good. Much hey. better than a... What are you doing? Hey. <laughs> uh, Sports. Uh, Kiefer. Yeah. Tell me what you think of this, okay? All right. Just first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. BTOsports.com. Andrew Short. There you go. Fly Racing. Jason Andrew Thomas. Short. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Steps. Race Tech Suspension. Gold Elves. Vortex Racing. Sprockets. Gear Alloy. Black Wheels. Roost MX. Brap. Pivot Works. If it pivots, it works. X-Brand Goggles. Uh, I need some. You do? Yeah. I've been. You, you, you wear them? You told me you'd get me some, and you failed <sighs> me. Michelin Starcross 5. Very, very high traction. KTMPartsExpress.com. Andrew Short. Fuel filters. Works connection. Bullshot devices. 
FMF. Mufflers. Atlas neck brace. Uh, Jason Anderson. By the way, Atlas neck brace, atlasbrace.com, the official brace of uh, Jason Anderson and Martin Davalos. And last week's guest, Evgeny Bobrashev. Bobby. Second in the first moto in Mexico. How was Bobby on the show? He got the Atlas brace bump. What did you think of Bobby on the show? Guy in the corner? I liked it. He was good. I didn't know him. I've never really heard him talk or anything. Um, he, I just know him by name, but I thought it was super entertaining. He said, he said if I went to Russia, he'd help me out. I wouldn't get kidnapped and turned into a sex slave. There's hot Russian chicks in there, too. Uh, w Wheels. John Anderson. WUSA.com for all your wheel needs, uh, whether it's new bike, old bike, flat tracker, street bike. WUSA.com's got you covered. Uh, half the team in the pits uh, use WUSA for their wheels need, wheel needs, so please check them out. You see how many blue rims WUSA are, on Have it? you seen mine? No. I don't on my so. Yamaha? I got blue rims, too. First the Dunge stuff, and now the blue rims. And guess what number's on the bike? <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two. EK chains. Oh, uh, colored chains. Yeah, I used to run with Birdwell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guts racing. Ribbed seats for your pleasure. Official seat foam and seat base and seat cover of RCH Suzuki Pro Circuit as well. Get data. Uh, increased throttle response. When you have the get system on yeah. and you have the launch control on, yeah. can you just pin it? You can, but it, it, it the, the lights will go over and you'll, you're will you supposed to go into a range. Yeah, right. but... It's still there. Are yeah. you three quarters? Uh, maybe. And the thing's still just going. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Ride engineering. Clamps and very cool bar mounts. Adrian, rideengineering.com. Discount for all that kind of stuff uh, is available. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Sinjin. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Uh, so I have a question and a comment. Well, the comment is actually a story about Marks, but the question is, um, Jimmy, so there's been a little bit of updates here and there, you yep. know, like through social media. Do you, have you heard of anything like maybe he would retire or anything of that sort? I have not heard. No, I need to text him. Or I, I texted Georgia a few times when he was in the hospital. She never got back to me. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Well, it's probably just busy. I well, mean, whatever, 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 bro. I thought we were friends. All right. So, well, yeah, but well, okay. Well, I obviously I give my my love towards Jimmy. Yes. Um, a good story about Mark. So I used to play Xbox with Mark's way back in the day, like seven years ago. Yeah. His, his wife uh, told us one time he stays up to four in the morning playing uh, uh, war games on, on. Yeah. So, well, like we actually played MX versus, yeah. Yeah. So oh, we shit. actually played MX versus ATV reflex and he was a moderator on this like racing site. And actually, <laughs> up, him and, yeah, I know what, what a fucking nerd. Um, yeah. I'm, mo- you know, I'm, a, I'm a moderator. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you are you are you cheating? Are you using mod a che- life? I still have my badge and everything. Are you using a cheat so, mod on that bike? So I'm just trying to give you a heads up, Steve, because one time him and the owner of the site got in a, an argument. Well, Mark fucked up the site for like a couple days. If I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, he he fucked what? it up. Or he did he did something. Sabotage. You're like he's like he's like War Games with Matthew Broderick. Wait. He's war Mark, games. That, Taking your whole correct? system down. Mark, is that right? I would like to invoke my Fifth <laughs> Amendment, right? <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, watch <laughs> this, bitch. Really? 
Yeah. I would I'm not do that. You know. Dude, we got to be nice. Out marks. of all people that knows this, Sinjin knows this. Sinjin. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything serious and it was, at all. And if it makes you feel better, I remember when he did it, everyone was like, Marks did that? Like, Marks is the guy that's like, so good, but I mean, he has a little evil to him. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm, no, I'm just warning Sinjin, you since Sinjin. don't fuck him over. Don't fuck over Marks. No, I like Marks. Sinjin, this is very good information if things go sideways with Pulp MX and Marks. Yeah, so maybe I should get a cut of Pulp MX for giving you this warning. Well, if I have anything left after Marks okay. fucks it all up, maybe. Yeah. No, that makes you feel better. I, I've always liked Marks. I just wanted. I thought well, that was a funny story. No, you're you're, you know. you're saying that because he he can get into your credit card info and and, and screw That's your whole true. life over. Yeah, I see that all that scraping data. I, you make fun of him for being a nerd until he fucks you over. That's what I mean. You're right. You want yep. him on your yeah. side. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys, have a good right, show. Thanks, Sinjin. Love see you, yeah. Marks. Right. Thanks, Sinjin. He sure has calmed down a lot, Dick. You checked up the guy's site. You're like, screw you. I don't remember what I did. I think I just like took it offline or like made it so people couldn't actually like You're like fucking Chad. What was Reed. he doing? Like giving you a lot of shit for not doing a I good job? Even, I don't even remember. Public. Oh, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. I don't dude, that was eight years ago. I've hit my head a few times since then, so who knows? So you could just take Pulp Max right now. Just take oh, it. Oh, he could check shit. Oh, out. I could have taken it a long time ago. But I, I wouldn't do that. Remember, we had the other. It, yeah, he won't do yeah. that. Yeah, and the other you thing. You haven't pissed him off yet. <sighs> no, we, other had, thing. we had another incident with Pookie got angry at Marks. No, I was angry at you. You were. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, so Marks could have, who knows what That's Marks did. That's our personal life. That's what I he's mean. involved in now. Shit. You ever, you ever seen that Sandra Bullock movie, The Net? <laughs> <laughs> he's the net. My tentacles are just everywhere. <sighs> Oh God! I hope, hope. getting to ev- getting into everything they can. Asinjin well, said on the chat room, the owner of the site was a cocksucker. So <laughs> there is that. Then he deserved it. Um, That's that guy. All right, everybody, let's move right into the best dressed oh, award for right. this week. Now we all know <coughs> Lit Kit is better. Mm-mm. We're all Lit Kit fans, oh. but. We love Kiefer on the show. We had an intervention for him. It went well. Let's let him <laughs> have his thing. His best dressed award. And uh, and so here we go, Marks. Let's tune it up, Marks. Take your time, Marks. Just Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Sabotage this. Hey, Marks, it's totally fine. <laughs> Whenever it's... you get around to it, it's fine with us. We'll wait. <laughs> we will wait on you. Like, whatever you need, yeah. bro. There's so many, there's so many little things on the computer. I was like oh looking around my for it. I was like, Where no is problem, it? buddy. I looked over it like four times. Great job, and we're fine with it. You do what you need to do. We're good. Oh my god! If you can please, when you get around to it, start Kiefer's music. That would be really nice. But if you don't want to, we don't have to do that either. Oh my god! All right. All right. Welcome back to Best Dress. Coming on stage. Coming on stage. That's right. Coming on stage for the next bit at Best Dress is Christian Craig. That's right. Try to keep your eyes peeled on the alias A2 Vented Gear and not the crotchal region of CC48. That's right. Rumor has it that alias has to custom make his crotch of his pants. But hey, you got to give that guy some more room in that area when he rides. That's right. He is Mike Craig's son after all. This could be an urban legend, but nonetheless, Christian looks rad. Okay! Okay! Second round! 
Brown is up next, and guess who it is? Mr. Blue Flag himself, Chad Reed. That's right, he is the mean mug in his way down the stage in his blue flexier pants and jersey, white instinct boots, and whopping cool-ass V3 helmet with his visor still on. That's right, his visor was on the whole fucking time in St. Louis. And don't forget, if your visor falls off, you're automatically DQ'd from best dressed. I'm still gone. Where's that music? That's right, I'm still talking. But hey, if Chad gets black flag, he doesn't give a fuck. No, he won't. He'll still walk down that aisle and flip you the bird and say, suck a fat one. But he looks good in that blue flex air gear. Chad Reed, stage six. Chad Reed, stage six. All right, everybody. So Christian Craig and Chad Reed, best dressed. That's right. Um, the winner's out on DirtRider.com. There we go. And Lit Kit tomorrow on my Instagram from the 7 Deuce Deuce. The Lit Kit nominations will be out. <laughs> crotchal region. <laughs> crotchal region. Paige Craig liking the crotchal region. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, X brand goggle tear offs. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Don't do it. Fire. Brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com, Freddie Norn, Brock Tickle, Kyle Chisholm, Ricky Brabeck. Gary Sutherland, the works win at South Point Hotel in Vegas. Gary Sutherland says, suck on this, everybody. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, use the code PUPAMEX17 when you check out to save money with X-Brand Goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Brock Tickle took the pole position in Detroit with X-Brand Goggles. And these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Anybody know him? Mm, no. For Pookie, myself, and Chris Kiefer. Let's do it, Marks. Is my mic on? Your Steve. mic is fine. Steve. <laughs> Which rider has received the most boos at a Supercross? And do you foresee Reed getting booed in Seattle? I do not foresee Reed getting booed. Nobody got booed as hard as RC did when he was kind of, you know, beating McGrath there, and he came down with the, with the U.S. Open crown. Oh, that was there. Yeah, he got jacked. Yeah. he And then he got jacked that next year when switching to Honda. Everybody thought Honda bought the championship and blah, blah, blah. He got booed a lot. So. Kiefer, if you were eating dinner with a buddy and the waiter brought over a round of drinks sent from another table, what would, you, what would your initial reaction be? Uh, I would say thank you, and I would accept them and give them all to Heather because I don't drink. I go back to Seattle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pookie Steve thought he was gonna have an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Moser and Holiday. Yeah. Pookie, between Dungey, Reed, and Kennard, who is most likely to retire at the end of 2017? Um, Dunge. 4.5. Steven. What do you think Watson said to Bill Gates to ink this Microsoft deal? <laughs> I think it's probably. Love this guy right here. And then. Who picks these questions? And then it was B2B, bro. How, how involved are they? Okay. I have no idea. I don't know. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Can he make a deal with Microsoft? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to hear this. Wow. <laughs> Did they say what in the thing, like how long they're with them or anything or no? No. All right. Just one race deal or? No. Yeah. Oh. Why'd they block it out? 
TV, bro. I told you, you guys, watch it not on TV. Oh, it's on FX. Sorry. Travis was right. Dang it. Kiefer, do you think Dungey was just mesmerized by Reed's lit kit and was trying to get a closer look at it from all angles? <sighs> Honestly, no, because Reed wasn't uh, that best dressed in St. Louis because he didn't win. Lick your finger again. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. Pookie, who's a Pulpamex super fan you haven't met yet, but hope to some someday? Oh, that's a good question. I like the international super fans. I don't know about Spinny, though. I'm going to say Spags. There's Spags. Some, is there more than one Tomo? Or is it just like... Just oh, it's T-Homo. Okay. And there's only one. Okay. All right. There's two on Twitter, though. That's what I thought. It gets confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, looking yeah, at... Yeah, it happens. <laughs> looking at each incident in a vacuum, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You which, have to. Which yeah. was worse? Chiz Reed or Reed Dungy? Oh, Chiz Reed, like I talked about earlier. Yeah. Kiefer. Yeah. Head into Seattle Supercross wearing oh wearing a rubber could be required. What brand of rubber do you recommend when the conditions require one? Dude. I'm a bad person to ask this. I think I've worn a rubber one time in my life. Um, Trojan. Ends. One time? But wait a minute. One time in my life. I've Dude, I think this chick's into me. I mean, do you feel like it was it mo- actually a really moto-related question? No, I think we're dipping in after dark already. I thought he meant tire. Yeah, like tire. yeah, like. Uh, I was already in after dark mode. I know you were, but I might be actually a motor motor question. Heading into Seattle Supercross, but, wearing a rubber could be required. What brand of rubber? Yeah, wearing, wearing, yeah, 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 yeah using. Yeah. If you would have said using, yeah, using what rubber yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, better? Yeah, okay, all right. And head is all caps. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's to be that's to be. <laughs> I don't know who, how that Moser guy. I just wanted to clarify for the people that can't see the question, right? Um, Pookie, describe how you would like to see Steve dress from head to toe. Oh, good one. For what, though? Just in life? Yeah. Um, I just read the questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, you're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I like what Steve wears. I think as long as he's comfortable and happy, then I'm comfortable and happy. Oh, God. T-shirt and Exactly cargos. what he just said. You got Flip a good life. I did get... A lot of like flip flops going to Detroit, you know. So that's what you, if we get oh, you some for Christmas, that's on? a good gift. I mean, no, I have a bunch of oak. Like I'm stocked. Oh, okay. for a long time. Padge. The nice thing about Steve is he doesn't have to buy anything. He gets all socks. He just got a box of shop, socks shipped to the house. Mm. T-shirts for days and years. I mm-hmm. buy cargo shorts, but that's it. Is but, everything you wear dirt bike related? Pretty much. Mm. For my key for after dark shirt. You haven't got a cargo sponsor yet. I need to. This is unbelievable. You see, I read, some guy tweeted me. He said, "I just got cargos with great oh my gosh, Levi's." With, yeah, it's awesome. That's awful. No, it's not. Yes, I it carry is. a lot of stuff. I need it for work purposes. All right. Okay. X brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSbrand.com. All right. 
uh, let's get into the Kiefer After Dark before we wrap this show up. But thanks to Tyler Evans for coming on. Thank you, Jake Weimer, coming on. Uh, Pookie's appearance on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. Bybits Kawasaki uses the bars and sprockets. Chad Reed, speaking of Chad Reed, uses the sprockets. Cooper Webb uses the sprockets. Vortexracing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing to get a hell of a deal on it, whether it's a V3 bar or a sprocket or a brake line or anything else from the folks at Vortex Racing. Uh, they're, they're bringing you Pookie tonight. So, um, right. Thanks to Ping, too, by the way, JT, also for all coming on. And we're going to end this show with some After Dark. So, so the PG people can just turn it off now. Yeah. Just be like, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you are offended or... Whatever. Put the kids to bed. Or if you're a little bitch. Yeah. We don't want to hear your emails, bro. Oh, I think that was a little much, Poop. No. I think it's just Sick of these whiners. Poop, take fuck off. This is uh, Kiefer After Dark, where Chris Kiefer solves your problems, helps you out in your life, uh, wherever you can, and uh, it's brought to you by nobody. uh, It should be. Nobody (laughs) nobody wants to do this. Well, we had that one guy. What happened to him? I don't know. He never got back to me. I, I could never guarantee him how many times we would do it. So it's probably not my fault. Um, so 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Oh, we still got the voicemails. Now we're done. 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Leave a Kiefer After Dark voicemail. Next time Chris Kiefer comes in studio, he will help you out. He will advise you in some uh, life uh, uh, decisions. And uh, here we go. Here's uh, the voicemails that we got. We got a couple emails, a couple voicemails. So let's do the voicemails first. Kiefer After Dark. All right. Hey, question for you. Um, so when me and my wife are running motos, it's usually at night after, you know, long day's work. Every once in a while, I suffer from leg pump. Don't know if you've ever heard of it. Don't know if you suffer from it ever. That's just what I call it anyway. Anywho, uh, just had a question that do they make any kind of uh, – fix for it, like a forearm strong kind of product, except for your thigh, maybe. Just curious. Anywho, have a good night, man. Love it when you're in the studio. Okay, so... Uh, I don't know where this guy... This leg, this actual leg pump, he's talking about his dick. No, legs. I think like a Charlie horse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't get that. I never... Heather gets uh, a cramp in her, her hip. When she rides it, so she just got to, like, get off and shake it out. So, I mean, it's actually a good thing. So, if you get it, here's my suggestion. If you get a leg pump, whatever position you're in, it's only going to help you last longer if you get off, right? So, get off of your your wife. I mean, can't you, like... Take a break, shake it out, get it back in. Can't, oh, I mean, can't you, like, laugh about it, and, like, as you get up and you're like, ah, you're all laughing and everything else? Yeah, but if it's gnarly cramp, you got to, like... No, I know. That's what I mean. But you get off and you, like, laugh about it. Oh, get off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah get yeah, off yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Or she gets off you or whatever. Yeah. So... That's all I got for you, buddy. All right. What's up, fools? I got a submission for the Kiefer After Dark on account of the fact that he's supposed to be in there this coming Monday. Hell yeah, so let's get creepy with it. Actually, it's not that creepy. Uh, last After Dark session, Keith was talking about like bringing in some accessories. Mm. And so I was thinking maybe I'll cruise down to the shop here and pick up some uh, accessories or a little hop-up or a gizmo or gadget and uh it would be our first, so what's like a good starting point for, uh, you know, one of them hop-up gadget gizmos there, Keith? All right, later, bros. Okay. You definitely don't want to go too gnarly. Oh, man. This is, a, this is a good one. So there's several things you can do. One, 
You can get a little clit stimulator, which is a little vibrator. It's a little thing you put on your finger that always works good on both sides. It works good for you. It works good for her. It'll get her going. It'll get you going, and it's good. Now, if you need something for insertion for the lady, the Velvet Purple Rabbit is where it's at, okay? Before we had this in the household, not a lot of magic was happening with Heather. And as men, we want more magic things in the bedroom. Some men. Most men. Mm. Um, once this uh, lovely rabbit came into our lives, um, more stuff started happening. And excitement um, went from like a, you know, seven to, for me, a ten. There's certain things in a man's life that we want to see a woman do. That's what this thing does to my wife. So, velvet, purple rabbit. Get it? Is it battery driven? Yes. Okay. Or no, plug it in. Plug it in. You plug it in and charge it. Nobody wants to. Oh, okay. It stays charged. Like you plug it in and charge it. It's like a phone, right? right, right? right. So, that's what you got to do, buddy. When that happens, and you do what you got to do, get back to me. Is that the same one that? Oh yeah. Hold on. Oh, never mind. Oh, no, not that one. Different one. Better. Okay. This is a new experience. So, anyway. Maybe that one should have been recommended at first. Ah, <laughs> everything's evolving, Steve. You evolve. Just like motorcycle parts. I things like how, evolve. I like how, okay, all right. So, uh, anyway, Velvet Purple Rabbit. Do it. Get back to me. It's a good time. Now, what about... What I never understood is the dudes who are like, no way, man. Get jealous, right? Right? No. Like, dude, it takes the pressure off. Dude. It's cool. You get to relax. It's robotic. Why are you getting yeah, jealous? Like, why? Like, there's dudes who get, you know, would never want Maybe that. Maybe if your chick, that's all she wants is the dilly and not a real human yeah. ween. But, I mean, not a lot of chicks are like that. Yeah. They want both. Okay. Lipstick on your It's kind of like, think of it like this. We all. Is <laughs> <laughs> that for Ludi? Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of like men. We all beat off, right? Correct? No. False. We all beat off and still have sex. Some guys more than others, but we do both. Same thing for women. I think if you're a chick and your dude is like, no way, I would never get you that, you need to dump the guy. Totally. Yeah, that's lame. Clip. Lame. Lame. All right. This uh, Kiefer asked a dark question. So my wife says the bike she is riding is the best she's ever ridden mm. but how do i get her to want to go riding more often thanks love the show oh man mm. oh, this, boy. Is, this is a slippery oh, slope oh boy i mean you gotta be honest here's the thing with me i'm a very like i want to know everything everything past tense present everything if i'm not doing something right i want to know about it if oh, i I'm not, you, you want to know the history i do I want to oh. know what was bigger inside of Heather. I want to know if it, what dude was better inside of Heather because there's certain things. What about I was in a gangbang? I'd want to know it. Okay. Everything. Right. Okay. I want to know, right? All so right. maybe your bike is not the best bike she's ridden, and she's telling you not to hurt your feelings. Okay? Dude. And if she is, and if she is telling the truth, then you need to, to make her more ride the bike more often, make it more fun for her. Perhaps you get a new graphic kit, a deep... Peel off the number ones. Just like you bolt accessories on your bike, yeah. bolt an accessory on your woman. You guys are way off. 
Well, then bring it. We you want know it. How you do it? Yeah. Do the dishes. Oh, that's and true. And vacuum, vacuum, and I guarantee you, she'll be Sounds right on gay. that bike, spinning laps. But th- that that doesn't make women horny, though. If it was the best It'll bike make ever, her look at you in a way, be like, oh, if maybe it, I'll give him a little something. If it truly was the best bike ever she's ever ridden, right. then you wouldn't need <laughs> to vacuum. She's lying. She's lying. She's lying. Yeah, but you don't know if she's got kids, how old they are, how much he helps with them. She has. We're just giving you know, base I, advice. I help well, a lot with the vacuum. Coming at it from another by writing the check point of view. That's good. Try both angles. There's a lot of advice right here for her, him. All right. That's it? Oh, okay. That's it for the voicemails. All right. Uh, <clears throat> a couple emails. Keep after dark. <clears throat> Clear it up. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, Simon sent this in. Uh, so my girlfriend and I have been together for almost half a year. It's pretty serious and, and everything, but recently she bought some thongs. Mm. It's super weird because she never wears thongs, and when I asked her why she bought them, she said she bought them for herself. I was kind of expecting her to say she bought them for me. Anyways, should I be worried? No. You should be thanking her. Because when you take her pants off, you see that thong. It's a lot better looking at, you know, granny panties, you know? There's time for granny panties for women. You know what time that is, right? Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shark week time. Granny panties on. Shark week done. Sexier underwear appears. And if she, she, she wasn't a thong fan and now she is... Let her do her program. It's not because of another dude. If you, you guys got to stop being jealous. That's the first thing that's going to happen. If you're jealous, you're going to drive your chick away. Just calm down. Have faith in what you're doing is the right way. I don't know, bro. She never wears thongs, and then she starts bringing them home. But we don't know how old she is. She could be well, young. Well, I assume she's older than 18. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe some chicks don't start wearing thongs until 18, 19 years old. I don't know. I'm saying she's older than that, I'm probably thinking. Either, should should either, you be worried? No. Right. Oh, no? No. Not non, non issue? You just switch the style underwear you want to wear? Just on the whim? Maybe she's evolving yeah. as well. Maybe she's evolving and she wants to be more sexier for herself. Exactly. Or maybe she just caught a glimpse of her butt with panty lines in a mirror and was like, oh, shit, I got to do something about that. Or maybe she has a friend that wears thongs and she appreciates it. It's like, maybe I should get some of that. Okay. All right. Last uh, question from Brittany. Uh, when giving a guy a blowjob, yes. should he warn you before blowing in your mouth? Say you haven't discussed it beforehand. I don't mind that, but a little warning would be nice. Oh, man. Okay. Brittany. Yes. All, okay, let's say you're with a guy for the first time and he doesn't tell you he's going to nut in your mouth. That's bullshit. He should at least... Every man, when he if you're getting head and you're about to nut, what's the first thing... As a man, you should be vocal and be like, oh, baby, I'm, I'm going to come. Yeah, you like that? And she's going to she's gonna get at least one to two seconds to back away if you don't want it. It's your choice. If you say you're going to nut and she stays on, it's a win. You're in. But you at least give her the notice. And if you're deep into the relationship five, six years, they already know the program. When, when Heather does it, it's, it's on all the time. It, the faucet's on. It stays on. No need to get off of it. Everything's great. You know, if she wants to, to spit the shit out later, that's her choice. But she she knows what's up. She's She's been doing it for years. It's a dick move. It is. It's a dick move. And not. if that's the guy, clip that dude, because that's bullshit. He well, just, I don't know if you clip him, but... No, you, clip him. Okay. That's disrespectful uh-huh. to me. That's disrespectful. Like, you're going to nut inside a chick's mouth without her knowing. That's kind of... 
Keefe draws a hard line at this, but a lot of other things are just fine. But this one, oh, God, clip them. Yeah, it's kind of disrespectful to the chick. I mean, if chick's giving you a BJ anyway, and there are some chicks that don't like giving BJs. So if you have one that likes it, don't be a dick. All right, there we go. Quit being a dick. Anything to add, Pookie? No. Okay. So can Poe. I concur. You got you to at least like groan like a porn star or something. I mean, a something. lot. Are you vocal? I mean, unless the guy's totally silent, you, yeah, you know the right. buildup is coming. Yeah, it's, that's why it makes you think that guy's young. Because a lot of young guys, they don't do shit. There's, and then a nut, they don't talk. Well, Brittany wants a warning, yeah. and she deserves one. Damn it! Absolutely. Marks, everything okay over there? Do you need anything? <laughs> Water? No, it seems to be all right. Thank you. Pookie's got some cookies here. Mm, good cookies. I, I do Another enjoy, Red Bull. I do enjoy Red Bull? cookies. You want a Red Bull? A Red Bull. I'll get you Red Bulls. I'll get you Red Bull all like day. Red Bull. You like Red Bull? Probably going to take some home tonight, so we're good. No problem. Take the yeah. fridge. <laughs> oh, take right, that yeah. fridge. It's a monster fridge, though. I don't want a Red Bull fridge. See if you can make that happen. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> He's on the M-Claw. Get Jeremy on the phone. Yeah, no, I will. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you. Kiefer, thank you for coming up. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're very, very busy uh, testing. Until until when? When does it end? I'll be done with gear on Wednesday. And then I get a Thursday. I probably come home typing. Nice day at home. Uh-huh. And then Friday, I go to Colton Ack. Uh, he got hurt yep. in Supercross. He has yep. a benefit ride day. I'm going to go out and support him Friday. And then weekend off? Oh, yeah. Unless Aiden wants to ride, but I don't, I'm going to tell him he's staying home. Yeah, no tell right. Yeah. Right. How do you bro. feel about his Rams next year? Oh, he's all Loretta's. He's all all about Loretta's. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's, he's full moto. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel sorry for him because he's not fast enough to make it. Oh, he's not. No. 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 I mean, there's gnarly kids, right? Yeah, but yeah. he's like all gung ho. Like, well, can't can't uh, get disappointed, buddy. Yeah, you're almost like saying, "Hey, buddy, like yeah. uh, it could happen, but maybe not." Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Uh, Jake Weimer, Tyler Evans. One punch. He came in hot. <sighs> and deep. <laughs> and deep. Yeah. And I'm still confused. So <laughs> I wish we could get I'm more. like a I'm like a rape survivor. Came in hot, <laughs> deep, confused. and I'm confused on what happened. I don't know. <laughs> what just happened? Like one of Bill Cosby's chicks. Right. I don't know what happened. But we thank him for coming on. It's cool. He stabbed Frankie in the neck with a toothpick. That's awesome. Um, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to uh, sponsor deals. Always get those on deal. Always get those on uh, on sponsor deals to, uh, on com. Get the show on Stitcher, on iTunes, on the app. Marks, great hey. job. Hey, thank you. Keep it up. Really appreciate the kind words. No problem. And the money. Good job, Marks. Appreciate the money. Speed. Give him some more money. <laughs> I will. Thank you, will. Pookie, for the quesadilla and the wonderful cookies. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, thanks to Moser. Thanks to Swiss Corps. Thanks to JT and Ping. Of course, Ping was great. <laughs> Sorry to the guys, gas cap. Uh, don't know what to tell you. About yeah. that, uh. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week. Tony Berluti. Nice. In studio. It's been a while for Berluti. He will be in. And uh, we miss Berluti. For a fucking tickle. He will be in, that guy, <laughs> right there. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Seattle and much more. I know we didn't touch on the race much outside of the Chad Reed gate. The Chad Reed thing and a little bit of Tomac. But there is some of the race review on Racer X uh, podcast. We- Sorry.
we got more into that. Who do you that. think you are, Marks? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do shit on a fucking computer, Kiefer. You could suck it. You suck it. What are you going to do? You're not going to take all my money and, and my credit history and everything else and then, and turn Pulp MX into something else. So, uh, We thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it. We will see you next week. Wake up, Supercross. Eat, Supercross. Shit, Supercross. <laughs> Fuck, Supercross. <laughs> and sleep, Supercross. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. I am the sword inside your flame. 